<laughs> All right, so it's comic book month here at Mermel, and we've got a whole month of awesome stuff. Today on the show, it's our 32-film Battle Royale, all independent comic books. Some hearts are going to be broken. The boys from Drunk With Power are back to wreak havoc. I don't fucking know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're doing well. <laughs> We're back to wreak some havoc all over your Mermel podcast. <laughs> Any umbrella for these waters? <laughs> One thing I didn't think of. <laughs> Damn it. All right, so that's Tommy. Hello. That's East. What up? Devin is off to the side yonder, Hello. not on camera. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's Norm. Hi. And I'm Brandon. And it's comic book month, gentlemen. Yay. Hurrah. Yay. <clears throat> We're doing it again. We made it back. My favorite <laughs> month. <laughs> and we've kidnapped the boys from Drunk with Bauer once again. Last year for comic book month, we closed it off. This year, you guys are opening it up. Who yeah. Now, East, I'm not going to thank you because you're here all the time. Although, I'm also <laughs> not going to thank you because I, I've missed you, and uh, we've all missed you on the panel. Hey, oh. I, uh, thank you. I've, I, I've missed you guys, too, man. This is your first one of the year. We're I in fucking March. <laughs> Fuck, it's terrible. Dude. Yeah, aren't, you're always here. You're like, you always cheat on us with another podcast, which we're okay with. Like a little Dutch door action. Yeah, we share. Yeah, exactly. We share our East. It's an open relationship. What can you say? It's great to have you guys back. I love having you on anytime you want to come. Just hang out. Just show up. We're here every Sunday. It's great to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Come I just me. wanted to say that. How's the big boy chair doing for you, by the way? Honestly, Tom? this is really working out. You got yeah. enough padding in the back. Uh, the butt's disappeared, but it's still yeah. yeah. It like, numbs your butt. I got a it? big enough wallet. There's no money in there, but it's like all padding. Right so on. like one cheek is good, the other cheek is just. <laughs> it's like fuck you, Tom. <laughs> I don't want to be part of your ass anymore. Danny had that problem during '80s Action Week last year. By the end of, if you watch the videos from that, by the end of the series, he's literally leaning completely forward on the, <laughs> on the table, <laughs> doing this most of the time. Just like. Uh, but in any case, so we're here for our Indie Comic Book Month Battle Royale. We've got 30-ish films going head-to-head. -head. I really hope the spirit isn't one of them. I think that's the one we left off that was... Uh, uh, Piece of shit. The spirit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, We don't need that one in there. Yeah, no. uh, so 30-ish films of varying quality are going head-to-head -head in our Battle Royale to decide the best film adaptation of an independent comic. All right. So just to go back through the rules that we discussed prior to pressing record, um, we're going to introduce five at a time. Is that correct, Devin? And Devin's going to be uh, introducing them. So uh, the rest of us don't know the order that they're coming in nope. to the panel uh, or for discussion. Um, and we each, just like our hacker battle royale, get a veto to use uh, throughout the competition to save a film or reverse a decision. <laughs> Okay, um, how we're doing it this time around is a little bit different because we have twice as many films as we did for the Hacker Movie Battle Royale, uh, which I suggest you listen to because I got to pump up the numbers. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start off with five on the table, and then we're going to be introducing a new movie with every elimination All instead right. of timed intros. Cool? Gauntlet style. One man out, another man enters. Okay. In addition to make that veto a little bit more strategical than it was the last time around where I used it to bring back the net, um, 
We have also got a Tim Hortons cup in the center of the table. Uh, this episode brought to you by Tim Hortons. Monetize, monetize. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's currently filled with three picks of each of ours that we think are going to be in the top three. Or, uh, sorry, three picks that are going to be in the top five. So the five yeah, finalists on the table. And we also have one lame duck uh, pick on that, uh, on each piece of paper that we put in there, each scrap piece of paper, and uh, whoever gets the farthest uh, gets a point for that. So whoever has the most points out of, I guess, a potential four will <laughs> will be the winner among the panelists. All if right. there's a tie, you will also have to fight to the death because it's a battle royale. Done. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Going down it. Now, before we get started, <laughs> real quick, uh, let's, pump you, let's pump Trunk with power because you guys are here. We still haven't visited your show because we're assholes and agoraphobics, but um, <laughs> e- equal parts both. Um, Drunk with Power. How can we find it when you guys release, et cetera, et cetera? Well, Drunk with Power has gone through enough little uh, waves and uh, waves of glory, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we have done in the last little bit has been uh, changing our format here and there, changing the way we're doing yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really just sort of like, you know, labor of love in a way. So we're enjoying doing it, but we also want to break it down and give people more quality as opposed to just throwing quantity at everyone because mm-hmm. we're lazy fucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we also enjoy doing a lot of different other things like, you know, video. And we're trying to throw ourselves mm-hmm. on YouTube. Now, but if you wanted to find us, you can check us out at drunkwithpower.libsyn.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are also uh, iTunes. We are now on iTunes, yep. which we weren't last year. Yeah, right. Moved mm-hmm. up, man. You just like you know, it's a slow ride. Mm-hmm. But we're coming out bi-weekly now. So uh, starting next Tuesday will be our first episode, and then you'll get another episode every two weeks after that. Cool. Mm-hmm. So so it comes out on Tuesday. If you guys yeah. want to listen to some cool new music, find out about some shows going on in in and around the city. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely, and. Uh, Listen yeah. to some funny, sometimes some a little bit racy banter. banter well, it makes, it's a little more racy than <laughs> yeah. funny. Okay. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Especially these later ones. It's uh, changing the whole You're term upping of... the ante? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 instead of us just being um, drunk with power, it's like we're questioning kind of people if they're drunk on their own power. You know okay. what I mean? Kind of okay. thing. So it kind of changes the meaning on that a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh... Sure. <laughs> yeah. Norm, thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Norm, the laugh track over there, doing his thing. <laughs> There's meaning behind this. Yeah, I, I, I had no idea. When we started the show, there wasn't. But you know, I would now. say now there is if you listen to the other ones. Okay. Good call. Sure. Good. Good call. Cool. So <laughs> check out drunkwithpower.lipson.com if you want to, uh, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. Yep. Uh, you guys, you are not. You're, it's on the Google Music. It's too. on the Google Play Music. <laughs> the Google Whatever podcatcher yeah. that you're listening to podcasts on, if they're not there, let us know. Let them know. Let somebody know because he is here all the time. Yeah. Um, and we'll, and we'll I'll make communicate sure that, they get that there to somebody well. who can do it. Yep. Which right. isn't one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Tech savvy is just my internet support, guys. <laughs> not me. Uh, all right. Well. And shall we get into it, gentlemen? Let's mm. fucking do this. I'm ready, comic book week. All right, so we're introducing the first five films, Devin? Is that uh, correct? Yep, yep, absolutely. Okay, and I'll, I'll write them down, because we're going real lo-fi this year. <laughs> <laughs> I so like what it. are our first five films in Sir? Our first five films are Scott Pilgrim, cool. Bulletproof yeah. Monk, okay. Spawn, Wanted, and Cowboys and Aliens. Ooh. Oh, oh man! Entering that is going to be a. That's, you guys ready for a brawl on this one? <laughs> <laughs> 
fuck, okay. Over the top rope! My God! (laughs) My God! Okay, so how we're doing it this year is a little bit different um, versus, again, the Hacker Battle Royale. So what we're going to do is is one person, whoever feels strongly on on the side of darkness or light, so if you hate a film or you love a film, um, is going to nominate a film and put it up against one of these other five. Okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. So... Out of Scott Pilgrim, Bulletproof Monk, Wanted, Spawn, or Cowboys and Aliens. Does anyone have one that they want to save out of this list? (laughs) Or two films they can put up against Uh, each other? Can you read them again real quick? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Scott Pilgrim I'll save. Okay. I'll save that. Okay, so what's the one that you want to eliminate using Scott Pilgrim, sir? Um, Let's go with Bulletproof Monk. Okay, let's hear your argument. Okay, well, one of them is a good movie. The other one is a very bad movie. Scott Pilgrim is... It's a good movie, man. You know, was, you know how Scott Pilgrim beats out Bulletproof Monk? How? The piss bar. <laughs> <laughs> the piss bar in the bathroom single-handedly beats out anything good about Bulletproof Monk. Does anybody want to challenge that? No, I don't, I don't feel like I could challenge that, but I would also like to say that, like, pure-on action movies like Bulletproof Monk, and when I say pure-on, I mean, like, yeah, they were supposed to be, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it it fell short in a lot of ways. Mm. Like, I felt there was potential, but anybody who hires Sean William Scott after the success of American Pie, yeah. thinking, like, he can carry a movie with Chow Yun-Fat not being the lead of a film, yeah. sort of breaks. <laughs> you have Chow Yun-Fat in your film. It's not, this, isn't a, this is not Sean William Scott's yeah. film. <laughs> Just use him. It's called Bulletproof Monk, not Bulletproof Stifler. Like, yeah. get him off the front page and just throw him to the although, wind. Man. Although it, it, did, it did work for the rundown. But it didn't work for Bulletproof Monk. Yeah, but The Rock can carry a movie now. Yeah, The Rock True. can carry a film. In any case. Yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, there's, I don't think there's much of a debate. There. I, yeah, I, I don't uh, I, I don't think that there's going to be anyone disputing that. Devin, no. do you have an argument he, against this? No, I, I will say that I think maybe Scott Pilgrim gets a little bit more hype than it, it does, deserves. Especially and I think there, there are a couple of contentions. Uh, <laughs> but, but against Bulletproof Monk, I think it's, yeah, it's... Uh, there's not much you can say. Okay. Can we axe Bulletproof Monk, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sean yeah. William Scott is like a pair of cement shoes in this context. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like... You want, you want to give him the bath like a Dick Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the bath. Not the bath. <laughs> yeah. Sink that, man. Send him to the fucking bottom. <laughs> is this a 5 nothing boat, gentlemen? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Fuck off, Bulletproof Monk. <laughs> Bye-bye. Goodbye. What's My next? God! <laughs> My God, Bulletproof Monk is off. All right, coming in to replace the uh, Bulletproof Monk is Judge Dredd, 1995. Excellent. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. (laughs) We were talking a little bit before we went on the air um, about that opening scroll that just seems so fucking out of place. In the dawn of a new millennium. And why would you give James Earl Jones the money just to read that and then not have him in the movie anywhere? Like, have him, like, working as a bathroom attendant or something, at least. Come on. That's just, how, like, that's, anything. No, but that's how you know. Role. But that's I how agree. you knew it was supposed to be, like, some sort of futuristic, like, bullshit movie. Like, we're like, we're going to get James Earl Jones to read it. We got fucking, you know, Sylvester Stallone. It's going to be an epic why action could, film. Like, and why, it was, couldn't, why couldn't James Earl Jones play Max von Sydow's part? Like, be exiled, yeah. thrown in, like, you know, he was like, the, he would have been that leader and stuff. It would have been really cool. It's like, he's the he's explaining the story, and then you have him kind of like, oh, he's actually in the movie. I could dig that. But, you know, 
he's James Earl Jones. He'd be like, he's got the greatest voiceover. He's the king of the fucking jungle, man. And, um, <laughs> do you feel like that might be another one of those situations like Dark City yeah. um, where where it was just kind of retconned in after they showed it to There's people? There's a lot. And, and people oh, were Spawn like... Spawn is on that list of retconned oh, yeah. in. <laughs> have you, have you, you guys rewatched it in preparation for this episode? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so literally the entire movie <laughs> plays in flashes at the beginning <laughs> over <does>. flames <laughs> yeah. before, with a narration before the movie starts. You don't even need to watch the rest of the movie. I know. The entire thing is explained. And it's that guy and he's like, all of these as they take down Malbolgia. Malbolgia. Yeah. I thought the credits were just going to fucking roll. Yeah, I thought it was over. And the soundtrack's <laughs> awesome, and then it says, fuck you, Spawn. Play Ma- Marilyn Manson music. In fucking Comic Sans font. Like oh, yeah. All, all of the names, you know, Spawn itself, the title card looks pretty cool, but all of the names, it's honestly like someone did this. In you know Microsoft Word, so in nineteen ninety six, I feel like any somebody was working on that film in spite of themselves would be yeah. like, oh, you know what, I really like Spawn. Why are they wrecking it with the movie? It's like, well, they gave me the job. I'm gonna fuck it up for them. So yeah. before we talk about Spawn more, and, and the animated version came out the same year, by the which way, is yeah. way which is way fucking better, so man. Much better. So much better, way better. But we're talking Dread. Yeah. Do you want to put these two up against Judge each other? Dredd, I really. kind of do. Judge, you know, yeah, I, I think I might nominate that. that. Dread, Spawn, Dread, Judge Dread. Go ahead. Go ahead. Against we're gonna put those two against each other. Yeah. Dread and Judge Dread. Dread. No, no. no. Judge Dread. Yeah. And Spawn. 1995 up against Spawn. 96. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with fucking <laughs> when John Leguizamo yeah. is like your acting heavy hitter. <laughs> you're in fucking real trouble. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I you're wanna... in some Michael... kind of a yeah. fucking danger. Michael zone. J. White was entirely, and I like Michael J. White. I think yeah. he's a cool cat, mm-hmm. but like. He was he's he's the king of sequels, first of all. Like when the when the star doesn't come back, you put in Michael, <laughs> put in Michael J. White. J. White. But they literally hired this guy for his fucking voice in this movie. Like they literally did, because some of the quote unquote acting and again, as a Michael J. White supporter per se, I'm not gonna say fan, but as a supporter <laughs> of uh, the the acting acumen in the human part of this film before he's burnt to shit and you can't tell if he's emoting anyway and you can just hear his voice which is a wonderful delivery um is horrid horrid it's like you might as well have just had a cardboard cutout of michael j white with him offset it would have made no difference we talked about the lateral coffee cup pass off air oh yeah he gets in the car and just like you know the, the best friend that marries his wife with, later with, is just with like the, here the, have yeah, this coffee the, this full hot coffee with the milf hunter fucking yeah. goatee yep oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a and deep it, cut it's like right they there. took they, like they took everything from like what the comic books was and just chat all over it. Yeah. All right, like, even even as a kid being super stoked about this yeah, movie, yeah. when you, like I th- I always thought that Spawn's mask was like one of the coolest parts totally. about it. Oh my God. And then they spend the entire fucking movie with that burn, burn gross <laughs> like and, and 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 they made all the other Spawns look like him. And you can't even you can't even emote through that that fucking like inch thick of, yeah. of burnt skin. Yeah. Well, maybe face. he was. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe you could. You know. You know. You know. You know. Really pissed me off about that movie. Could and just was <laughs> like one of the greatest. Like when you read the comic, one of the greatest like attributes of like every page was how like red and vibrant everything looked with like mm. his cape. You know what I mean? The mm. cape sprawled out like it was a fucking smoke on tables yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And then you watch this movie, and the cape is like, out three times. It's like cherry jello. When he when he, when he when he yeah like. when yeah when he runs across the bridge. Mm. 
When he flies uh, down when in he, the middle when of he, that when gala. He, when he ri- yeah, yep. when he flies down the middle of the gala. Sorry, four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Middle of the gala, uh, riding the motorcycle, and the very end. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But in the and comic, when he's riding the motorcycle, it just covers him and turns black anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was weird. That was like reminiscent of like Nightmare on Elm Street 5, yeah. where like he sees all those holes going to the one guy and turns him into the bike. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's kind of cool, but not for this movie. <laughs> and like, and I'm gonna t- and I'm going to tell you why Judge Dredd gets my vote. Mm-hmm. Uh... Because the first time you see him is they're shooting rounds at 300 meters. <laughs> they're only lethal at 200 meters. <laughs> You're safe. So what are you doing down there, Judge Hershey? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for backup? It's you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that is how Dread, because off the top, it's just like black spandex, dick plate. Black oh, spandex yeah. that top, plate is on shoulder, yeah. gold Just fucking shoulder pads, to see. <laughs> fucking helmet. He's, he's, like a, he's like an English king. Like he's just like, <laughs> and I could see see Stallone just being like, you you double that dick plate. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted dick I remember, I remember as a kid as well. It was the first continuity mistake I ever caught. Uh, was when at one scene where. Him and Rob, Sh- fucking him and Rob Schneider, are uh, <laughs> Rob Schneider. You know, it, it was as if like they met on the set of Demolition Man, and he was just like, "I like you. We're gonna make movies together." And then they're like, "They're like, we're gonna fucking." Your Stallone sounds awkwardly close to Yogi Bear, <laughs> <laughs> who is in turn Stallone. Uh, so um, that's who they should have got. Hey, Robbie, yeah. let's make a movie. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, I'll pay you in picking it basket. Is this scene where three like, shells? He's, run, he's running with the shot. <laughs> he's running with the shotgun, and like they just finished breaking into police headquarters for some reason, and they hop on the bike. Anyway, when he's taking off his stuff, he, he's at first he's in an undershirt, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, when he hops off on the motorcycle and like they start riding away, he's in a fucking blue t-shirt. Mm. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that that, that movie's the- riddled with like jacket continuity. Oh yeah, like yeah. the whole last scene where he's wearing the he's he's wearing a fucking uh, tank top, mm. he gets exploded. He's wearing a t-shirt, and then at the end, he's got a jacket on, mm-hmm. but the jacket's missing a sleeve. And you're like, where did all these parts of your clothes go, dude? Like, this fight is weird. It's like one of those, uh, what companies, those, those commercials, like JCPenney or whatever, where the clothes change throughout the commercial? Or what company is that? It's like that. <laughs> Something like that. It's but um, I wanted to mention, uh, there's a, a guy who's going to pop, his name's going to pop up throughout the course of this uh, episode and it's it's quite interesting that you bring up the continuity thing uh guillermo del toro has a great quote in uh a talk that he did on movie making just in general um where he said the truth about continuity is that anyone who's invested in your film is going to forget pretty much anything that changed like you could have like a blue jacket and then green jacket after a cut and everyone's going to forget everything in like three seconds after a cut anyway Mm. and it's really not going to affect their enjoyment of the film all that much Mm. and i find that so interesting because it is very true yeah if you're invested if you've already made that leap you've suspended your disbelief then it's totally who cares and a great test of that is fucking your favorite movie evil dead 2 evil dead 2 is my favorite (laughs) movie of all time yeah and there's like Every the whole movie is a continuity error. Which, by the way, are you coming back for our choose your own adventure, Evil Dead uh, Two special? Am I invited? Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> Groovy. We need like a million people because there's going to be teams. So, yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. Can I'll I, definitely come back. Can I just say we're talking about continuity errors in terms of like you know um, mm. uh, what what actors were wearing and yeah, stuff like that. Not but like a different recall, person. 
there's that last scene, um, or the last like big fight is in the um, the Statue, like uh, Statue of Liberty. Th- no, 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 in like the gene splicing facility where you're yeah, trying yeah. to make clones of Rico, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So initially, Rico and the judge, uh, like the ruling judge guy, mm-hmm. go into this um, this thing because they're in coups together. They're gonna right. they're gonna pull off this plan. And they bring out that uh, geneticist or whatever that uh, it's a, a lady, um, like dark short, like yeah, short baby, black hair, the, the, the and baby Asian, yeah, 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 and the she's, Asian. And and he's like, you're the no one. edits in this episode, by the way, guys. He's, he's the one that's like, uh, you're the one that testified at my trial saying I was crazy. And then he like touches her face, and she's like, oh fuck this guy, kind of a thing, <laughs> yeah. that kind of a reaction. Then he kills the the ruling judge guy. Mm-hmm. Then he replaces the DNA sample with his own because he's because he's he, he's taking over. He's Rico. Then um, Judge Dredd and uh, and Hershey and uh, Rob Schneider break into the place, <laughs> and then it builds up to this final fight scene where Judge Dredd is fighting Rico. Yeah. And then Hershey is fighting this geneticist for some reason. He's like, what do you do? What do you, do? you know yeah. you hate this guy. They needed, like, they needed a girl fight. That's yeah. like, that's like, co- that's comic classic where it's like, well, the guy's fighting someone and she's a sub character. But she also, Give her another girl to she, fight. But, but yeah. she was also, she slept with Rico though for some reason. When? Who did Hershey? It, it happened in the movie. I don't remember that. Happening. I do because they slept with each other. It was it was because this is the okay, thing. Okay, we're the spending right, way too much time no, no, on no, Judge Dredd Hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, it's okay. I, I would say the winner says Dredd. Okay, well, hang on. Go ahead. Do your do your. Okay, thought. so here's the thing, Sleeps man. With. It was <laughs> uh, he, meets, he meets the genetic chick. Whatever else, fucking <laughs> something happens. Chick. Rob Schneider gets in, you know, starts eating popcorn after he shit his pants from the motorcycle, <laughs> and then. Um, Fucking they, when they go back to it, and he's right before, right when he does the blood thing, it was she's walking around and she's like, just finished getting dressed because he just finished, they just finished fucking. It's very subtle. It's and, very and, subtle, and, and, I mean, and you have to pay attention in the shitty movie. There's not, spend there's, that not like, there's not like there's not like five minutes between her recoiling in disgust and her putting her clothes. Back no, absolutely, on. I know that's the thing. That's like my entire quick, love life that was in my twenties. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> All right, she gentlemen, your votes, Tommy, uh, Judge Dredd or Spawn. Man, I didn't know they were going to go up against each other because I would not have been able to debate the fact that I really do like John. Luguizamo as clown, even yeah, though he's he like, great in that. it's just it's fun as shit to watch him be a weirdo and a goofball in that big suit. And Sheen is basically the same character as Dead Zone. Yeah, like he's <laughs> it's all around the movie is so terrible and unwatchable. Like I can't rewatch that film. But Judge Dredd, I could rewatch oh. every week. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say every day, and no, I was shaking no, no, no. my head. And then when he changed to week, yeah. I was like, I can yeah. watch that on yeah. a weekly basis if I'm into like a hundred movies a week. It's okay. on the top, so I'll go with that. East, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Tommy, I think it's just summed that up the best. John Leguizamo is his performance is the only saving grace in Spawn, mm-hmm, and it, yeah. and that says a lot because it's John Leguizamo. Um, because he's not really that good at anything. Mm. Fucking Luigi. Um, so. <laughs> But Dread as well, like you can rewatch it, and you rewatch it because it's like bad, but it's like fun bad. Mm. You know, it's a classic Stallone '90s action movie. You know what I mean? It's yeah. colorful though. It's really good. The, the sets are pretty. Everything's colorful. It's super fun to watch. And, and there also is like a lot of cool things in it, like the fucking robot special effects oh, and yeah. the gun. This film seems like it's going to be staying in. You don't need to say everything now. <gasps> oh, sorry. You might need to <laughs> mount another argument. Hold on, do it. Spawn, yeah, spawns out. Spawns out. Spawns out. Yeah, spawns out. Okay, spawns it's unanimous. Spawn yeah. is gone. 
What's our next film in? Sir? Next film in is Tales from the Crypt. So to recap, we got Tales, we got Judge Dredd, we got Cowboys and Aliens, which still hasn't been discussed. We got Wanted, which, yeah, I mean, not much to say. And Scott Pilgrim still in. Okay, cool. So 1972's Tales so from the Crypt. So who's seen this movie? Um, Nobody? No, okay. I've not watched okay. this movie. Uh, how, about, how, about tale, how, about, how about Tales from the Crypt gets eliminated like Shawn Michaels in the fucking, what was it, the 94 Royal Rumble? Don't look at oh, the rope. Yeah, just like he walks <laughs> in and gets thrown out. I mean, I I could put it up against There's something. a lot of people but... that hold this film in high regard and say it's a must-watch. Yeah. I am not one of those I people. Just... <laughs> I'm like, what? don't tell me what to do. <laughs> okay, it's origins in pulp comics and these sorts of things. It's really cool. It's the same way that I feel about stuff like, say, for example, The Shadow, although I know that from the radio show with Orson Welles and various other people playing it after Orson Welles was like, fuck this. Um which, thank God, The Shadow isn't on this fucking episode. The Shadow knows. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's something charming about it, I suppose, about Tales from the Crypt in general and, and mm. the, the, the transcendence of the um, of it from its origin to the fact that it's still it, it's still a recognizable brand, you know, basically three generations later. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. also directed two episodes of the series. Yeah. A lot of people so, did. A lot of people were on that series. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. much like um, Twilight Zone. Yeah, this sort of thing. Yeah. That being said, though, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you, East. I, I think I don't even have to put this up against anything. I want it gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's it like it works so much better as a TV series. A I don't know if yeah. I could sit down and watch just like an episodic, you know five yeah. tales from the crypt stories in a row but i'll watch like a you know an 11 minute or you know 15 minute t- to like tales from the crypt story mm-hmm. but i you know i'm not committing that amount of time to to something that's i'll like jump this. into the show for sure i'll definitely w- like rewatch demon night like it's no nobody's <laughs> business that movie's fantastic <laughs> okay. but as far as like yeah, i respect that yeah like like I, well bordello blood's terrible by the way yeah. um but I told you last time you guys were on about the what I brought that home when my grandma was like go go and pick up, pick up rental movie. movies with your with your grandpa and I bring back Tales from the Crypt or Della of Blood so I'm like ooh Tales from the Crypt and I, like Demon Knight was yeah, really. good right it's like okay yeah and then you got this flick like yeah, oh, my, yeah my grandma had explained to me what a bordello was yeah. is that a, is that the one with Dennis Miller <laughs> yeah 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 the lead was Dennis Miller <laughs> there there you go you're like well shit Okay. Questionably in the same jumpsuit from fucking murder at sixteen hundred. Yeah. 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 All right. So John. Yeah. All right. Unanimous. Yeah. I'm yeah. definitely. Uh, I'm we don't even have to right. put it up Con, against anything. Yeah. I feel bad. We'll Ooh. put it up against Judge Dredd for. <laughs> we got a heavy hitter coming in. Uh oh. Oh. Hellboy two. Oh. All right. Man, the Irish crab man. Okay. You know what? You know what? Then I'm gonna go right into this. I want. Because it's a fairly uh, recent one, I want to put Golden Army up against uh, fucking Cowboys and Aliens because I hate that fucking movie. Yeah, okay, I'll yeah. go with this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hell Hellboy. I feel like if you were to have made that movie like five or six years earlier, mm-hmm. uh, e- either uh, uh, Hellboy one or two, uh, you you wouldn't have had the the uh, effects uh, uh, processes nor the budget mm-hmm. to to make something like this yeah. happen. And I think that's. 
That's a problem with a lot of movies that are on this list. They yeah. just came too far before a lot of special effects were mm-hmm. possible to capture the the kind of look and feel of a comic book series. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think there's one that nails it as much as, as Hellboy does. I think uh, Guillermo has, has fucking yeah. knocked both of these ones out of the park visually. Plus, he's just the greatest human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's I think like, come I, to my come and look at all my creatures in my second house <laughs> just for cool shit that I own. Yeah. <laughs> He's he honestly has this uh, way of turning monster movies into something that's enjoyable to people and romantic who, almost yeah, who yeah. don't like monster movies. Like mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of people who like don't really enjoy horror, horror genre, like horror movies. Like it's like that's where I live. So I'll be like, hey man, just slowly inch your way in by watching a Del Toro movie. Mm-hmm. Like go for it. Watch you know watch Mimic. Why the hell not? Like yeah. get your hands on like Pan's Labyrinth and realize that there's drama in involved with all this beauty that was the thing i think it's massive and that's what he did i think with hellboy where he basically took this loved character Mm -hmm. took the content unbelievably seriously yeah like straight down to him writing a journal with mike mcnolan just going i am going to just take your vision and turn it into you know as close to the book as i possibly can without you know harsh black shadows Mm -hmm. and that's what he did and it it just works was it hellboy 2 works yeah you're right the comic is a little bit more noir aesthetically yeah Yeah, you're right but i also think as well like that i think could have worked well though but we'll get back to that sorry i was gonna say you can also see the growth um almost of a like the studio gave him a lot more freedom from Blade ha- Two. I was no, I was no, I was. Gonna, well, yeah. Well, I was going to say from like Pan's la- like Labyrinth kind of on because there's a big difference. Like, yeah. I will say stylistically between <clears throat> Hellboy One and Hellboy Two, yeah. and especially because after like Pan's Labyrinth into Hellboy Two with like uh you know with the whole brother sister like combo mm. and like the raining gold like you were saying earlier mm. you know what i mean oh yeah well i feel Great. like yeah you had your first movie which was like red and blue yeah but the one and it's like nazis but yeah. like everyone gets a movie lit if it's like your villain is nazis all right but the one thing i hates nazis the one thing i will say that i absolutely love about hellboy 2 which is why in my mind it's like just fucking you know doing the clothesline from hell to fucking cowboys and aliens <laughs> is uh the shot at the end when uh, Selma Blair goes, oh, and I'm pregnant. And then it's just like the the frame at the end, like almes like a sitcom freeze frame. Mm. And then the cr- fades to black yeah. and then the credits roll. <laughs> it was like, in my mind, I was like, you just ended this like one of your fucking cartoon movies. Yeah. And it was awesome. Like yeah. you didn't give a fuck and you just let it ride. And you really took that character in a way that you wanted to do it. And fucking hats off to you because you didn't. Like you know, it, it didn't sacrifice anything from. The and the content. actors are actually awake during the filming of this mm-hmm. movie, yeah. <laughs> which you can't say about fucking Harrison Ford or Daniel oh Craig. Oh my god, I mean, they are both like they look like they're on Benadryl. Again, like we were in this ch- fucking movie, we were chatting like about- Nyquil or something. The whole fucking movie. <laughs> the idea of Daniel Craig actually saying yes. This is what we were chatting about earlier. Where it's we're on like, the way up. Yeah, yeah, we're like Daniel Craig took out this. You get to keep the watch. That yeah, was the selling yeah, point. Like, he signed out of this movie so he could be. A, he's like Harrison Ford's in this movie. Great. And then you watch Harrison Ford. and You're like, wow, Harrison Ford. I've never seen him play. He's such not a- in this movie. Yeah, it's like he's there. And then he sh- I've never seen him play such a non-badass character in my. Life. <laughs> you know what I think it was? I think okay, they got Sam Rockwell first because you don't have to pay him that much money, and he's Probably respected. He's, and yeah, he's and he's good. people like to. Yeah. Then you roll that into Daniel Craig. Really, you think you got him before I, Harrison? I think you get Daniel Craig before Harrison. Okay. Uh, 
unless they told Harrison how how little screen time he's going to have to do and how much much money he's going to have. have. That's the whole thing. So it it was like a chain reaction here, I think, that that allowed them to do what they did. Mm -hmm. And I mean, with a budget of 163 million, how much of that really went towards the special effects? Right? right? Like this is in 2011. Like you want to. It was you like know, 161 million for fucking Daniel Craig yeah. and Harrison Ford, <laughs> yeah. mostly Harrison Ford. And Favreau's like a 50 bucks this, for right? Sam Rockwell. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I love Favreau. I think Favreau can direct a movie. Oh, he's but, fantastic. Like yeah. when you look at the names on this, I always say yeah. Rockwell's one of my favorites, period. Yeah, totally. Hands down, he's Favreau one of the best. is brilliant. Like he's you're in, saying, but, how, how many movies is he in on this list if you think about it? Who? Rockwell. Rockwell? Yeah. On this list? I don't know. We'll, no, get, to we'll get to it. I know Buscemi's in two. Yeah, because well, he's well, he's in Turtles, right? As well, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell's in Turtles. Why don't you just reveal the whole list? Oh, well, yeah. That's all I really. That's what you did. That's what you did before. He's do that. Fuck off. That's what you did before too with the '80s Action Week thing. You You're good like, at surprises, huh? And I, hey, you know what? It didn't matter. It didn't fucking matter about '80s Action okay. Week. It doesn't let's, matter. We're gonna let's, let's go on. Okay, here. we're gonna have yeah. a vote, lot of time vote. to talk about a lot of other movies. Cowboy yeah. and Aliens is done. Yeah, five nothing. Yeah. All right, throw it over the top. Rope and over into shit. a table. Le, <laughs> le prochain film, monsieur. Men in Black is coming in. Oh, the first oh, Men in Black. Oh, you know what? Let's let's oh, let's get some more um, uh, some more of these these pieces of shit out of here. <laughs> let's go. This is a pretty good list. What are you talking about? Wanted is still here. Wanted. Oh, you don't like bending bullets with Angelina Jolie? Kill this Curling motherfucker bullets. right now. That's, That's the, the best part of that movie. All the time I've ever heard. And you know what? You know, fuck it. What do we have on yeah. this list right now? Yeah, yeah. Sim. Oh, fuck. Here's two that we haven't talked about before. Okay. This is what I want to get put out okay. there. Scott Pilgrim versus uh, versus Wanted. Okay. Let's, okay. What, these, these two have been in there since the beginning. We haven't really talked about either of them. Okay. Um, okay. Go so, ahead. You, let's hear uh, your argument. Which one are you going for? Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, what are your thoughts here, sir? I, I guess I would say um, Scott Pilgrim did something that that was uh, a lot stylistically very, yeah, a lot different. Uh, and I think Wanted. Uh, now, granted, I haven't looked at the comics, but I'm I'm sure it's mm-hmm. probably it's a little bit more of a Hollywoody kind of kind of. Um, uh, take on the comics, I would only imagine, see, you know, looking at, at the movie, yeah. it's a little bit fucking <laughs> over the top, maybe. Well, yeah. I will, what what studio same... was that? What studio came... I think it's Warner Brothers. Wanted, no, the Wanted Comics. Oh, oh. Um, I'm trying to think. Was it... Is this is an interesting interesting style, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Debange, uh, you got that there, sir? Yeah, I, it's um, I, Top it, Cow Comics, Mark oh, Millar. Top Cow put it out. I will, okay. You yeah, know what? Yeah. I, will, I, will, I, will, I will defend Wanted on this. Yeah, I was um, actually going and to I'm as gonna, well. And I'm going to say, um, absolutely, Scott Pilgrim did some really cool things. But you know what was really awesome about Wanted, which I hadn't really... Because uh, I saw Wanted, I'm pretty sure, before I saw Scott Pilgrim. Mm. Yeah, it came out before Scott. Um, and what was really cool about Wanted was the scene where he, right when he quits his job and he uh, grabs at the keyboard mm-hmm. and he fucking smashes it off his best former best friend's head that's banging his girl, like, yeah. his girlfriend, played by and fucking Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, Chris Pratt, and he mm-hmm. fucking smacks the uh, board off of it, and the only letters that you see come over by the screen are "fuck you." Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was really great, and like it's a fairly tongue in cheek movie for yeah, a serious and, and, action yes, flick. Yeah. And uh, but that's the thing. I wouldn't call it a serious action flick because James McAvoy is like... He's having fun. He's having a lot of fun mm-hmm. in it. And also it's one of the... 
one of the drawbacks of him in the movie is him doing an American accent. Mm. Yeah, you know weird. what I mean? It's like, it kicks, Why does it matter when it his in father, quote-unquote, is like English. Hungarian or something? Yeah, yeah right? I, I agree. Yeah. Um, Why does it make a difference? His father's like, hello. But at the same time, like, I, I knew I could check my brain off when it came to, like, um, you know, edits and all that shit. As when you see a bullet go through and, like, move around buildings yeah, and stuff cool. like that. I'm like, okay, I'm clocked out. It's like fucking action fantasy. It's like, it doesn't matter. Well, we mm. talked about on the Hacker movie Battle Royale, the, um, although it is not. Uh, nearly as important now how ambitious something like bullet time was at the time for the matrix right. and say for example an ex- uh, just a little tweak in a plot where it's the idea of these assassins who can bend bullets or curve bullets we keep saying bend but curve bullet mm-hmm. uh, uh trajectories yeah. where you know like and that plays an interesting role when when she does the final big like kill all the assassins one yeah once and, like yeah. all the way around that big and, and when shot. they're like they're on the train and it's almost too uh yeah. too far to shoot it and so forth like there, there's there's something that's fun about that also if you look at the success of these two films, one kind of mimics a video game in some points in terms of style. The other actually has a video game. Right. I actually, you're right. I, I would go with the whole Matrix wanted thing as well. It yeah. was on my mind when I was watching it because yeah. I found that it's almost you're taking this guy out of his mundane life and mm-hmm. putting him into a huge adventure. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of the idea and the appeal, I think, to a lot of audience members when you're watching this character because it's such a great plot. Right. It's the it's like the overall like. Uh, basic writing plot of an adventure story. It's like somebody who dreams of a different life gets taken and put into this different life, but the different life, you can make anything. Mm-hmm. And in Wanted, I think the the world that they created wasn't like so far-fetched and like, you know, like mm-hmm. as fantasy as like The Matrix was, but it definitely had that reminiscent idea, like, mm-hmm. you know, shitty business life, put them out there. Plus the idea, I love that they're, the, the whole, um, what is it, like a... What are the machines? What are they making? What are, what oh, are they it's doing? It's like a loom. Yeah. Something. And yeah. it's like, it's like it's, <laughs> and everyone's name is on the list. Yeah. There's Monks like, made it. And, and then they manipulate it at the end or whatever. I, I like how cheesy that is. Like, yeah. I like a good cheesy action premise. Like, we're taking our directions from a sewing machine. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> But then, okay, like, uh, Scott Pilgrim Scott, is a great flick, Scott though. Scott Pilgrim and is like, very yeah. fun, yeah. And, like, now rewatching it in preparation for this episode, I did get a little weepy seeing Honest Ed's in the background. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. R.I.P. It, it, <laughs> yeah, right, it hits yeah. home, too, right? Everything, every little the cathedral. Uh, stop that yeah, they Yeah, the, they're at the cathedral. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is oh. like, oh, man, so true. Yeah. But at the same time, how like, many of our young bands got extorted in that place? <laughs> oh, for sure. But again, but again, if this, if this, you want to play Holy Joe's for free, kid, you're going to be big. But, but I will, you know. But I will say, like, when it comes to this tournament, that like, if it comes to rewatchability, I've rewatched Wanted more than I've watched rewatched Scott Pilgrim. Okay. So, Devin, you want to kick us off? Because you nominated these two films. So, Scott yeah. Pilgrim or Wanted? So. Yeah, I mean, Scott Pilgrim for me, I mean, Wanted still feels like so, I don't know, so janky. Yeah. Like, the plot is is very, like, after these moments that, that, you know, that you guys are talking about here, it gets into this convoluted, like, accidentally kills the wrong guy, then they send him on another mission, but then they want him to get killed as well. It's just, it's... Well, they put him in the soap. Too much they got me. the soap. And like they bring him out of this mundane life just to almost immediately decide that he needs to die. Like, well, no, they bring know. him out because he's like the only one that can kill his own father. 
Yeah, it's because of his heart rate. Yeah, heart rate makes no sense. That's the whole point. That's why it's fun. We're taking directions from a sewing machine. Your heart rate is the only one that like it goes so high and you don't die, so you can kill this person, etc. And you can shoot the wings off of a a fly. Yeah, and the whole kill this motherfucker now, Morgan Freeman delivery. That's one of the best deliveries I've heard from. In any case, so you're going Scott Pilgrim. I would go Scott. You're going Scott. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I would watch Scott Pilgrim more than I would want I'm I'm gonna take wanted. I'm gonna uh, you know I love Scott Pilgrim, and I I want to be clear. I've maybe only watched Wanted twice, but I I there's something about it that I just putting these two movies up against each other. I kind of after us talking now, I I would rather rewatch Wanted right now. I'm more excited that's, about the yeah. potential for rewatching and, Wanted, and, that's the, and than, that's the only reason why I'm even going. People are listening and being like, "Fuck, fuck this fuck. fucking guy!" No, I know, no, but no, but you. no, but yeah, at the sure. same time, like. I watched Scott. I remember being in the theater for Scott Pilgrim, and it was like in a small like, town called Toronto, and like the whole theater being like, yeah, yeah. just, yeah. And just you like slipping I mean? your hand down your okay. pants real subtly, oh, being yeah, like, oh, Toronto. Tell me more. Yeah, no, but I mean, but like, you don't have to be a fake American sitting in this movie. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? It was it was great, but at the same time, there was a lot of great things about it. it doesn't change the fact that again, I've. Sh- I've gotten high more times and watched Wanted than I've gotten high and watched Scott Pilgrim. Okay. So, East, you're going with Wanted? Fuck so it's two, yeah, Wanted. Two. Tommy, um, bring us home. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I mean, seeing Scott Pilgrim in theaters, you're right. There was an experience, and the experience is with the crowd. But I also feel, as far as a movie goes, like, I enjoyed it, but I really can't stand Michael Sarah, and that's where I stand on it. Oh, I just, I know how it sounds out there. A lot of people will probably oh, just hate no. me on it, but me and Michael Sarah, we just, we don't have that click. We don't have that connection. I, and watching him in this movie was just sort of like, hey, he's in another movie. Dude, that's this one, the only flicks and, I don't mind. You're Michael not, this Sarah, is though. an arrested yeah. development. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. One of the only few flicks I don't mind him in you know what i like it i i ultimately like i like the movie i do and i thought i did something uh unique with you know a lot of the graphics and making it like you're watching a full-on video game and it's all sort of inside his head and played out very much like the comic book and it's very true to the comic book which is very cool um but yeah again like for watchability i've seen it twice and i've seen wanted like maybe six times because it's a full-on action movie and i sit i i'm strong with action films like that's where i'm at i have to go with wanted goodbye scott pilgrim (laughs) is anyone using their veto I won't. This is the first uh, contentious one. My on Scott <laughs> All right, <laughs> I like the movie. But I'm not vetoing for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then wanted. No, wow. All right, then we wanted. Got a, <laughs> we got another real heavy hitter coming in. Uh-oh. Oh boy, what do we got? The mask. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. All right. God, I don't care. I love this fucking movie. <laughs> chick, chicky, boom. Chick, chicky, boom. Chick, chicky, boom. All right, then. I, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this one, gentlemen. Ooh. Yeah, what are you gonna do? The mask mm-hmm. versus Men in Black. Oh, oh, I had a feeling we were gonna do that too. Childhood, childhood, childhood. I I don't know. I don't think this is this is a difficult one whatsoever. No. I mean, Men in Black One is the is mm. the the real like that was the the before, great one yeah. of the series. Yeah. That was fantastic. Vincent D'Onofrio as but at the oh, D'Onofrio was, was, was so great. Skin, the alien in the Edgar suit. Guy. Yeah, man. Sugar, <laughs> water, more, 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 more. Is that better? <laughs> but, at, but at the same time, I can't help but like think like you know fucking Will Smith sitting on the bench. Uh, about you know deciding between Men in Black and fucking The Mask because The Mask is just like 
fuck, man, it's so cartoony and good. And when he gets the when he first puts the mask on and shit, and he goes to the restaurant, and he's the dog face and shit. It's good. It was great. It was shit. great. And shit. <laughs> no, but seriously though, and like, if you want to talk about comic book adaptation, Men in Black to fucking. That I'm movie. A black one, though. I'm giving yeah. you. I'm giving you a real fucking look. Yeah, I know. If now. you're about to say that it's like 100 percent like the comic book, you're way off. on either <laughs> front. Yeah, because the mask zero. Please continue though. <laughs> I'm easy, <laughs> easy. We're all ready to like jump on Easter. I know. The, you know what? I'm Don't not gonna fucking it say it. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I got the screwdriver now, son. You know what? Fine. I'm not gonna defend the mask. Let's just, let's just have a Men in Black just fucking coming into <laughs> no. a sweep. Then I don't give no, a shit. No, no, no. Let's matter. I want to know your thoughts on the mask. Like I love the mask. I'll defend it. Die hard, Mopey. Because I was gonna. Oh, shut the fuck. He does that here too. Hey, just come to a podcast. Have a few laughs. Norman, please. We kid because we love. Well, he loves. I'm very mean to you, but that's just normal, man. Because I love you. Please. All I was going to say mm-hmm. is that one thing about different in the mask, even its shitty sequel, is that at least it was a different. It followed suit with like um, a different character, every different kind of movie. Whereas in Men in I Black, see. it's like it's J and K, but they're not even really like J and K. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least the max the mask nice. went with you know. It kept the city, mm. and it kept a lot of, like, really cool cartoony elements, and a lot of, like, a couple of things as well, like the sledgehammer and stuff like that, and him dumping up and ground, like, up and down in the hallway and stuff like that was very similar to, um, like, a couple of scenes that happened in the comic, whereas in Men in Black, you really didn't have that, and the only ones you did were on the Marvel Comics re-release, which don't count in this podcast. Okay, so that's that's your rules. You, the mask, the mask you make the up. fucking rules here. You're in right a, though, because it is the indie. Yeah. In a period of time where swing came back for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was, was a great time. People were really into ska at that there. point. Man, was ska like, was like making this boom, and everyone's like, you know, what would be great in this movie? Yeah. A fucking dance number with zoot suits and a big green head and Cameron Diaz. Who's that? Nobody knows, but she's beautiful. Oh yeah. It was, it was yeah. a period of like one or two years where swing. Music was just all of a sudden mainstream. <laughs> yeah, it was again. like it, it's and like in Swingers, man. Swingers is a great is a great like time capsule of that swing night like early nineties shit. Yeah, like those those like bowling shirts, those button up ones. Oh yeah, like that. I I don't know. It's just it it. Like, it became dated almost a year and a half later. Mm-hmm. Like, almost, you know, immediately as that trend just yeah. disappeared. <laughs> I, I guess just as, point as out, soon as Gap sorry. went from, like, everybody in khakis to, like, the next thing, <laughs> it, it was gone. Yeah. Swing was just gone from the fucking public consciousness. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And... and Men in Black is is um, yeah. I don't know I I've I've re, I rewatched this movie recently yeah um, uh, it's Cottage a great movie. And, it, and it's just fucking it holds up so well yeah. don't push the red oh button is like the most memorable thing for me in that film and oh, it's yeah. like yeah. remember yeah. that red button push yeah it, right the yeah. noisy cricket joke the noisy that's cricket oh, it's great Tony Shalhoub or whatever only, getting his head blown off yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only clear joke the joke that stays clear in my mind from the mask out of that entire film which i've seen way more times than men in black because i was a small child when when these two films came out mm. um and when you were a child you go with the green-faced man every time yep. <laughs> um the only line that i can remember from the mask is put down the cheese and get the keys 
That's the only line that I can remember. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, they, they, I thought that scene, though, like, and it still sticks out of my mind because it was so cartoony and over the top, and I just love cartoony, over the top shit. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel like when movies use a, have a great use of color mm. and with their lighting, they really like it. I'm like a moth. I'm like, I'm into it. Yeah, tell me more. Like when he breaks into that, uh, that auto body shop and he's like, hold on to your lug nuts. It's time for an overhaul. And then yeah. spins around and shoves those things straight up those guys' asses. Mm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like sodomy. This is funny. <laughs> that was me as a kid being like, this is a great idea. This yeah. is super fun. You're getting everybody into it. But you're right. If you watch that comparatively up against something like a monster of Men in Black, mm-hmm. Men in Black is going to win every time. Your villain's fantastic. Your two characters, even though Will Smith's still learning how to act in this movie, is still, you know, really good. Yeah. And Tommy Lee Jones is the straight man. It's perfect. It's like everything is stone cold face, right? Mm-hmm. And the yeah. delivery He's is a hilarious. fantastic straight man. So and it's funny. so hard to be a good straight man up against someone who is such a even you know you're saying he's still learning to act yeah. per se he's still will smith has this magnetic presence mm-hmm. it's like you could put will smith in like i don't know a commercial for you know genital herpes and i would watch it on fucking repeat like there's something about like you know <laughs> he here, would here give are, you herpes here are the here are the warning signs and yeah. i'd be like tell me will smith please <laughs> you know <laughs> he knows. You know what I, I mean, also. The, oh, sorry, Devin. You the, go. Oh, I. I mean, beyond just Will Smith. I mean, Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, Vincent D'Onofrio, mm-hmm. Rip Torn, and Linda Florentino. Every yeah. one of those people, I would say, if yeah. they're in a movie that does elevate it a little bit. But what, I don't know. what else have you really loved, Linda uh, Fiorentino? And besides Dogma. 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 Besides Dogma, that was yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. What else has she been in? Jade. I don't know. <laughs> With, but uh, yeah, she's fantastic in this film. Yeah. And then her being the, the, the new partner at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I, which didn't really carry over no. into the sequel. Which nope. to me, I was just, like, and then yeah. they just like write her off yeah, with one like, one line of exposition. In the next at least, movie. Hey, at least they ro- she wanted to go back to her life. At so le- at least, <laughs> hey, at least they wrote her Zap. off. You know what I mean? They didn't even have to really do that. Well, the whole mm-hmm. opening about the second one is about finding a partner. I would have yeah. liked if they were just like, she's dead. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we've also, we've got, also got music by Danny Elfman. Yeah, oh my god, and, that score's fantastic um, too. Uh, yeah. Even though and he, he does that kind of work really well. Yeah. Spielberg, even though he wasn't directing Spielberg Elfman as fan, an executive I producer, I do like the yeah. to it. Uh, in every way, <laughs> this yeah. movie what? eclipses the mask yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. It's it's so much of a. Mm-hmm. Plus, if I gotta watch either Will Smith dance or or again Jim Carrey dance, it's it's Will every time. I'm sorry. Well, I mean it's that's true. the thing. You get Will I'd rather Smith. watch Tommy dance. Yeah. <laughs> you get Will Smith with Tommy Lee Jones, and then you have Jim Carrey with Richard Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, yeah. Okay, so he, he are we the Fox? <laughs> are we going unanimous uh, Men in Black here, gentlemen? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. Absolutely. We gotta put the two together, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got another, another big fucking heavy hitter coming. In. <laughs> the League of Extraordinary. Oh, oh, we've, we've spoken about this yeah. movie. Not we've too spoken long about ago. this on the show before. Oh, we've got the Alan Moore panel. If you guys want to go back and listen to some of our thoughts on that, Nick was in for that one. Um, this is gonna be the last one before our first break, okay? Because yeah, I gotta pee. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. 
Um, can we make this another quick one? We've already spoken about it on another episode, and I think you put it against anything else here. Men in Black, Hellboy 2, Judge Dredd, or Wanted. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is fucking out. Yeah, know? it doesn't even yeah, hold yeah. a candle to any of them. It's, yeah. it's, it's just <laughs> get, I get, think get, it takes the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a movie so bad that it's it ended. It's pretty funny. It ended. No, but dude. Say, no, but it is gets, pretty no, but funny. It gets, but it gets an automatic. It's like the fucking horn swoggle to this fucking match. It's going to lose automatically okay. because the reason fucking why is because it ended Sean Connery's career. It was so fucking bad. There are two movies that automatically lose in any competition, and that's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and Welcome to Mooseport because it ended the careers of fucking two of the greatest acting like legends going. You're right. Sean the only Connery time Sean Gene Connery Hackney. ever came back in a movie after that was in a picture in the fourth Indiana Jones. <laughs> dad, dad. Well, but he didn't want to come back. Does it count even? Are any of these other movies, do they have a scene where a man is impaled on a set of rhino horns? I'm mm. just saying. Dread <laughs> no. had cannibals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul. And does any, does any of them have a submarine uh, shaped like a sword? <laughs> do, do any of Does any of them have a, a futuristic car for the time? But it does have that Racing Shane West road, guy, Jason. and I don't like him. Yeah, okay, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it, Men in Black has a futuristic car with the fucking Lincoln. That's true. Oh, yeah, okay. The they, out. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, bummer. Well, I mean, there's a ton of futuristic cars in Dread. That's, mm. that's also... <laughs> the entire movie takes place oh, in the future. Also, also, if you want to put it up against Dread, Dread also, for the time. Dread also yeah. has one of my favorite lines, which is, Eat recycled food. <clears throat> You know, oh, it's, it's good, good for the, good it's for the environment. It's okay for you. <laughs> you won't die. <laughs> oh, yeah, see you funny. later, gentlemen. Let's, let's be careful, though, and say Judge Dread because yeah. you have yeah, yeah. Dread, the uh, other one coming up. You the okay. Dread. The be, Judge uh, Dread versus the one I really, really like. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Are I, we unanimous on, yeah, on League? Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Get Goodbye. the fuck out of here. All so, right. do you want Alan Moore is very happy about this quick elimination here. He's just sitting in his basement Fucking! I'll wait for him to fucking tweet brooding. at me, being like Anthony. Thank you very much. Do you want to reveal the next yeah, one that. and let people think about it? Let people stew over it during for the like break twelve or, seconds while yeah. we go to break and say something about the next upcoming episodes. <laughs> or do you want to just leave it? Yeah, sure. Let's reveal it. Okay, reveal. <laughs> and this is this is going to be a heartbreaker coming oh, up yeah. after the break. Ooh. I feel because we have the crow. Coming in. So we've got, right now, we've got The Crow, Men in Black, Hellboy 2, Judge Dredd, and Wanted. This is not easy. In my All right. Mind. Yeah, it is. So, so let's I know take a little break. I know it's going out now. Let's take a little break and then let's just, like, lose. Let's just all have a good cry when we come back. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Comic Book Month again, and every Wednesday we'll have new discussions on some of our favorite comic book films and franchises, with talks on Hellboy, Wolverine, and more, including our Marvel and DC Super Tournament. Join the conversation on Twitter at Mermel Podcast and by hashtagging MoviesRoomMyLife on Twitter and Instagram. Also, revisit episodes from last year's Comic Book Month on our SoundCloud page and subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Does anybody else feel like that coffee was just so strong? Yeah, it was like, super good, strong. Good. I'm, I liked it. Buzzing? Yeah, 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 yeah buzzing big a little bit. time, dude. Woo! 
I'm normally high energy, but right now I'm like high energy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think that was why I was holding the screwdriver for as long as. Literally, you're just gonna stab Tom. <laughs> All right, so we're back, and still on the table is Wanted, Judge Dread, Hellboy Two, The Golden Army, Men in Black, and The Crow. Man, the Crow came in there at the end. Yeah, man. All right, so what's <clears throat> anyone want to nominate one of these films to go up against another film? Norm, you haven't nominated anything. You got a yeah, choice I know. here. I'm trying to look over here again. Have a little nom nom you know nom. No. <laughs> anything you this see one... on this list that's an outlier that shouldn't be in this yeah, contest? Between these ones here, it's got like okay, go the crow with wanted. Okay. All right. Just just to get that out, because again, I'm yeah. I'm not a fan of wanted at all right now. Mm. But at least crow because it fucking bullet whipped your precious oh. Scott Pilgrim. Okay, uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm a little butthurt about that. All right, fuck okay. you. So the crow has fucking the crow was brilliant. Ernie Hudson and Michael Wincott. No, it was dark. Period. Had no onions. No, nope. make you fart big time. <laughs> That's all I have to yeah. say. Oh, man. There ain't no coming back. No. There ain't no this coming back. This is the really real world. There ain't oh, no coming God. back. Mm-hmm. Just, and I love that uh, 73 Ford Thunderbird, man. That's that's like a reason to take it to the end right there. This is the, oh. sor- the source of like a lot of, uh, I, I feel like, inner turmoil between our relationship as roommates here, though. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I've even mentioned it uh, you know that that much before today, but I've tried to watch The Crow maybe mm-hmm. four or five times. I can't get through it. Yeah, I don't like this movie at all. I I don't. I I'm sorry, but but I just I don't know. I can't. Uh... Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Well, let's go to the vote. Would you, would you... <laughs> Norm, you're kicking this off because you nominated yeah. them. So no, I'm, I'm. It's Crow. Crow takes out Wanted easily. Right, let's go. Let's go Devin's direction this well, time. Well, yeah. I mean, Crow or Wanted the two together. No, no, yeah, wanted, wanted. Okay, East. Wow. Uh, G. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. Let me think on this one. Let's go, mm-hmm. fun boy. Yeah, it's obviously at the crow. Uh, Tommy, h- hands down, uh, Brandon Lee's uh, greatest flick. <laughs> better than Rapid Fire. It's a little better than Rapid Fire. Not <laughs> as, actually, maybe not as good as Showdown in Little Tokyo. <laughs> um, yeah, the the crow is going to destroy Wanted. I concur. Oh, actually, oh, sorry, I I misvoted there. As much as I do hate the crow, um, I think Wanted should be out. I think it's a shit movie. Okay. Sorry, I, oh, I, wonderful. Okay. Misunderstanding okay. there. Sorry about that. You're going to try and force yourself to watch yeah, the crow, yeah, actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Wanted's gone. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Fuck that movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. And the crow has a win in an elimination round. I like this. Mm-hmm. So coming in, we've got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. And what's the other shitty one we got in? <laughs> <laughs> That's all relative. Right bud. now on the table, we've got CMNT, The Crow, Men in Black, Hellboy 2, and Judge Dredd. Mm, this is a hard one, this gentlemen. It's pretty tough. Okay, I'm going to say TMNT 2 versus Judge Dredd. Oh, the first oh, I was thinking the TMNT, same. sorry, yeah, versus yeah. Judge Dredd, yeah. Oh, okay. my God. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Judge Dredd? Yeah, because it's going to be Turtles, and I'll tell you why it's going to be Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I'll fucking kill you if you say anything different. No, man, um, because Turtles is actually, I think... Uh, laid it was like a, the textbook for like the perfect the comic book comic yeah book. modern era comic book yeah. movie it really especially is especially on the cheap yeah man really on the cheap um the, the story Henson creature shop 
Oh yeah, my it's, god, yeah. It's told so it's, good. It's told so well and like not to mention fucking Casey Jones is great. April's fucking awesome. That whole like relationship when they're like fucking fighting all the time at the cottage is awesome. Yeah, unlike the third one where he's back and and they look like complete strangers even in their moments of intimacy. Yeah, they're almost like when they're about to kiss, they're almost just like I don't even know. If it's I'm... like you can hear people off screen going, "This is where you kiss." <laughs> okay, um, hold on. But that to was, the but that was like great. you got to really love someone to make out with them after they just murdered a teenager. Let's oh, yeah. just say that. So in the first film, but what I also like love. A and an old man. What I also love a lot is that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, last whole fight sequence with Shredder on the rooftop of the building mm-hmm. is, yep. like, it's not, it's very, like, pretty much panel to panel to the yeah. comic, though, as well, though. Because at the end, the end of the original comic, Shredder dies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So it was, like, it was perfect. It yeah. was, it's probably, like, the... It, Fuck. It's, and they did it with a lot there, less man. exposition than the comic. And I yeah. love the Eastman and Laird comic. We'll be clear <laughs> about this. Remember, we tried to bring it up on the Turtle episode. And, mm. and I was saying, like, oh, have you checked out any of the new IDW stuff? And, and Nick's just like, nope. Nope. Oh, <laughs> we are not talking about IDW today. So, yeah, you know, it's a great comic. Uh, and it's a great adaptation of it because it, it managed to balance the fun of the 80s cartoon. Uh, which I actually saw the all six seasons of for nine bucks yesterday and $9? didn't pick it up because I'm Where? an idiot. <laughs> Shoppers Drug Mart. I'm in. Yeah, Shoppers <laughs> Drug Mart. Shoppers Drug Mart. Shoppers Drug Mart. <laughs> Shoppers Drug Mart. Drug Mart. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, so I got to go back and get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would. I, I want like the one thing about that Ninja Turtles movie that I really, really loved growing up is that it was the first time I ever watched a comic book movie. I think ever mm-hmm. um, that I was really paying attention to. Aside from Batman, now Batman was super dark, but it was also Batman. So you're kind of yep. like you're watching Jack Nicholson be the Jack Joker. Nicholson, yeah, just <laughs> like face paint the whole time. But then mm-hmm. when you're watching like a Ninja Turtles movie, you're like, who are these people? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. All you wanted to see was Ninja Turtles. And then when you finally like. They don't reveal him right away. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the first movies I think where it's like, you know, Batman is like, here's fucking Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, and Superman is like, here's fucking Superman. It's like that kind of idea. And then with the turtles are like, they gave him the mystery to yep. kind of build the character. Yeah. It's like they almost took the character super serious, even though you know it's a ridiculous idea, mm-hmm. which made for a better, way better movie. Do you like penicillin on your pizza? Forgiveness is divine. But never pay full price for late pizza. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> fight, fight, kitchen, kitchen, pork rind, pork rind. All right, it was the first, just kind of unabashedly, <clears throat> like the, just taking the 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 comic material and putting it on screen. Yeah. Without, without really, yeah, putting a filter between. Well, yeah. they there. they did because there's a lot of murder in the comic. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. but yeah. they did this great job. They literally put the comic and the cartoon in a blender and went, "Here's something for the kids." Here's something for the parents, and yeah. and it's pretty. It's just really. T- we're gonna have to, we have to save some because it's gonna probably it's gonna, it's gonna go, go, go to bad a couple yeah. times. Somebody's yeah, yeah. gonna use this to take out another film. Guaranteed. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's a but, fucking uh, heat seeking missile. This, yeah, this fucking <laughs> this movie. But uh, I also wanted to just quickly mention before we vote this this film, like we've talked about the Henson Creature Shop. We've talked about. Um, you know the the crew behind it the in, in past episodes we talked about just like how how much effort was put into this cheap flick to get it to where it is but i just want to mention 
you know, this was a film that they thought that they could do in Hong Kong. This is a Golden Harvest production, to be clear. And when we think Golden Harvest, we think about all these great Kung Fu flicks, like Jackie mm-hmm. Chan flicks and stuff like that. And you don't think about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But when you look at this flick, they could have shot this in Hong Kong. They talked about it. And they said, you know what? No, we're going to New York. We're going to spend that extra money that we probably could have put into, like, you know, something else to make it not such a dark movie. And and, and they invested it in, in you know, uh, in the fight choreography. And that's and that's really respectable. And when you, you talked about that last sequence, when you you take a look at the film and you, you look, all three acts have a... A grand fight sequence mm-hmm. and the grandiose nature of that last fight sequence is predominantly in the emotion and for a child to see that i could understand that you know that's a dialogue driven fight scene in large part oh yeah and and that's really cool you know that that's something that you know because normally a child is like oh i just want to see a bigger explosion or i want to see you know some kung fu or whatever mm-hmm. and we have this amazing fight team here uh that that's a situation where you have these cool, like the rooftop fight sequence that you like uh, with Raphael and all the Foot Clan, and Casey Jones just chilling out listening to the fucking radio. <laughs> yeah. um, that was oh, I love that scene. Right, um, the one-liners aren't wooden in a time where, like, oh, yeah. wooden, wooden one-liners hit an all-new level in the early '90s. And uh, yeah, I, there, there's very few films on this list that can go up against TMNT for me. So my vote's with TMNT, because I haven't voted first in a while, so I'm up. Who wants to go next? Which way are we going? Tommy? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm hands down going for the Turtles, man. Turtles are always going to win on this one. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's if you're going up against Dread, Dread's like memorable. It's Judge fun. Dread. You judge, sorry, Judge Dread. I didn't yeah. even remember what we were going yeah, up no, against. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask yeah. what, the, what we were facing. It's going up against Judge Dread. <laughs> okay. uh, I See, I, I do have a soft spot for Judge Dread because I always found it very watchable. It's like the same reason why I love a lot of futuristic, like dystopia type things. But yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, putting this in a category against, uh, you know, TMMT. Also, when you're mentioning that Raphael fight scene, it's just some of the shots are so dynamic because mm-hmm. they do a lot of wide shots, mm-hmm. which is daring as all hell when you, when have, you have a big, fucking puppet. Yeah, with one. fucking rubber suit. And you're just like, let's do these giant wide shots and we'll show you everything. And then you're kind of like, that almost made it more believable to me yeah. to be like, yeah, of course. <laughs> they keep getting the, the guy that's holding the fucking <laughs> puppet remote, <laughs> the two people yeah. that are holding it to like move back out of the shot. Like, oh, shit, we better like superimpose a water tower over his face. <laughs> Or something, just like anything, just to make him like out of there. But yeah, no, uh, definitely turtles all the way on this one. Yeah, man. Uh, East. In the words of Rob Schneider, Mister, I am the law. Can't. And I'm going with TMNT. Excellent. Let's just get a final tally, Devin. Yeah, TMNT. Norm. Turtles. All right. <laughs> Judge Dread or War. Goodbye, sir. Devonge, what's our next so, film in? The next film in is Men in Black 2. And can I just recommend something off the bat, given what we have on the table right now? Okay. Can we have Men in Black 2 versus Hellboy 2? I like I mean, this. We've got two sequels out there, mm-hmm. and I, you know, um, Ooh, this is I a- think it, w- it would be a shame to put Men in Black 2 against Men in Black 1, because it's fairly obvious that the first mm-hmm. one is going to come out on top. But 2 is uh, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Us, yeah, and uh, Lair Flynn Boyle. Yes. As the villains. Okay. And Rosio Dawson as the love interest. Yeah, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and knows those ones. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Hmm. There's like a bunch of cameos. And, tons and of David Cross makes movie. his palsy reference, which is why I automatically have to fucking, <laughs> you know, mention one for the boys. Thank you, Mr. Cross. Mm. Uh, so my vote's with fucking uh, 
Men in Black 2 by default. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'll still... Just, just by default. Just right there. Yeah, I'll still... If you guys want to fucking go up against it, oh, he, I'm, so, so, I'll still challenge. Just I, a shout-out to your disability, like, brings it home for you? <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's nothing else on this list that makes... Rap- <laughs> Fuck it. There's a, you name me another movie that has the palsy... Okay, Usual Suspects. And even yeah. then, he didn't really have the palsy. He lied about it. So He's fuck faking him. it, yeah. <laughs> what if you're lying Everyone, about never, it the whole time? <laughs> 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 well, I, I, I respect that. <laughs> Uh, wow. Way to bring this fucking conversation to a serious, like, yeah, like stop. A... How are we going to knock that down now? Oh, uh, well, ah, a bunch of assholes. <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> if, man, if Mac and me was in this fucking tournament and I was in a wheelchair, <laughs> fucking that's going all the way. <laughs> Just give him the golden ticket. I don't even care. I don't want to see, I don't want to be on the tour. <laughs> we, we, I, I think we've talked before about, about the sequel rule in reference to like aliens and stuff like yeah. that. Where certain sequels um, flop and world. certain sequels um, really soar, I feel like one major difference is is just in in raising the stakes, you know. Yep. Um, which obviously is difficult to do in both cases because in Men in Black you have the entire universe at stake, and in Hellboy you have the you, entire realm. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but I feel like Hellboy Two does it more effectively. The Tooth Fairies are are a much like scarier. Um, possibility than what the original movie had with just the the um the nazi um mm-hmm. um uh Rio, what were they they were Rasputin? Gonna, yeah they Russia's were gonna, greatest sex machine they were going to take control <laughs> of hellboy right that's all they were going to do and yeah. then they were going to turn earth into hell basically mm. whereas in the second one it's these these like they um, wanted the world to be subservient to them yeah and, and they live in the sewer <laughs> And, and they have and, this weird golden, uh, like, black market. Yeah. I, <laughs> it did expand the world in a really interesting way. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you there. One of the big ones for me with with um, with sequels is that I want to play in the world that we've created with number one. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of it. And I don't want to break the rules from the first one. Don't get me wrong. But I want to... I want to get you know get my hands dirty, so to speak, in that world. I don't just want to stay. The first one has to be a very clear kind of journey, and 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 then you have the opportunity because people have acclimated to the world that you're into to part a little bit and get a little more creative in terms of the subplots and and uh, the aesthetic of it and so forth, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Men in Black Two is is Same almost a kind of a kind of a get the gang back together <laughs> yeah. flick, like uh, like an Ocean's. <laughs> You know, yeah. 13. 13 or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's just like, hey, here's the same characters you know and love. Let's see them do another adventure. Mm. And Hellboy doesn't like... do any beatboxing to any of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, that's the funny thing about that movie is that there's so many moments where they introduce as many uh, cameo characters as they possibly can. It just felt like a Hollywood-type flick, you know, mm. where like they're just like, hey, man, we're going to do this again. Who can we get? And they just get every single yeah, person. Michael kinda, Jackson like, is a fucking yeah, MIB agent. I want to be M. Like, I don't care, man, who you want to be. This scene doesn't make any sense. It doesn't drive the plot. Like, make a movie first. Don't mm. give me any of these cameos unless you absolutely are making yeah. it part of a movie. Whereas in Hellboy... <laughs> make a movie. I make, love the amount a... that we say that on this show. <laughs> make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered making a movie? Have you tried <laughs> film? I mean, but Guillermo is like a serious filmmaker. And yeah. I think that's really... That really shows when you watch Hellboy 2 where it's not just, oh, we're making a sequel to make money. We're going to try and, again, expand the realm. Like you're saying, we're going to try and take these characters and give them a brand new threat. Yeah. And that new threat has to sort of, you know, 
make this character realize new shit about himself. Yeah. And in Men in Black, not so much. On the tail end of Hellboy 2, people were chomping at the bit for a third one and still are to this day. Yeah. On the tail end of Men in Black 2, they were like, okay, we're done. Oh, wait, there's another <laughs> there's one? another one. And there's potentially a fourth one. It's always, yeah. I think it comes with money, too, but right? Third, Obviously, but, but, but I will say the yeah. third, I third one was pretty solid. The third one was yeah. better than the second oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> All right. And if and if we are talking, I mean, Men in Black 2, in terms of box office success, it quadrupled uh, its budget, yeah. whereas Hellboy 2 only doubled up. It was actually not a, like 85 million to 160 million mm-hmm. is not a very strong But the box fact that he made that fucking movie like for $85 that. million dollars is pretty amazing. It's pretty yeah. incredible. Like, yeah. Considering when, when Men in Black is yeah. what? Men in Black was done for $140 million yes. and, grossed, <laughs> and grossed $441. Yeah, yeah. So, unbelievable. Oh. Yeah. Lots of. Uh, so great. It's still Lots making shots for up the date there. on that one, like, man. A, yeah, a, any day of the week, if I can spend less money and double it, or I spend, spend more money and potentially, like, triple it on the strength of Will Smith coming back, I'm not going to put this other film into production until Will Smith, like, signs a contract in fucking blood. <laughs> and I think uh, Hellboy has really uh, found a a, like... Perfect set of like sub A list celebrities who are like who who really shouldn't be, you know. Mm. Pearl, like yeah. Perlman is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. this is a guy who's been role. around for and what since before we were born. This guy was this acting. Guy makeup, Beauty and dude. the Beast. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. And Linda Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom loved great. that fucking show. So did my mom. Uh, my mom was all like, "Oh, Vincent." Uh, David Hyde Pierce, Jeffrey Tambor, yeah. John Hurt. Oh yeah, like, David Hyde Pierce. Everybody that's in this movie is fantastic, and you're probably getting them for a budget. Whereas Tommy Lee Jones and. David High Pierce wasn't in the uh, second one. He only did the voice in the first oh, one. Oh, that sucks. That yeah, sucks big. Sorry, man. I yeah. mean, I had to no, 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 on that. <laughs> but, but whereas Men in Black 2, you're Doug paying Jones. a lot of that that budget straight to Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, which they yeah. both deserve it. But, Absolutely. But, you know, Hellboy has done a great job of doing more with less. Mm. You and know? Perlman probably could have been a real fucking dick about it because at that point it's like, who else is going to be Hellboy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he could have been a real dick, and it is interesting that he came back. And obviously him and Guillermo are still pretty good friends because they're always fucking around <laughs> with the rest of us, being like, oh, maybe a Hellboy three. Well, they do. Well, here's the thing: it's like they did this. It's like they did the first one. They did the two cartoon movies, which are like full length movies with mm. all the actors. Um, except for again, it was Doug Jones. Mm-hmm. David Hyde Pierce only did the first one. Doug Jones uh, was in the suit. Um, yeah. he was the uh, Abe Sabian's like body. Yeah. And he also yeah. did he voice it as well? He didn't voice it. Oh, no, okay. no, he was just the body. Which is like Doug Jones is a really great character actor, but he mm-hmm. just doesn't you know he doesn't have that he, sort of no. anyway. So apparently now celebrity that, and then they do well. and they do two because you know like Ron Perlman's fucking loves the role. Yeah, and like so apparently the rumor now is going around that three's going to happen. Yeah, the rumor is yeah. going around, but it's been going around forever. No, but like, no, but like, uh, Del Toro's like actually putting it out there, being like, it's it's happening. Yeah. Well, now that he's got like Justice League Dark off his plate, and uh, Pacific Rim Two, Two he's yeah. kind of handed off potentially at least the development of it for the time being. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he, you know, if he's freeing up his schedule, is something I'd really like to see. We got a Hellboy panel coming up later this month. So, cool. Yeah. Very cool. With uh, Crystal, are you here for that? No, I don't think you are. Why not, East? <laughs> I, what, I don't is, know. what is wrong with you, man? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I, well, if you want to come by, so, just do it. And I uh, start off this elimination round. Yeah. Just throw Votes. out. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna solidly go with the Golden Army on this yeah. one. Hellboy two. Respect. Yeah. As much as that really is the uh, the better movie, 
Going mib too. Yeah. We, we we limp together. We die together. CP for life. Oh, I'm gonna go with them. Oh, I'm gonna go with them. I'm gonna go with fucking Men in Black too. You and David Cross are like this. You look like him when you shave your head. You know that, right? People literally walk up to me. That is the only celebrity I get. Is hey, you look a lot like yeah, David Cross. David Cross. Yeah. yeah, I loved him in Scary Movie too. That's literally what I get. Oh God, <laughs> right. Devin. Of all of the things that he's been in, that's that's the one that yeah. really resonates in the, the social. It context. looks like the kind of guy that would just try to give himself head. <laughs> Fuck you! I can do this myself. <laughs> and you could, because you can do anything, Tobias. Okay. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hellboy too. I think it's it's. I mean, even just visually, it's a. Fucking yeah, yeah. insane movie on, on half the budget. Yeah, yeah. got to go with Perlman. Yeah, yep. All right, oh, Norm's you. Norm's tying or er, locking this one up. I'm gonna also go Golden Army. Right yep. on. All right. Yep. See you Nothing later, Man in Black Two. Right. No, it's, so. it's it's the it's the right choice. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> it's, uh, like oh, I uh, no 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 no. Okay. Sorry, I just stopped writing things down. So coming in next <laughs> to replace Men in Black 2, we've got Priest. Oh, okay. I want a piece of this one. Let's get some action. Yeah, let's... Uh, you want a piece of that shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. This what are we going to put up against? a piece of my shit. <laughs> piece of something. What have we still got in here, Devin? We've got Golden Army in. We've got it. Golden Army. We've got Men in Black 1. We've got The Crow, TMNT, and Priest. What's going to take it out is what I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is the... Who, who wants the leg lock? What if we? What if? Boy? What if we? What? If we, okay. Well, what? Uh, what have we not heard from in a while? That's in this. Okay. Let's. Uh, let's have some fun here. Let's put priest up against. Let's put it up against men in black. Okay. Men yeah. in black too. No. Yeah. No. Uh, I'll, I'll say off the bat, I'm back. Hang on. on. Hang on. Oh fuck! It dreads out because that would be perfect because you could have Sido versus Sido. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, like. I'm bagging on this movie a lot right off the bat, but Priest wasn't wasn't the fucking worst movie I've ever seen. It's just a completely forgettable movie compared it's, to almost everything on this. It's list. 1984 turned into like some kind of Christian post-apocalyptic motorcycle riding ninja club. Yeah. yeah. With <laughs> vampires everywhere for yeah. some reason. Yeah. And they have a fucking train and Cal Urban is a fucking like trained cowboy or something. <laughs> what's what's the deal with that? And like he steals okay, so basically if if you haven't seen Priest, here's the plot. So um uh Beautiful Mind, schizophrenic character and vision. What the hell is his name? Paul, Paul Bettany. Bettany. Yeah. Um I actually do like Paul Bettany. I really like I Paul Bettany. He, he just lucks out on shitty movies like oh, this and fucking dude. Transcendence or like whatever the fuck it is. This is going to be your breakthrough lead yeah, man Yeah, right. Role. And you're like, you poor bastard. But you're vision now, so yeah. you're Who picks you're your good. scripts That's for you, right. Paul? Yeah. Okay. So Paul Bettany has a brother, and his brother has a family. Okay. Um, it's very Christian. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's a priest. He's part of this ninja priesthood. And he is... Uh, but they're 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 kind of not needed anymore. Is this the gist of it, kind of thing? So, in any case, uh, because there's no more vampires, everyone's like, nope, there's no more vampires or what have you. And he's like, there's totally fucking vampires, everyone. But in any case, so one of the vampires who totally still exists, who's working with one of the priests, like, is basically fucking Drudge Dread as well, right? Um, it kidnaps the uh, the brother's daughter. 
and kills the wife. I think the brother was already dead. Maybe he killed the brother too. Doesn't really matter. And of course, one of the big twists, like fucking always, is that Paul Bettany apparently came in the brother's wife as well or something because it's his daughter. <laughs> okay, or immaculate mm. conception with his sperm or something. But in any case, it's his daughter. It's free sperm. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he he jerked off. Some got on the sheets yeah. and then his brother had sex there something like that she's for holy well he's a priest right so he just had to watch i guess while his brother went at it and i Mm -hmm. guess he just you know took a made a hail mary shot and uh went to catholic school did you (laughs) i haven't seen this film in a while and admittedly i've watched it once but the the motorcycle train scene takes so fucking long (laughs) and it's not even it's like a false third act it gets to the end of that, and then it's like, no, but wait, there's more. And you're like, motherfucker! <laughs> just end like, this. Just... End me. You know what's yeah. sad is I get that I get like, I get priest mixed up with fucking uh, I Frankenstein with uh, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, then that just shows the quality of this film. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I get this confused as well. The comic version with what's the um, is it Preacher? The yeah. Other one with yeah. the, the, TV the priest show, who yeah. has a shotgun. Yeah, but that's um, actually fucking good. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's got kind of the, like a um. And I should sorry. Uh, what's the, um, Keanu movie? Oh, Constantine. Constantine. Yeah. Very, very much that sort of a vibe. Yeah, but John Constantine Whereas, is like a pretty decent fucking character. Yeah. Here. Even, <laughs> even reading through the comic of this, I just, or the comic, uh, synopsis, I just really don't understand how Hollywood can, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love you just putting your hand on your Yeah, like I'm. The most audible uh, thud I've ever Hollywood heard. Hollywood like, can. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, <clears throat> can, if I could read you a, a, sentence from he, he discovers a cave containing the statues of the 12 fallen angels temozarella convinces vascar de guion to give up his body to the what? angel to take revenge against god vascar de guion is discovered by a powerful priest Bethiel, and he discovers that vascar de guion is actually temozarella what, what the fuck? He's what actually the, a pizza. What is this even about? I, I've got I've I've reread this synopsis like four times to try and I I, I still don't oh, understand what this is. So it, it, it's not a big surprise to me that that the movie comes off as as an, an incoherent piece of shit mm-hmm. as well. Okay, because it seems to be based on an incoherent. Well, okay, the comic isn't yeah, bad. For, the comic and, isn't bad. I've read maybe a handful and probably. Of- Poorly Internet versions right. that I may have acquired not legally <laughs> in I, preparation. I for feel this like episode. Hollywood has this rule where they buy up a ton of rights to all yeah. of these little comic. Oh, you have books. a comic? Yeah, it's like, well, here's don't worry, here's some, yeah, we'll take that. And then they're just like, well, what are we going to do for February? Because we have to put something out. Yeah, and, well, well, that's and just, also a lot of first-time yeah. comic writers like that are selling their rights to mm-hmm. big studios. Um, they get kind of they they do two things. They either have stars in their eyes. And they take the most money that's offered by any studio, or they have stars in their eyes, and they take the indie studio that's going to be loyal. And I'm making quotations yeah, right. with my hand, loyal to the source material. And and really, neither of these things are important at this point in your career because you're fucking living in a bachelor apartment, eating craft dinner six days a week. The seventh day, you just don't eat. <laughs> so like Just eat it all on the sixth yeah. and on the seventh day yeah. i went hungry yeah exactly <laughs> so it's it, it, you always hear these comic 
you know, writers who feel as though a lot of their early work that's really revolutionary and fucking punk rock and this and that be like, oh, man, I was just like, you know, thwarted by Hollywood. And it's like, you know, if that was me in that situation, I'd just be like, you know what? I was eating craft dinner six days a week. And on the seventh, I was starving. I was drinking water from the tap. (laughs) So watch the fucking movie. Watch it on Netflix 600 times so I get 12 cents. Yeah, this is how I bought a fucking condo. (laughs) Exactly. No big deal. Just pull a Rob Zombie and be like, if paid for my fucking tour, I don't care what movie I was in. Here's Dragula. Put it in 17 (laughs) movies. It's true. I I feel like the... uh, The the remix was the good one. If you're trying to come up with with artistic integrity in this situation. The brains do Godzilla. Dun, dun. It has... That's, that's all it perfect. is. Perfect, you know. Like bought all of those guys. Fuck a new tour bus. And you know what? You know what pisses me off about that soundtrack, by the way, Godzilla. It's fuck. Sorry, man. Is that fucking Sidebar. deeper underground? Is pretty solid, and so is uh, No Shelter. Hell yeah, No Shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, no Shelter Godzilla remix. I was. I at least would have expected Fu Manchu's cover of Godzilla to be on there. Yeah, that's true. Well, all right, votes, gentlemen. Oh. I, ju- I just want to say one more thing. That this could also be the product of one of those situations where Hollywood buys an, an IP and mm-hmm. then they just buy a random script and then they just go, I don't know, maybe we could put these together. Like a Blade Runner situation? Because it doesn't seem like any of the source material has really come through here except mm-hmm. for a kind of a priest vibe like there are priests that's right, like yeah. that's like the only thing yeah. that is common between the comic and the the um the movie somebody thinks it's a good idea in their in their right mind to be like well i mean a vampire and a priest like a vampire fighting priest kind of like you know back in the day in the hammer films mm-hmm. like yeah it's a great this idea no underworld it, let's yeah. just say yeah, that. Yeah, it just progresses well, they, to the shit they it's... decide they can sell this un- completely unrelated movie to a, an established mm. fan base yeah. of a of another IP and and just you know uh, all right all in a day's work because like, nobody's gonna notice it's like nobody will notice but nobody's gonna watch your fucking movie either yeah all right votes gentlemen priest or Men in Black well, I'm gonna go with Men in Black yeah, too Men in Black. it had the better train scene MIB Norm Men in Black all right yeah. Yeah. it didn't really matter what it came up against right? <laughs> yeah he's taking a dive. All right, coming in the ring, uh, we've got R.I.P.D. Oh, fuck. Oh. I'm staying out of this one. I, oh, you know what? I gotta, I gotta throw, I'm going to throw it into the ring. You're going to throw it in? What are you putting it up against? Um, I mean, what do we got going in there? Who's still, who's still hanging about? I mean, we talked a lot about the Golden Army, right? Mm-hmm. It's got two victories thus far. It's, it's, it's cleaning up. I feel like, I feel like R.I.P.D can't beat anything at all on this list <laughs> so let's just throw it in with the king let's let's go with the uh, tmnt all right gentlemen okay <laughs> let's just compare it okay one um, was a trendsetter one i forgot about three minutes not even 15 <laughs> three minutes after i watched the movie like i wasn't even finished having a poop it was gone yeah I it was agree. gone before the poop was from my body i agree i i i tried watching this movie once mm-hmm. and then it was just like well i have no reason to ever finish this i feel like hollywood for the longest time was trying to make ryan reynolds the star like mm-hmm. the big star yeah and, and they it, should have just made him an anti-star just, like he he's just a really high b-lister that's yeah what, that's, it, if he does that he's got like david duchovny status <laughs> but but if he doesn't if you try and put him 
on a fucking pedestal. It just doesn't work. They keep doing yeah. it over and over Can again. Can we just don't trade you know. Ryan Reynolds for Shia LaBeouf sure. in everything yeah. that Shia LaBeouf has ever been in? Let's just swap him. <laughs> And uh, and then every or because uh, mm, then, then you get Deadpool with with yeah. Shia, uh. that that would just be really neurotic and weird. He'd kill somebody. And be like, just be like do it. <laughs> Although that would make maybe Transformers a little better. Yeah. Well, okay, but yeah. it might make like suburbia more like Adventureland, and it might make Adventureland more like suburbia. But Dead, Deadpool is kind of a living meme, and Shia LaBeouf is kind of a living meme. So they, I don't know, there could even be something there. I don't think Shia's done like all bad movies no, either. I, like I, I feel like he's got. He's got Man, some talent, and he's done some films Lawless. where he, where he's mm. like, yeah, like Respect. if he's if he's playing like side characters, like he was the cabbie in Constantine. I actually liked him in that. Mm. as just sort of the goofy kind of sidekick dude. He was terrible, know, yeah. goofy sidekick in uh, Indiana Jones. It's a weird way to go with that particular character. <laughs> yeah, though. yeah. And I didn't hate him in that movie with Robert Redford. Yeah, you know what? Like, I, I anyways to to be on the side of him, I'd be Robert like, Redford? yeah, he's like a journalist or something. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's just take it to a vote. All right, yeah, I'm going to start this off. RIPD is gone. Yeah, it's yeah. it's totally gone. I wouldn't even defend Teenage the fact Turtles that I. Teenage Turtles are awesome. Yeah. I really oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the fact that I did like uh, Kevin Bacon two, in that movie still... doesn't make any any. Like, no. You fucked up Jeff Bridges' career again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't think anything can fuck up. Not Jeff at all. Bridges no. The seven shot or the seven shot. <laughs> like that didn't even do it, and he was yeah. like fighting God knows what. In that that movie would have been a whole lot better if all the music was done. My maiden. I know. I just if it was him traipsing through the woods with a sword, not knowing what he's hunting, I would have watched the shit out of that movie. Yep. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, TMNT. Yeah, obviously for the win. Oh yeah, yeah. TMNT. All right. for Ninja the Turtles win. all the way. All right, RIPD's gone. So ripped oh, it out. Coming in. Okay. Sound Art excited. school confidential. Ooh. Art school. <laughs> you, Art school. I, I just want to put this out there. Sorry, I had to the say best that. line in the film by far, and I hope that they didn't use it in the trailer, but I feel like they did, is that Malkovich line where he's like, you know, only one out of a thousand of you are going to make any money. If you're looking to make money, go to banker school or website school <laughs> or some kind of school. Like That's a great moment in that film. They didn't effectively really use the murder side plot. It, I feel like it worked a lot better on the pages than it did there. Mm. And this movie, I rewatched it, uh, admittedly, while I was falling asleep. Um, but I, and, and I stayed awake through the whole thing, so, you yeah. know. But it felt like it was forever. I was just praying for it to be over. It's like, please, God, let me sleep. Like, <laughs> like I, you know. I will build a monument in your name if you let this movie, fill, you know, stop in the next five minutes. And and he he did not do that for me. <laughs> I uh, I remember I actually watched this in theaters, and it was one of those movies that I went with a friend of mine because at the time we were actually going to art school. Yeah, and we're like, okay, let's go check this film out and see if they're ripping on us really that hard. Mm-hmm. And they were, and it was great. It was great. <laughs> it was great for the fact that we were like, oh, this is perfect. You're like covering all the bases of every single. Um, like every stereotypical character who's yeah. going through an art school situation and being like, oh, this this person does exist. These characters do exist, yeah. and they do a really good job in this movie portraying those characters. When they cut to the beatnik girl crying, <laughs> yeah, I I actually like uh, the Malkovich thing. Where it's like, so how long have you been doing the, the triangles? <laughs> it's like it took me thirty, 30 years, years to paint this yeah, well. It's, it's <laughs> so good. It's so good. Just like that, this pretentious <laughs> dickhead who's teaching like the the worst kind of I don't know. It's what's I, it going up against? Yeah, what are we putting this up against, gentlemen? Let's 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 keep this rolling with the new All entry. Right. I like this. Uh, you know what? 
Uh, I, I'll, I'll elect it because I, I want to see where Devin goes with it. Oh, sorry. You want one? You want to elect a film? Uh, can we go to a quick break after this one? Sure. I got to run to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> just, just wanted to give it enough space that we can cut that. Out yeah. I, I am going to, I am going to make it a little bit difficult for you though, sir. Devin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put art school confidential up against the crow. Oh, I think that makes it difficult for you. I thought you no, were a fan fuck of... no. Crow's oh. going. Okay, or yeah. Crow is. Oh, sorry. Crow's staying. Like Crow's staying in. Yeah, Crow's staying through. in for me. Because like I don't. I'm not really a huge fan of uh, of the Crow. <clears throat> Art School Confidential was. It's funny, but it's linguistically funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's why Norm yeah. and I are silent this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thinking man's movie, boys. <laughs> I picked the action one. We'll talk about it on our show. I like the face paint. <laughs> I do like when when they're talking about that like guy who becomes a martyr. And yeah. uh, and they're like uh, he got arrested for the like kill a cop whatever equals something else or whatever all these weird paintings that are just like you know murder someone for fun or something all these like that look like they're in blood and then and then he he gets out and he becomes like a celebrity and and then the they're they're telling the story and it's like and that was the last we really heard from him because he he got seriously injured in this weird performance art situation and it just cuts to him with like a battery strapped to his nipples <laughs> yeah. like give him the juice <laughs> <laughs> or that uh i think it's the scene with adam scott where he's sitting in the chair and uh they're just like hey he's like a famous artist at this point mm. and just like so what how, what's it take to become an artist and he's like that's a stupid question that's, yeah that's a stupid question <laughs> you want to be an artist be good or like be good at art like some some ridiculous name it's just like so perfect for him for him to play an asshole in that situation and just shitting on the teachers like everyone was so you know tr- drunk or trying to get with their student or no trying to get something something oh, yeah. something and then they're like except for uh, present company excluded and he's like oh i was gonna say yeah yeah you were too busy trying to like fuck any of the juniors or something <laughs> yeah. in your class like i can't remember the line but Oh, yeah, just, he's just ripping on everyone. He, he was real good. I, I did find it super funny and it's enjoyable. But you're right. I feel like it's a little bit long. And also, if you're mm-hmm. putting it up against the crow, I mean, yeah, that uh, that soundtrack changed the music I listened to between the Cure, like again at age fucking like ten or nine or something like that, or not even eight. I was eight when that movie came out. The Cure, uh, Joy Division cover, and Nine Inch Nails, oh God, Nine Inch yeah. Nails themselves. Um, you know, like the, uh, Rage the, Against the, the Rage, Machine, Pantera, Pantera, the ridiculous uh, Rollins Band. Oh yeah. so much. The shit ridiculous on. camera work and use of miniatures. I'm a sucker for. Oh, too. exactly. It's just like those the, and the, the the flames projected oh on, on on the miniatures. Yeah. And, and then they're like, they're. It, it's, it's got everything that yeah. I would want. I'm crowing this one out. Yeah, and <laughs> and like literally they. Admittedly, they were terrible to their crew. <laughs> Which, if you guys are interested in any of that, go back and listen to the Crow episode I narrated. But uh, yeah, but in any case, so are we unanimous? Crow unanimous? Oh yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Art school's gone, which I didn't even write down, so it's a good thing. Art school. <laughs> and we're going to take a little break so Devin can make a boom boom. <laughs> Coming in after the break, we'll give you a little teaser. Okay. <laughs> the Phantom. Oh, <laughs> I like Swanson. I have so watched it recently, day. and I will say that I may defend this movie over something else on this list. All time. right. Oh, we'll be right. Oh, I never say we'll be right back. Uh, break. <laughs> we'll, <after> the- <laughs> we'll be right break. We'll be right. Be right. Hi, guys. Don't forget to go over to facebook.com slash movies are in my life. Uh, and vote on this week's poll question. Which is your favorite movie based on an independent comic? 
Mine is barbed wire. Check it out. Okay, so we're back. Devin, how was your poop? Oh, it was good. All right. Memorable. More, more memorable than, than what, 2011's priest. I would actually like to put your poop up against 2011's priest. <laughs> I don't even know if it was 2011, actually. You know what? I, haven't even, I, I can't even remember. <laughs> you, yeah, know what? You, know, you know what? You know what? I, haven't, I didn't see this poop, nor have you really got into describing... Uh, how good the poop went, and I will still guarantee you it's better than fucking Priest. I'll be honest, I flushed without even looking, so <laughs> it's like, I don't even care how this, how good this poop was, it's still better than Priest. <laughs> what, what was the film that we brought in? <laughs> okay, so right what, now, what we right in? now in the ring, we've got The Phantom, TMNT, yeah, The Phantom. Crow, Men in Black, and Hellboy 2. Okay, I'm going to uh, I'm going to bring in a real heartbreaker here for you, gentlemen. Mm. Uh, I'm going to put the Phantom up against the Golden Army. That's mm. not a very fair matchup, man. No, it's I don't not. know. I don't I'm know still going to go really Golden Army. As much as I love yeah. the Phantom, and I love like again like the uh, microscope kill with the mm-hmm. fucking thing, and as much as you guys were laughing at me for liking this scene, but I like the whole fucking double gun scene. Oh, God. When he's standing on the thing, that, I like that. That mm-hmm. whole sequence, man. It's just yeah. like Billy Zane never holding or shooting a gun ever. Yeah, <laughs> just so scared of pulling the trigger, but doing it. And he's supposed to be able to do it over and over again, which makes sense to me if you know what kind of movie the phantom is mm. one of the the funniest things about the phantom for me is the this idea of like ongoing lineage but not just ongoing lineage with our hero so it's not just like okay one phantom dies the other the son who was off at school in america has to return home to immediately become the purple jungle phantom um <laughs> but he's got a dog yeah with with a, with a dog yeah <gasps> a wolf that yeah. speaks to a horse by yeah. the way yeah perfect um that the pirates also have a lineage and they have the same goddamn name. It's like, I am Kabai Sang, descendant of the great Kabai Sang. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you just like, even Kim Jong-un like, yeah, kind of changed it up? <laughs> well, like, well, yeah, like you figure you go back and you look at Mortal Kombat and it's like, I'm Liu Kang, descendant of Kung Lao. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we got it. You're two different people. Two, two different people. Yeah. But all I'm picturing is just all these different versions yeah. through the years, just like one in like a white wig and then like... <laughs> You know, <laughs> there's a bald one with a super long mustache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I th- I think it's like there's so many like, and the one now is just wearing like an oversized Canada Goose jacket for some reason. <laughs> and, and he's, he's sitting in a corner with like straight up glasses, a sweet gold chain, and he has like a lot of bodyguards. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the last guy in the video game. Gold teeth. Yeah, <laughs> I I love that lineage part in the movie too. Like the idea that. You know, oh, I killed this one person. Yeah, like, James Raymar yeah, is like wearing the fucking he's belt. He's got the belt because he's like, I killed you long ago. I put, you know, I stuck a 12 inch blade in his back right up to the hilt. Like that whole line, I'm going, cool, man. Sounds like, hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really did it. And then. And then he's like, no, you killed my father in the yeah. end. Is that whole, like, you know, Princess Bride yeah. situation where yeah. he's like, you killed my father, prepare to die. And you, you kind of get that idea that they're going to have a better battle, but it doesn't really they, turn out to yeah, be like. They don't. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the, um, the ghost dad is pretty funny. Yeah. I like ghost dad showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with another ghost, <laughs> ghost dad. dad. <laughs> and uh, last thing I'll mention is James Raymar when he, he they're first going to 
get whatever relic, the skull mm-hmm. relic, and um, and he's like, there's this rickety old bridge, and he's like, okay, little like Aboriginal yeah, child, yeah, get in yeah, and drive this yeah, cart across the <laughs> rickety old bridge. That's what got me into the movie. Yeah, like I was like, yeah. I didn't know if I was going to be into this movie mm-hmm. in the first ten minutes, and then when that kid's driving the truck, I'm like, yeah. wait, why is he driving the truck? And they cut to them on the other side yeah, of the yeah, yeah, bridge. Yeah. I'm like, they are evil, <laughs> and no one can call him the Phantom in this entire movie. It's always Ghost Who Walks. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, Ghost Who Walks. Which sounds so much cooler than The Phantom. Yeah, but if you named a movie The Ghost Who Walks, it would be like, yeah. you know, no, no, less no, people are going to see that movie Slam than already evil. did. Yeah. Well, that right there is your problem. Well, but that's what, that's what the movie should have been called. What it is on the front cover, it should have yeah. been The Phantom Slams Evil. That could, be, that could be, like, you know, at least a half dozen, like, you know, weirdo dudes are going to go into the store, think that they're in the X-rated section, be like, "This is That's purple, what I was about to purple say, cover, yeah. mask, slam, yeah, evil." You want to drive up your viewability? Evil. That's what you do. He slams evil. What's yeah. evil? And then you're like, "Ooh, Catherine G- Zeta Jones, like Christy Swanson. <laughs> Christy Swanson. Maybe this is like a Mr. Skin recut. I don't know what's going on here." But in any case. Um, so, so but, you're going to put this up against the I Golden I put this Army? up against the Golden Army. This is tough. Yeah, and, and the reason that I did it is because, well, like, I saw this movie uh, at, at around age 10, and uh, and I, I had a really strong uh, connection to it because, as you know, it's over there. It's over on our, our DVD shelf. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, I've watched it a ton of times, and to be honest, I remember it really well, and I don't... I didn't rewatch the Golden Army leading up to this. I rewatched the first Hellboy, um, and I still like in my heart of hearts know, even with all my love for the Phantom, uh, I know that that it, it's going. And you know, I why would you do this? Yeah. <laughs> Saboteur. <laughs> I just yeah, I want to see. I I, I want to see what this does for you because Tommy, you just watched it, so you're like yeah, you're, I'm, you're, I'm like on this. You're film, high man. on I'm, Phantom hype. I'm gonna, right really now. Am. Can I can I can I cast my vote? Yeah, right sure, now do if you it. don't mind, I'm gonna actually go Phantom. Okay, are you? Yeah, I mean, right. also because you know, I'm not gonna lie, I I, I love I, the Phantom. I have the same feeling as you do, though, because like I watched it when I was a kid. I watched it a couple, watched it a, like a handful of times when I was mm. a kid. Also, because I told these guys because I played the video game for Genesis quite yeah, a bit, yeah, yeah. which was actually pretty fun, pretty good game. Um, for a movie game, yeah. Well, kind of, because it was the Phantom 2099. Yeah, yes. but it's the same property, right? That's oh, like yeah. they couldn't get that game going unless they had a movie. Going. Um, so, like, I liked the game, and the movie was just fun, and it's fucking, like, it, it the movie at least kind of, like, movie, like, it knows what it is, and it gets my vote. I'm going to go with it. I think that's the funny part that you say it knows what it is, because people going into it probably didn't know what it was. No. <laughs> like, I think that's why, for one, when you're watching this movie, you're kind of like, what the hell is going on? Why is everyone overacting? This is crazy. But then if you don't understand what a serial is, yeah. the first opening like sequence of this film explaining to you the origins of the Phantom and doing it in like 30 seconds yeah. of like pirates fighting, young boy goes to island, tribe dances, he gets a ring, everyone's now going to take the Phantom down. Like this yeah. is sort of the deal. And I was into that because it's like what kind of way can you raise the stakes throughout the film? There's your MacGuffin with like a bunch the of the skulls and him having like the fourth one. You kind of got it while watching it. Yeah, but like, you knew it was coming. That's his revelation as to why he's... He has the remote control. Yeah, and like I love that part. I was like, man, this is hokey for the reason of being <clears throat> hokey. It's, yeah, it's the Indiana Jones of superhero films as yeah. we said off air. And it's great in that way. Um, 
And you mentioned, Tommy, off-air, that great... Uh, or no, it was you, East, the the scene with the... Uh, hey, look into this uh, microscope. Oh, yeah, I, I said it as well here. Yeah, that was, that's yeah, another reason why I'm voting for it. With, with the knives going into the eyes. It's, it's yeah. great. Because when I watched it when I was a kid, it's because of that scene that in every movie I watch now, even if it's like a hardcore drama and they put their eyes to a microscope, and just like, come on, spikes! <laughs> <laughs> you know, Inception, bring him in! You know, like... Be great, but I'm, it's like Grey's Anatomy or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I would say putting this movie up against like a beast like the Golden Army, though. Like I, I could talk highly about the Golden Army forever. I feel like I'd have to explain to people why I like the Phantom. Yeah, and and I don't think it's a universally loved movie. Obviously, it's not no. going to be that kind of movie that people really, really want to enjoy and like go to. But I mean, as somebody who just watched and was like, yeah, I mean, there's. He jumps off a plane onto a horse yeah. and then saves a girl's life. A horse that's been directed to go there by a dog. By a dog. By the wolf. <laughs> by a wolf, I'm sorry. And I'm like, if you're not on board at that point, you, fuck you. You're dead to me. <laughs> this is where the movie is, and I'm accepting this. So, I mean, uh, you know what? The Golden Army has had a good run. Screw it. I'm going to say the Phantom over the Golden Army. I like this. I like this. The classic battle royal. I, Should I cast my vote? I haven't. No, 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 no. Don't no. you cast okay. your vote yet? Cause, okay. Because you guys, you guys are fucked. You guys have, <laughs> you guys have fucked brains. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> Hellboy fucking these, too. These are guys are like me? convincing me now. That's Phantom, so good. The but... Phantom. Okay, my shit was better than the Phantom too. It was better than 2011's The Priest. <laughs> It, it is it is far better than than ninety six's The Phantom. My shit eclipses both of those movies. Okay, that's, that's Hellboy, Golden shit. Army. You, you, give me a fucking break. That's my vote. Just, <laughs> okay, I Norm. I guess I'm casting my vote because left. yeah, I mean. Uh, <laughs> So are you going to go with Hellboy? Are you going to go with the Phantom or are you going to go with Devin's shit? <laughs> we have a new, new player well, in the ring. I'd mean, like Devin to change shit. my vote to Devin's shit. Yeah. Go that sounds Devin really shit. good. Um, well, that's, that's two over-the-top rope then? <laughs> um, I, I would oh. have to go Devin with Hellboy. Devin's shit comes into the ring with a chair. Oh. <laughs> You're going Hellboy. I, I, I would have to do the Hellboy. I, was, I, I enjoyed Phantom. I watched it as well recently. It, it was good. But... Hellboy, it still leaves me wanting more, and I, I want to watch another movie of that. I want to continue that story. Phantom, it's the one-off. I'm done. I would take it and leave it. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Yeah. That, that was fun for a little bit. What the fuck else can I watch now? Um, I'd have to go with Hellboy. How is it that I elected these films and uh, thinking that it was going to be easy, and now I'm, like, now I'm fucked? Just, <laughs> it, it was, because I, the Phantom's... <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad it's, movie. It's, it's, I'm on a record, and, 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 on a record of enjoyability and, and, as much as like I know, like I know. Okay, to, yeah. that Golden Army is fucking fantastic. And he, yeah. I would say on a movie record, everyone who watches both of these movies parallel to each other be like, "What the fuck are those guys talking about?" Golden Army, but. He's so purple. <laughs> like, he's so he's so fucking purple, and like it's <laughs> not only the purpleness of him, but like just the just, and the white horse. What the fuck? You're riding. You're fighting crime in the jungle as a purple man on a white horse. Because like, he's, he's a ghost. He's a ghost too. That's the best part. It's just like I feel like I'm trying to sell crack to children or give them like cookies. Be like, you would you like this or this? It's like. Yeah, okay. of course, I'll take the cookies. One other one other thing uh, that I want to mention about the Phantom here. 
do you remember when he gets to America and he's like, I don't have any money, but here I have these priceless yeah. jewels. <laughs> and he's paying the taxi driver in priceless jewels. My favorite part of that scene is after he goes in and has another scene with somebody else, like, you know, the whole, like, whatever. Yeah. He comes back out and he goes, hey, while you're in there, I got these appraised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, one thing for you, sir. <laughs> it's like everything didn't have to make sense, and it fucking didn't. But that movie... Was, was so good for that. Wasn't reason. there a, like a weird fight scene in like a in, in a zoo where he's like oh, yeah. down tiger or he, panther? He, he comes he over and it. pets a real tiger, and oh. the tiger did not look happy to be there on set. It's like <laughs> he's like okay, fuck. Billy <laughs> Zane sort of walks away, and it's like that's the only take we're getting with the tiger guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's walk away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, someone's phone's going off. Um, might have been mine. <laughs> I apologize if it was. You know what? Fuck it, Phantom. Yeah! <laughs> Golden Army takes guys. the ropes back. Hey, man, look, man, look. Golden Army I'm not had a great I'm not gonna, run. I was mad. certain it was going, but he's, pur- he's more purple. <laughs> he's, he's so fucking purple. Awesome. I'm not mad about this decision, all right? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Billy Zane. Golden Army's Billy had two Zane. wins. That's the Phantom's first win of the tournament, and it's the first one in a while to not go out right away. Oh, man. That's true. So that's cool. <laughs> Anyone want to veto this? No. <laughs> I'm not going to waste it, but that's... <laughs> I'm just disappointed, guys. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I mean... Sometimes you got to you gotta I, shake I things up a little bit. I feel the disappointment right now. Like, I know it's like it's radiating over me like a heat. All right. What's film number 19, sir? Film number 19 is going to be Sin City. Mm. Mm. Sin City gets okay. up Okay, Sin City going up against Hua. Anyone want to nominate something? It doesn't have to be Sin City. Sin if you want to get something else... The Crow. You want to oh, bring the phantom through? The I want to crush the fucking crow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, that's that's it's fine, not... Devin. Sure, <laughs> sure Devin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Let's talk this one out. Okay. The crow. The crow. <clears throat> I feel like you're in love with a with a mythos, with an, a nostalgia that surrounds this movie of all all of the stories of of you know. Um, the, the cuts that the studio made that make it make no sense and how much better it would have been with those those parts put back I don't in. actually believe that or 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 the uh, I think that that film is actually perfect know, because like or, and it's a terrible thing to say that, but because of the situation or the fact that Brandon every Lee, injury that happened on the set the un, really really unfortunate death all of that stuff the lighting fucking uh, fucking up with the the freezing walls uh, you know, like, so you just got this terrible lighting. And when shit. you talk about these things, though, yeah. when we talk about this movie, you but talk I can about also, those things. Yeah. You don't You don't really talk about the movie that much. Well, do you want to? Because I can literally recite every line from beginning to end. You want to go back and forth? Let's be certain characters. Who do you want to be? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Sometimes. <laughs> this movie holds a place in your heart that I just don't understand. Okay, it was the first action love story that I ever actually got into. That 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 is a big part of it for me. Um, also, the nostalgia factors in, but not in the way that you think. The nostalgia for me factors in because I wasn't allowed to watch this movie uh, the first, the very first time that my family watched it. I wasn't allowed to watch it because they didn't know what was in the movie. So it was like immediately after they watched it, it was like a TBS instant replay. Like, okay, now you can watch it. So there was the and so this excitement that had built up uh, over. Okay, we're gonna rewatch this movie instantly with you now, child. Um, did play a factor in my excitement about it. Um, and yes, you're right. Obviously, the 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 score, 
uh, the soundtrack, all of these things play a major role. But when you talk about, say, for example, like and the car, but like then you got to get really into uh, where you're differentiating things. Like, so say for example, like how many roles, like Tony Todd's five minute role in the movie as Grange, do you get? Where a guy barely has any lines, and you're sitting in the audience of a theater or watching it on TV or whatever you're doing, and you're literally shitting your pants when he slams the fucking hat down on Gideon, or like, uh, you know, you're looking for a corner shit for brains, and like blows through fucking Eric, and oh, then Eric yeah. just like fucking laughs. You know the one the one knock on this film that I would have um, now that I have read the source material and even as a child I remember it being very strange is all of the Poe references. It's funny because they did actually use ravens in the film because crows are much smaller and not as pretty. Uh, but you know it. Uh, other than that, other than the Poe references, because it seems foreign, it seems worked in. Pretty much everything plays legitimately. And as far as like the nostalgia around everything. Um, you know, uh, it, it, it around the passing of Brandon Lee and all the stuff that's built up the the movie, um, the way that they envisioned it. Say, for example, like they never got to shoot another scene with Skull Cowboy. I've seen that scene with Skull Cowboy. I've that seen they it have. doesn't really need to be. And in it there. doesn't. Yeah, there. And Skull Cowboy is not in the comic for one, and mm-hmm. and thank God, like, but uh, um, that he's not in the movie as much as I like what's his face. I can't think of his name. He's in uh, Hills Have Eyes and um, Double Dragon and a bunch of shit, but mm. Total Recall he's in. I think uh, that whole Skull Cowboy uh, situation actually would have um, given the movie the the title of Western that mm-hmm. it kind of deserves. Because the idea is... Yeah, it's, it's a revenge it, It's a full-on revenge Western mm-hmm. of this guy who loses his wife and... Yeah, and not know, to mention Michael Wincott. Mason has never acted better. Michael Wincott. Michael Wincott. Oh, Here's the thing. Michael, Michael okay, Wincott. Okay, is... Michael Wincott. We're talking about The Crow versus Sin City here, which okay. has Bruce Willis, Mickey Rourke, okay. Clive Owen, Benicio Del Toro. Okay. So, 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 Clive, oh, fuck you guys hang on a so much. Let me... No, you guys have <laughs> wow. given like 20 minutes to oh, yeah, The Crow here. Yeah, let's talk about Sin City. Sin City is, yeah. is, is, is a a goddamn epic. It's okay. The best actor in that film, I'm fucking sorry, does not have a single line. And and that's the fucking serial killer played by um, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. I'm sorry. No. But he's no, the only dude. one that's Oh, come on. Mickey Rourke is incredible in this movie. He Mick, really Mickey is. Rourke showed up and played himself. Like they even say <laughs> that. He is Marv. Like he showed up and played himself. And that's fine. I love Mickey Rourke. I love him in everything. It I'll watch his, Angel Heart every his, fucking weekend. It was his comeback role. Uh, <laughs> I can't take that back now because yeah. no edits. But you know, <laughs> like, Benicio del Toro Benicio with del his Toro. neck like falling apart. That was a great scene. Out. Oh my god, yeah. it's so good. The uh, the um, Nick Stahl. The conversation between Bruce Willis and and the other cop when he's dying on the dock. Everyone and is it's fucking like, brooding in that movie. No one is having any fun. You're talking. <laughs> Clive that, Owen is having a lot of fun. Are you kidding? <laughs> His parts are sick. No, he's dude. like, oh, my life is terrible. I had to change my face. Give me a big and my car fucking boys. Big truck. And then like the one <laughs> moment of like happiness he has is like my warrior woman. Like I'm gonna get laid tonight. I think the thing is, like, if you really love the source material of Sin City... Yeah, that's the problem, like, too. I, I, I knew do. the source material of Sin City, and I wasn't that connected to the source material of The Crow until I got older. And now I think they can do a Crow remake. It's not, it's not even the, the source material. I've, I've never read a single Sin City comic book. I don't well, really you've seen all of them, it, but... page for page, because that's <laughs> yeah, literally it's, the script. It's, yeah, it's but, very tough. Yeah. I, I mean, God, like, you're, it's like... It's like 
putting Godzilla the the fucking movie or something <laughs> against like uh, you know against Hellboy or something. It's mm. like like that is the level of absurdity that I'm experiencing here. <laughs> you guys are actually saying that The Crow yeah. is a better movie than Sin City. Yeah. That's uh, insanity. It's a better movie. Cinematography. You're talking about writing, a series of vignettes. Acting, okay. Everything. Everything about okay, Sin City but there's, is better uh, there's, there's than there's everything these, like, about it, You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of all these holiday movies like the where you have four vignettes for like Valentine's Day or yep. something like that. And you have all these amazing actors and it's just like in 10 minutes of the film and it's like, you know, fucking uh, these two people like Josh Hartnett, who's also in Sin City and someone else is having a baby. But Josh Hartnett is also, you know, having a, a, a bisexual relationship with uh, that even. person and somebody else. Or something. You know what, like I'm making only, up a movie. That so, actually so happened in a movie. I think I've seen that I'm down to, I'm, It's called Pearl Harbor. No. <laughs> on, this, on this one, on this it, round, it, it, I'm, down, I'm down to this. Mm-hmm. Sin City... You know what, Devin, you're absolutely right. Sin City is an absolutely epic masterpiece. It is a great movie. I do love it. And the one of the main reasons right now this in my is- arguments why I'm going with The Crow is because, man, that whole fucking movie was green screened. And I, you cannot help. And but this when you is watch, not Robert Rodriguez's yes. best movie. No, no, it's not. And the thing, and is, this here, is man. Alex Preuss's best movie. And it's his yeah. only good movie. And it just, you're in, arguably, arguably. Yeah. If you I like was, Dark City, fine. Yeah, but, but like you know, how no. good is an idea that you the, had in college? After all, you know, like, <laughs> the the, pra- the practical set I of ate the a crow sandwich once. <laughs> it's pretty good. Versus Sin City and the and the CG. Mm-hmm. I just I gotta go with the crow, and, and it's just comes from one this coherent era story of just, of just like garbage, similar visuals. Well, uh, this this movie could easily be fucking uh, Batman Two or something. It's like it, it, you're you're talking about movie? a visual style yeah, that's just that was the entire area of just fucking compelling. nine inch nails and corn and fucking dark images. Corn's not shit. in. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I get, like, I get, it's like, like, I get what you're it's saying. Like on laid this out is. pointless like, dark imagery, well, like I'm a leather huge and fan. fucking gray and blue filters. Like, that's I'm, that's no. There's literally no filters. Again, like if you want to start fucking knocking on the cinematography, let's talk about what Darius Walski did in that film. Because okay. Again, green screen and fucking color correction on a computer that's like literally just an like only this color filter. It's clicking a fucking button. You want to talk about art? These guys literally, because they couldn't afford the same shit that that was being done in fucking commercials at the time, literally had to put a sepia filter on the screen and then throw so much goddamn blue into the scene to make it look normal again just because they couldn't get that gritty look, look as you call it. It just looks – it just looks uh, like – I don't know, cold and and uninviting. Okay. I don't care. Okay, and, I, it, and you have a bright blah. yellow Marvin the Martian fucking <laughs> raping children in Sin City. That's you know that's what I want to rip say his this. fucking dick off, Bruce Willis. I liked like, I, I like Sin City I like as, both a, as movies, a movie, but don't tell me there's more coherent or or better like artistically more uh, you know challenging film or anything else because they didn't even literally like they didn't have a script. They just took the source material and shit it out exactly the same, which is also respectable. Don't get me wrong, but like and again it's like it's a vignette film it's like if you talk to a, a fucking uh filmmaker and and someone invites them on to do like a vignette within a, a film like like one of these like four seasons things or like for horror and stuff like that four rooms like, yeah the, oh four rooms there you go tarantino for one fucking scene you know how much do we love that fucking movie? that's the last bit's great robert rodriguez as well yeah. you know it's there's it 
one is a coherent story. One is a series of vignettes. And and yes, it wraps up, but it's borrowing a lot from Pulp Fiction, you know, in terms of the how it wraps up cinematically. So, you know, I didn't which like Bruce Willis is also in all of so, the vignettes. I think that's the one thing that really stands is like I can yeah. watch The Crow as a full film and watch this character go through, you know, trials and ups and downs and, you know, his whole everything is focused on him and it's that one thing it's not the fact that like at the overall like watching sin city i love it i like it as a great like i love i love the film because i was really close to the books and i really enjoyed like reading the graphic novels but also i i didn't like for one thing like in the defense of the crow is that i watched it as an original movie thinking that there wasn't a comic book exactly um we knew that with the sin city and that does suck and i think that's the thing about like reading um, Sin City and then going into the movie and just kind of being like, man, all right, it's really cool because visually at the time it's fucking mind-blowing. Like, it's you don't see any – nothing's ever done that before. Like, yep. nobody's ever – it's such an original idea to be like, we're going to take it from, you know co- – because now we can take it yeah. from comic to Panel screen. to screen, exactly. And put it out there. The thing is – it's it's kind of it kind of jumpy because like you're reading panel to panel and when you're when it's that jumpy it's to me it's not a coherent action sequence like that whole thing with Marv jumping like swimming through the fucking then like going like and going through like he's in a cop car like two seconds later like on panel it made sense because I'm filling in the blanks mm-hmm. but when you don't do that on 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 camera I feel like it just doesn't translate the like to me it didn't translate the way I was like ah, I could watch it but I don't really want to and then they and, had a second one and that Marv I was like, is an interesting <laughs> situation too in that film because you feel for Marv. Uh, but you don't really care about the whole thing that he had with Goldie no. because you also know that her motives were bullshit. You know, so if you're talking about revenge for killing a loved one, you know, uh, yeah. it, it's it's not it, it's kind of empty comparatively. So the same emotional resonance that we could have compared head to head is now kind of uh, rendered irrelevant by by the conclusion of that vignette. I feel like his story was the only one that I actually was really engaged in. I, and oh. he was, afterwards, God, you guys are just... Clive Owen, <laughs> Clive Owen is great. It's, Clive it's Owen is killing great in the me film, here listening but... to this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the Crow is such a bad movie. It's no, not man. enjoyable at all. It's no. that bad. There's no. that whole scene where he picks up all the rings and goes to the pawn shop and like yeah. starts yep. stuffing that shotgun and then so blows it to Is that gasoline I smell? Oh, God. Yeah, and that's a great delivery too. Beautiful, yeah. I know. Yeah. And you t- you talk about, I mean you talk about like uh, a budget even being a difference between these movies as well. Where the Crow spent twenty three million dollars. That's an insane amount of money for the era and for the effects that they they actually had done. Uh, Sin City was forty million dollar budget. Ten years later, <clears throat> like. It really wasn't. Well, the wasn't, initial budget was. Um, it's not as five million of that money is buying. Hang on, though. Five million of that is buying it from an insurance company and and incorporating an, a, a new business and then hiring rewrites, hiring like keep in mind that five million of that uh, is just buying it from the insurance company. Not even all of the post work that they did. I think the original budget is sixteen, eighteen million. You're not even which is insanely low for you're that. You're not even hiring that, off of the B list. It's like Brandon Lee, Ernie Hudson, and Mike Wincott. Are you fucking? And by the way, and, you know. But and by like, the way, here's the thing, okay, man. Okay, so Michael okay, Wincott, hang on, hang you on, go easy on, on easy on <laughs> Michael, <laughs> easy on Michael Wincott, and easy on Ernie Hudson. You don't talk shit about Ghostbusters here, dude. Like, yeah, but, wait, <laughs> but, like, but like, let's take a look through the guy's catalog, though, dude. I mean, it's not as if like these. <laughs> 
Bruce Willis, Benicio del Toro. Okay, you know what? Bruce Willis is not great. You know what? I love Bruce Willis. I'll watch him do anything. I like sort of smarmy. I've watched every Die Hard multiple times. I've made my case. I'm gonna do whatever you fucking. And you know what? You know what? I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna say this as well, Devin. I'm sorry to fucking rain your parade here, but you insulted Michael Wincott, and I'm gonna say this: Michael Madsen in Sin City when he says the line "bum ticker," not gonna lie, I checked out a little bit. Yeah, and what they okay? So you again? You're talking about a cast like this, and 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 like how many of these performances are actually resonant? You have Michael Clark Dun- Duncan in this film. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah, playing Manute. Yeah, yeah, he's a big golden eye, like crushing people with mm-hmm. one blow. But he doesn't get a lot of screen time. Yeah, he has. Doesn't he? No, no. Sorry. <laughs> Every time I think about that movie, oh. I keep thinking of Daredevil, where he gets his knees fucking kicked out of the back. I'm like, yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I keep thinking that happened to him in that movie, and it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Brittany Murphy is really good in that flight. Rest yeah. In peace. And Benicio del Toro, hands down, is is probably my favorite part. He was like, you know something, and like just the whole yeah. like voice. Oh, it's and, like, great. Just, and uh, going back, he was fucking great in that movie. But uh, again, I. I can I you're I think you're right Rutger when you say Hauer. I have like a stop. Rutger Hauer. I completely forgot about <laughs> that. You guys are insane. <laughs> Rutger Hauer is insane. They use Rutger Hauer as like a fucking you, priest. You for actually 10 minutes. defended yeah. the cast of 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 Brandon Lee, okay. Michael Wincott, Ernie Hudson, Rochelle Davis, Bailing, David Patrick Kelly. It's like a who's who. Of of who the <laughs> okay, who the again. fuck is who here? I don't even know who these people are. I I literally have no idea who any of these people are. <laughs> They've never done anything before. They've never done anything after, except for Ernie Hudson, who did Ghostbusters. Oh, That's your cast. Uh, like well, you, well, you Brandon Lee is kind of a Brandon Lee couldn't do anything else. Couldn't do anything else. And they learned off. And filing was an entourage, guys. Okay. Um, like, you, you've got the Candyman in that film. Oh, you've got odd. you've got uh, Lord Nikon from Hackers. <laughs> Ooh, really? Okay, Lord Nikon from Hackers. Really? I know. I don't know how they did it. What's his face from, uh, from the Warriors? Yeah. I can't the remember Warriors, his name. Yeah, come out and play. Yeah, every B movie actor's oh, in that God, fucking movie. Dude. Okay, but again, yeah. Okay, so all their best performances. All <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. It's every one of their best performances. It's every single one of their best performances. And, and I'm not going to lie. And there's not a single person in Sin City who's giving their best performance. Performance is so I good. Oh, I will agree they to that. Including themselves. the fucking director. They, they ascended to the tier of TV acting, which is just beyond. That's just... Okay, when you do a movie as good as The Crow, I mean, you might as well just... <laughs> You've got TV jobs my for the rest of your life, so what do you my, care, you My know? vote's with The Crow. Great. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go with The Crow. My vote's still on The Crow. Yeah, I can't, crow. I can't help it. You, you know what? I'm using my veto. Fuck you guys. Okay. Okay. So, is, right. is, the, crow, is the Crow out? The Crow's out. The crow's is that out. how that works? Yeah. And right. And... And you guys kind of agreed that we weren't going to use it to resurrect anything this time around, so the crow's gone. But the crow has to yeah. be resurrected. That's the whole fucking point. <laughs> That's it. Right. That's it. All right. That, that, Sin City was not even on my list, and I don't even care. I don't even care, okay? This is on principle. Oh, I am shit. not letting that movie win. I seriously think I broke a rib on that one. That was... <laughs> 
Who's so he good. throwing the passion against the crow? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Brandon Lee, I'm man. I'm going to get you back for this one, Debbie. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to get you so fucking back. Yeah, we're going to find your next what? Your next one that you're so passionate about when you're like, when you're like you guys are fucking out of the fucking this world. And then I'm going to just crush your dreams. Oh, like you so just crushed me. <laughs> we lose the crow. What are we going to get? Yeah, what's, getting, what's coming in? <laughs> what? Uh, 300. Oh, no, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, you know what? The opening beginning of uh, fucking 300 was panel to panel to the uh, comic book illustration. Sure, that's great. We got this shit in. <laughs> the lepers with superpowers. I think 300 right was garbage. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's we're all on the same team here, guys. <laughs> you know what? Let's put it up against fucking Sin City. How about he doesn't have it on his list? No. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. What are you? Are you even playing the game? No, all right, fine. Are, are you even aware? I'm just. God damn it, damn it! <laughs> Relax, buddy. It can't rain all the time. Perfectly calm. <laughs> 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 all right. Can, okay. So, Devin, what's your matchup? 300 has been brought in versus Sin City. The fuck Phantom. it. Let's put it up against the Phantom. Yeah, it's the all only right. other one on the list. I think that it really even oh. has a, a like fraction of a shot at. I'm still going to no. go with I'm going to go with the Phantom. Fuck it. Purple all the yeah. way. Yeah. The, the Phantom, Phantom Purple over, family over 300. 300. Yeah. yeah, guaranteed. It's a much more enjoyable film. Yeah. yeah. I'll watch the Phantom again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I think Miller Hollywood tried to copy one. the success of Sin City yeah. because because bringing Frank Miller's art to life mm. is an it's an incredible visual experience. It really is, mm. okay? So you talk about all of these like oh it's it's just a shot for shot retelling yeah no, but that's, that's okay. but that's all it needs to I be I wasn't because, knocking because it down I was saying that that is the difference world between has, has not experienced the two experiences for Frank me personally Miller. yeah right like the entire world has not experienced well, no, Frank like, Miller he's like, came all over the entire world's face well, by this point yeah but comic, you can even feel okay, him in movies like for TMNT a second, because <laughs> and I'm I'm saying that not everybody has read one of his comics, yeah. and so when Sin City came out, that was a big deal for people who were uninvolved with comics. No, you're right. You're right. They got to I don't disagree. A yeah. visual style that was so different than what they might be from from who who is arguably like like the the master. Of, I could totally of give you an example of like what happened. Illustration. When, when I went yeah. to that theater and saw Sin City, I went with two guys who probably don't even ever read a like they probably never read a book, yeah. and uh, we're we're killing an entire bottle of Jack Daniels. And one of them is pissing up in the corner. You realize that this is neither of the films on the docket, but yes. What are we talking about? <laughs> so, yeah. But this is how I experienced Sin City, and I was like, are you guys fucking watching this? This shit has never happened before. Are you watching? Like, I'm like, "What? come down here. Quit pissing in the theater. Mm. Having a moment with these two idiots and being like, and then they finally watch the movie, and they're like, oh, this is really good. And I was like, yeah, like because they hadn't seen that kind of, they haven't experienced a Frank Miller book. They didn't know what it was all about. But that, to me, is also what kind of took me out of it when the comic book field where it's like, I am a fan of this literature. And then mm -hmm. it's like, when you put it on the screen the same way, there's a translation point in which you can take something and then sort of stretch it out and make it into a cinematic experience as opposed to making it into a book experience because both are so different. Yeah. And I feel like this that movie, yeah, totally for me was like, fuck, I can't. Look, Devin, I don't, I don't I disagree with you that it's a great yeah. film. I want to be clear. Mm. And, and again, a lot of what we have to do on this panel is is like arguing for the sake of the the things that we yeah. have in and clearly you can tell that I was invested in it 
for a particular reason that may have something to do with this Tim Hortons cup in the center of the fucking table. Yeah. Well, so, it's got my vote. <laughs> but, but I would never, ne- all that being said about mm-hmm. Sin City, I would never, yeah. ever put 300 or fucking Sin City 2 on a pedestal for any of those same reasons. It doesn't no. make any sense. It's just... Hollywood oh, trying to rehash the success that they got off of this. Absolutely. This it's, it's and it's so sequel. interesting that, say, for example, while we're talking about Frank Miller, um, that, say, for example, the 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 properties like TMNT, which is clearly kind of a Frank Miller, uh, Frank Miller knockoff of his years with Daredevil, um, is so successful kind of before. And I believe that stuff like that is like a conduit to people kind of realizing, okay, maybe we should source some of this guy's stuff. When, say, for example, people like Eastman and Laird come up and be like, we were really big Frank Miller fans. So, like, the foot, the hand. Yeah, right. Uh, Same idea. Like, like, <laughs> t- taking what you can from what you love and then rehashing it in your own way is like what creative people do. Yeah. It's like, I'm inspired by this. I'm going to make my own thing of this. Unless you're Rob Zombie and you remake Halloween shot for fucking shot. <laughs> mm. But that's what I'm saying. It's just like you're going to take what you want and then make your own version of what you love. Yep. And yeah, good good for Eastman and Laird on doing that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Phantom. Phantom. I really miss the crow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boyd's left in my heart. Oh, <laughs> I, got, I got a Devin? lot of favorites coming up. Oh, so good. you guys this are going to have a good. chance to veto me here. But yeah. Fucking, uh, East I, picked even the Phantom. I picked the Phantom over okay. 300. <laughs> yeah. Phantom. Yeah. Phantom. Fuck 300. All right. By 300, which again, I didn't even write down. 300 would almost be a better movie just as a historical recreation than it would be of a of a comic. Yeah, it's I a just, great story, but it's not like why you have to do this in Frank Miller's comic visual style is just I, I don't get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't see the, I don't see the reasoning there. I mm. mean, yeah, I concur. Like, yeah. What's next up, sir? Let's do two more and go to break. One more time? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. This is... Uh, can, we, uh, can we do one more? Why, you got to pee? Yes. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Coming in... We're going to have like 17 segments in this show. This is going <laughs> to be an interesting one, I feel, too. Dread. Oh. So the the recreation <laughs> of of, uh, of Sylvester Stallone's 1995 Oscar, Oscar yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rob Schneider best supporting actor, <laughs> simply the best. I I mean I think uh, okay, Dread versus Men in Black. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool yeah, with that. That's fair. Black? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That's tough for me, actually. It's okay, tough for me. In- Dread looked great. It did. It it was. Um, it did have a good look to it. Yeah. But I don't know if it really, if it really got you into the world, even as well as as Judge Dread did. You know. Yeah, I, it didn't have a ten minute scroll. <laughs> James Earl Jones well, to even, shut things he, off. <laughs> even just the moments where it's like you know um, they're showing like the the new judges in training and just just how. You know, it's got that kind of like, um, almost like a like a veiled like a Starship Troopers propaganda kind of feel of just like, um, you know, them them showing you how somebody could get or how a society could get to the point that it's at, where where you're just entrusting these people to just <laughs> be judged, yeah, jury, and executioner throughout their entire lifetime, yeah. brainwashed to understand that like. That the police are just judges now, and just you don't you don't argue with this. Like, think, like comparing this like to the Judge Dredd movie would be like a, one was an adventure movie, 
and this one is an isolated incident, very much like yeah. I feel like it's a complete rip off, not rip off, but sort of a like it kind of is a rip off of the raid. I was thinking um, that too. It's mm. sort of the same, movie. and not as good, and not as good, but also still really cool. Both films make me nauseous, by the way. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, there, there's the thing is experiencing dread in theaters and watching that 3D happen. Great flick. Oh my god. Like just this. Like the slow down moments of taking that drug and then everything kind of gets crystallized and then there's cheeks blowing up and bullets everywhere. To me, that's I was like, wow, OK, like if you're really not into gore, this isn't your film. But also it's it's super entertaining to watch this stuff. It's mm-hmm. really they make gore pretty. Mm-hmm. Like that's the cool thing about this movie that I like the takeaway from it was eh, the plot was pretty basic. He's got to get to the top. It's like a video game. Exactly. It's exactly it's, what I was going to say. It's it's almost a throwback to the idea of the video games that yeah. we grew up on mm-hmm. uh, versus a. Um, you know, sandbox kind of style of game that you right. see nowadays, and, and and that would be that would be kind of where I'd be at with this one, uh, comparative to the other Judge Dread, which is not up against. Where mm-hmm. it, it felt like you know they spend they immediately go into that like scorched earth area like pretty quick and stuff like that. I, to be honest, it's supposed to, it's a, that was a Sylvester Stallone action movie. This is a, I guess a Cal Urban action movie, and and that. I feel like simplicity is king with this sort of thing, um, and and it's a very strong entry. But it is going up against Men in Black, which has superior rewatch value in my mind. Men in Black Two, right? No, Men in oh, Black. First. The first one? Yeah, it has two yeah. wins. That's, That's why I have what that. it yeah. is. Oh, see, I was looking at that as Men in Black too, and then I'm like, Put oh a little shit! Bash there. Oh, good, because the whole time um, I was making comments about it. I'm gonna go with Dread, and. I know this is going to sound weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. I will cast my vote for Men in Black. By the way, um, <laughs> I'm going to vote for Dread, and the and I'm voting for Dread because um, he kept his fucking mask on, aren't you? No, not, no, not because no. He's the only like, fucking I'm for him superhero. You saying it's yeah. like, yeah, you think what I'm uh, saying? What I'm thinking? No, man, because as like as much as like Men in Black is a great movie and everything like that, and I grew up watching Men in Black. Um, I watched Dread more, and I watched Dread more. I think because it reminds me a lot of RoboCop. And I love RoboCop. I'll just watch RoboCop followed by Men in Black. That's no, man, I no, but at the same time, but it's like, like it's also really it was it was really nice and like watching that movie in theaters. It was really going in there with like the lowest of expectations, being a remake of a Stallone movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? From a comic that I felt just they weren't going to get right. Yeah. To watching that and then being like blown away, kind of like by it. Yeah, to be quite fair, it's great. Um, and have it like resonate with me on so many different levels because like the action was awesome, and even as much as I hate like CG blood, I didn't mind that CG blood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The only other movie to really make me that really didn't bother me with fake blood is like John Wick. Wick. Yeah. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, and it just hit me on so Speaking many levels. And like CG you guys are saying, blood, you know what I mean? Like Sin it's like City. a, it's like a, it's, it's like an eighties video game. Like you guys were saying, you know what I mean? Like it's. <laughs> It's really classic, and it hits on a lot of different levels while still being a wicked movie. And not to mention Cal Urban's fucking badass one line, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. which is fucking incredible, man. And I'm sorry, great. like as much as I, I do like him a lot. as much as Men in Black is great, it's also great because it's Will Smith being Will Smith. Yeah, and you Will know what Smith I mean? is it's like there's just put two pictures like Cal Urban and Will Smith, and the greater than sign is pointed at Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm, I'm sorry, no, you're not wrong. He's he's way more entertaining to watch. Will Smith is way more entertaining, but I will say that that, you said. <laughs> that after watching Dread. Mm-hmm. I will watch any movie with Cal Urban in it because I just like I just like him so much. Like he's dedicated to his roles. And so you watched uh, the Third Born film a lot. 
Oh, no, I did watch it, but it was bad. But I supported him, though. I paid for him. You know what I mean? Like, I'll put money into a he's, movie with he's him. He's working, and he's getting work. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm proud of that guy. Yeah, man. And Red was good. He was good in Red. Yeah, he was good in Red. He's good yeah. in Star Trek. Bones? Fuck. Star you Trek? All, all of them. <laughs> all, all of them. Anyway, Star I just, anyway all I'm going to say yeah, is, I agree, as yeah. much as Men in Black is a great movie, I'm not denying that. Yeah. Um, Similar to your argument with The Crow, I feel Dread has a lot of those same similarities. Yeah, yeah. And, simple, forward-moving story. I agree with everything you And it's at a point where, saying. like, you really want there to be a sequel. Mm-hmm. Like, you oh, really, totally. really do. And totally. there's no reason for it not to be, because... I just hope it's less, like, nausea-inducing. Oh, for sure. one thing that <laughs> Probably, I want it'll, from the Hopefully it'll have a bigger budget. Those sequel. colors were very <laughs> strange to me. They're, like, that, that sepia yellow. And, and that's why like, I'm saying. Yeah, like, it, 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 it rocked me a bit, too. And, like, you know what? I'm going to cast my vote uh, for Men in Black, though. Because as much as I did love Dread, and I'm a huge Dread fan, and I really want to see a sequel... Absolutely. Men in Black's like rewatchability, the idea that that one movie could franchise like what it's franchising, sure, whatever. But that one movie really stuck with me. Not only for like their villain was fantastic, uh, they keep raising the stakes over and over again. And yeah, it's just comically, it's it's on point. It's really funny. It's yeah. always going to be really funny. I'll always laugh watching that movie. Mm-hmm. So. I think the problem with with Dread was really um, just the scenario that he's caught in. You know, I think I think everything else was on point. I think the acting was great. I think uh, the cinematography was was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they really showed uh, you know the world and like they they really brought that uh, to life really well. But I think um, there needs to be a crime to solve. You know. I think you get faced with, okay, the bad guys are on the top floor. Dred's got to get to the top floor. It's like, well, yeah, Dred's going to make it to the top floor. Yeah. So it's like, every, we don't have a movie. Every, yeah. Every, <laughs> every scenario he hits leading up to that point, it's like, okay, how's he going to clear this floor? Yeah. How's he going to get past this one? Well, like, you know, and it's, and it's not that much of a, um, there's not really much suspense there. Whereas, I mean, at least with the first Judge Dredd, there's like like half of the movie is is lead up to, you know, just little little whispers of of mm-hmm. something being awry, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it it really, um, you know, it becomes a crime to to solve. Like, okay, he's been framed. We know it was, uh, or we guess it was Rico. But how did he use the gun? And you know, yeah. who freed him from jail? And there's all of this there's other mystery, stuff going right? on. You have this, like, solid mystery. Just like Men in Black. I mean, it, yeah. it kind of develops over over the course layer, of the movie. Yeah. You're the not... Ryan's belt thing. Because if they just yeah. tell you right off the bat, you know... Um, a cat's necklace. Yeah, then, <laughs> then you just... You know how every scene is going gonna, is gonna to happen leading up to that. Yeah, the idea know? of, like, movie magic not revealing everything all at once. And I yeah. think, like... It, I, maybe that was another thing, too, with Dread that I, I agree with, is that I was waiting for something a little bit more to happen... And it never really did. Yeah. It just sort of kind of, oh, here's Dread. Here's Dread in a bad scenario. Here's Dread in 25 new bad scenarios that are all exactly the same until he gets to the top of floor. And now Dread is going to win. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. And it doesn't really raise the stakes. Yeah. Like, he gets into more, like, damaging situations. But it doesn't really, like, raise any questions. You're right. It's like, he's going to shoot some shit. So what's your vote, Dub? Uh, Men in Black. Stays in? Stand. Norm? I, I was gonna go with Dread. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Dread. That's a close one, three to two. And I'm gonna veto it. You're gonna veto it? <laughs> Interesting. Wow. See you later, Men in Black. Get All the right. fuck out of here. Wow, yeah, man, you did enough. it. Fair enough. You really like Dread? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want Dread in there. It's not even on my list. I just no want kidding. it in there. 
<laughs> All right. So we're going to take a break so that now East can use the, the bathroom. Maybe we should all have a bathroom break now so we can speed this along because we have about eight more films to bring in. <laughs> okay, we should all take a poop. And then <laughs> smash this thing we'll out. Did you guys go pee? Who's Did poop you guys is... go pee? I'm actually not. I'm, I, I, we should actually just do that. I'll take a pee break and then fucking knock this, mo- slate this motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Devange, what will be the next film in when we return, sir? The next film in is going to be Hellboy. Ooh. The original. First Hellboy. All right. Hellboy versus the Nazis. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's Danny. Next week on the show, Brandon and I take a look back at Hugh Jackman's time as Wolverine. We hope that you'll join us then. You guys are out of your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so good. I was just like, he's gonna do it, isn't he? He's gonna throw the veto at us, isn't he? Oh, the worst veto in the game! I can't believe you just beat out men in black. Shall we begin? Mm, yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm, yes. All right. So we're back. Yeah. And our latest entry, Hellboy. Do you want to run down the list, Sir Devin? Yeah. So what we've got on the table right now is Hellboy, Dread, uh, Sin City, The Phantom, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Oh fuck. You know what? I was very hard on the crow. Yeah. And I've got. I was very hard in Sin City. I've got. <laughs> I've got two favorites here. Yeah. That I feel are are good ones to put against one another, and I think you guys can go ahead and shit on one of them. Make yourselves feel a little bit better after the after what I had to do to the crow. But Hellboy and Sin City. Oh, cool. what do you yeah. think? Because because right. I mean. I, I don't know. Both, yeah. Two two films that really took uh, the visual style of, of the comic book and ran with them yep. a lot, you know? And I do have to step back. Like, you know, as I said, complete transparency. I just, as soon as you started mounting reasonable <laughs> arguments against The Crow, I was just thinking back to what's on my list and just started being like, well, uh, not coherent story. <laughs> so, um I, th- I think making any other comparison on this list as well is a little bit unfair, uh, given, like, the Hellboy versus the Phantom, very different movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, TMNT versus Hellboy, very, very different, you know? Yeah. Um, Dread versus Hellboy, too easy. Yeah. Just too easy of a decision, <laughs> you know? Is it, Ant? My, uh, <laughs> where I'm going to land, just for the record, and I'll cast my vote right away, Um I just think that Ron Perlman is so strong uh, as a character um, that I was invested from from the first moment that you saw him. And the lead-up is great, don't get me wrong. The first time you see him in the first Hellboy, this giant plate of fucking pancakes, um, <laughs> running his mouth. Smoking that cigar. Yeah. 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 Uh, and... I don't know, you just you kind of fall in love with that kind of anti-hero immediately. And... And to go back on what we were saying about Sin City, you know, Clive Owen, his his delivery is one note to me, but it is what that film needs, to be clear. And I think he is fantastic in it now that that it's eliminated the crow via your veto. Um, May I say shit again? Yeah. (laughs) So all that being said, though, I get to spend the entire film with Ron Perlman, and I only get to spend a short time with Clive Owen. And he is one of the strongest performances um, in, in Sin City for me. Being transparent now that my voice sounds all sad because the crow's gone. <laughs> I, 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 so I'm gonna go Hellboy. I'm casting my vote for Hellboy. Yeah, right off know, the jump. I, Love get, you, Ron. 
I don't think there's any way I could ever prove that wrong. It's been, like I know I was I probably went against Sin City too for the whole win, but I I find Sin City to be a super enjoyable movie and it was really good. But then when when I'm watching Hellboy, I you're right, falling in love with that character and actually watching him all the way through on this entire journey. You, by the end of that movie, I just wanted to be best friends with Hellboy. Exactly. Like I wanted to be like, dude, can we hang? Like, mm-hmm. can we just can we chill out? Can we do a sequel together? I'm mm-hmm. not even an actor. I just want to hang out. Mm-hmm. Like. Going through like the, I'll be part of the catering crew. Yeah, like I just I want to be on set. I want to be part of that experience because one Guillermo del Toro making making that movie was kind of like awesome. I'm involved. I want to see what kind of movies this guy can pump out, especially for Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And that movie, every character had heart. Mm-hmm. And fuck if you didn't feel when John Hurt's character just gets oh just split and like he and you watch like you're on board with Hellboy the entire time but when like dad's gone you're like oh mm-hmm. man this is hitting home and Rasputin mm-hmm. is totally a fucking liar at this point because he's like don't worry it'll be quick and then it's literally like fucking a minute of screen time where where the clock got clock ninja let's call him it's just like fucking aiming his blade like he's so old you could have just kicked him in the leg he fucking he's died, fucking died. <laughs> he had a heart attack uh, that whole situation it's, it's gotta be Hellboy it's got to be. Yeah, I, on, I, when you have that fucking clock, clock angel, like I, you were saying, so man. Clock, this is the thing. I would dis- I, I'm going to go with Sin City. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm not going to lie. I'm not, as much as uh, Hellboy's a good movie, I personally, I like the second one more. And Sin City, fuck it, man. I, you didn't see anything like that. And I felt with the first Hellboy, I saw something like that. And I was just kind of like, eh. It was fun. It's good. It's a good movie. Like, I'm not... You know, I would go to bat for it if somebody said it was a shit movie. I'd be like, well, that's not true at all. Mm-hmm. You know, um, however, um, against Sin City, fuck. Sin City is like, I, I, I liked it more. Devin, you want to just cast your vote just for, for um, yeah, yeah. austerity? Uh, I'll, I'll go for, for Hellboy, honestly, in this so, case. I think... Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? I, well, I think... Um, uh, Sin City tries to really like blur the line between good guys and bad guys. You know, it's more about like like just making a decision on a situation. You mm-hmm. know, like uh, Benicio del Toro is like a super cop. You know, they they refer to him, and Clive Owen just you know just sees him in this one situation mm-hmm. where he's obviously in the wrong, and so he fucking offs him. You know, and it's like it 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 makes it hard for you to make these decisions with the characters whereas hellboy it's like nazis like of course, <laughs> of course you hate nazis like what do you like welcome aboard and, like, you, you imagine that one friend who sides with the wrong yeah. side i mean it's funny it's a, yeah but it also says a lot too it's like oh you're a, you're literally a devil well, join us against the Nazis, yeah. devil, because anything to take down Nazis. Yeah, like the devil chooses the Americans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoa, whoa, those Nazis, a little too extreme for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm siding with God and America. I think I think Sin, Sin City, like, um, took things away from from the cinematography in order to make it match the the comic book style. They they were pulling things away from from uh, from what they were actually filming. You know, they were taking out color. They mm-hmm. were taking out. They were just you know upping the contrast on shots and stuff like that to make it very very stark. Whereas Hellboy, it's like they really had to elevate that movie yeah. to get up to the comic book style. They had to do mm-hmm. a shit ton of practical prop work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And 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 there's only a handful of moments that don't hold up by today's standards, and it happened yeah. right in that era, like we were talking about off air, Devin, like where it was, it was very hard to make a movie that even ten years late later is is still watchable. Yeah, yeah, particularly CG with CG wise, and yeah. and practical, like any kind of effect work is is a lot of it is has been rendered obsolete. Uh, I uh, listening to a lot of the um, the tested uh, uh, podcast. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, why can't I can't. Adam. Uh, Adam. Adam Savage. Adam, Adam Savage is good friends with Guillermo del, del Toro, and I, and worked for years in uh, ILM's uh, Creature Shop, and and Crazy. just has a lot to say about like how so specific Guillermo, uh, Guillermo del Toro is about about his props, and mm-hmm. and you know not not even. Um, uh, in prop designing and building, but in choosing, you know, ver- making very specific choices about things that could easily just be like a book on a shelf, or mm-hmm. you know, the the uh, decanter of salt uh, that they use during the the um, the ceremony thing to summon the yeah. Hellboy or whatever. Like mm-hmm. all all of these things were so ultra specific that it's it's like his, yeah his attention to detail in making films really shows when you're watching something with just the subtle moments of what like even a piece whatever prop it is it just yeah it, it really shines through you're like that belongs in this universe that you've created yeah. i love that part about him and i think that's why hellboy fucking wins. Yeah. <laughs> next film in sir all right um so sin city is out yep. and uh the next movie in is from hell <laughs> From Hell's Out, what's the next movie in yeah. <laughs> Let's just make that one quick. Yeah. So from, Hell, from Hell is gone. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even get anyone to eliminate it. Breaks its, its leg on its entrance way down to the ring. Yeah. Mystery Man. Gets murdered by a man in a top hat. To replace it. <clears throat> Mystery Man. Mystery Man. Which, honestly, very, very fun movie. Mm. Very fun. What Amazing cast. No, I'm oh. kidding. <laughs> Let's put it up against. Honestly, the not bad though. Hank is. I like what he's Eddie saying. Yeah. The Phantom against. Phantom against yeah. Mystery Man. Phantom, okay. Phantom, I can see. Let's oh, do this. Sorry, I pointed at you so vigorously. There. Phantom. You joke. <laughs> you joke about the cast, but let's let's be Jean real Groff. about this. Uh, yeah. Hank Azaria, Janine Garofalo, uh, Eddie Izzard, William H Macy, yes, Ben sorry. Stiller, Jeffrey Rush, Paul like, Rubens, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, Paul Rubens. Yeah, like uh, it's it's a fantastic cast in Mystery Men. I yeah. I think. Like mm-hmm. for, I think it's a fantastic cast misused. I don't know. I fucking yeah, love this movie to some degree. Yeah, yeah. I do too. I, I, I love it. It's funny. That, movie. Yeah. that whole it's scene in the flip. diner where he can't talk to the lady, but he's like so furious about it. That was so. <laughs> what's her name? I can't remember her name. Uh, Claire. No. Forlani. Forlani is that yeah. her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Claire plays Forlani. a waitress or whatever, and she's just like, "Do you want your bill?" And he's like. Yeah, I guess. Like, this whole, like he get, he's just trying to keep this moniker, and she breaks him down. I love that scene between the two. It's just yeah. so funny. Like he yep. just he's trying to be this person that he's not in that movie. And yeah, anyway, uh, I are we going to put this up against something? Is the it a Phantom? It's, it's up phantom. against the Phantom. It's up against the Fuck, Phantom. You know what? I'm gonna I have to cast my vote for Mystery Men because as much as I like love the Phantom, I do, man, I do. I love it. I I was in love with this movie since yesterday or two days ago. When I watched it. <laughs> and uh, it was. Just, it was such like a great serial and like the idea that watching like even Treat Williams like just taking his character to the next level being the only one I feel in the cast who kind of like was like I'm gonna overact crazily and they're like yeah man I'm on board do it treat but <laughs> do it treat <laughs> but just just for like this the small sequence and Paul Rubens uh, 
I'm a sucker for farts. I don't know anybody who isn't. <laughs> okay, if you say farts aren't funny, you're wrong. Farts are hilarious. Mm-hmm. And his whole character with the whole, like, I'm the spleen and just... I loved it. I couldn't stop laughing at that. And I wasn't even a kid when I was. You know what I mean? I was kind of like, yeah, I was borderline like, hey, man, farts shouldn't be funny anymore. And you're like, they're fucking funny. So there's a lot more to say and like mount on that. But I'm going to. Mr. East, you're. uh... I'm going purple. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry, man. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. Mystery, man. Sure. Uh. Fuck it. You can't remember all that shit. It's, Phantom's way better. It's just a better, yeah. more fun movie. Let's face it. I've watched... I had more fun Sorry. in The Phantom than I did with Mystery Men. I remember things about The Phantom. I've seen Mystery Men twice, and I watched it recently for this fucking thing, and I still can't remember it because everyone only really has been talking about The Phantom. You don't talk about <laughs> Mystery Men. You're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's decent. It's okay. It's good. Yeah, but uh, let's face it. There's like a new love for the Phantom and like a, yeah, okay. And you appreciate it for the cast and that's great. You know what I mean? And like there is some funny parts, mm-hmm. I'm sure. But it doesn't have the entertainment value as the Phantom. Yeah. Cowboy Sang and his lineage of Cowboy Sangs <laughs> really it does kind of take it home for me. Also, I, I love any film that James Raymar doesn't get fired from. So, you know, <laughs> I also love a lot that he gets fired from, He's like really aliens. hard to work with. <laughs> I, I'd like to, to point something out here that I, I think is, is insane <laughs> reading these Wikipedias. Okay. Okay. So the Phantom cost $45 million and grossed $17.3 million. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mystery Men almost fucking shows it up. $68 million budget, 33 at the box office. We got two oh, fucking real, real winners. winners. Two stinkers. <laughs> Just fucking stinkers. <laughs> These accountants were all fired. I don't know if you guys ever watched The Tick okay. as kids. Oh, yes. yeah. I love that. I love that, that Car- show. Cartoon I thought it was, was fantastic. And, and I think Mystery Men really captures a lot of the, that yeah. same feel very well, where it's just like... You know these these like, like in a world where people have superpowers, there mm. are also people that want to be superheroes that just you know don't really have super. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, it's a funny thing too. Is like I don't even feel like they their superpowers didn't necessarily exist to a point where they, they just were like weren't super. Yeah, they just yeah. weren't super. They were like, well, I guess like that guy can fart really far, and like this dude can throw a fork, but I mean with precision, <laughs> with a little bit of practice, I guess. But that was the whole thing. Is like they're all undercard superheroes. Like when yeah. they have tryouts in the backyard and they're just holding those. Everybody's like, oh, I'm Pencil Boy. I'm like, I'm like, this is so absurd, but it makes sense in the realm of which they're creating it. Like yeah. these characters want to be those like what they've read about for so long and they're just aspiring to be these Aren't people they just like just... the defenders <laughs> like pretty much <laughs> kind of yeah and even even down to like uh uh janine groflo um uh like playing that that sort of um you know like hangs out with all of these shitty superheroes but, <laughs> yeah. is, but is obviously a little bit like <laughs> she's like, like a, has this bowling ball yeah. that actually like can control has the spirit and, of yeah. her father <laughs> in it like and <laughs> and so you know ends up ends up really uh you know uh really sort of winning a lot of these these uh these situations uh, or these these fights with with uh, supervillains 
in a lot of the same way that that I, I feel American Made is a, is a great uh, character in mm. in the Tick, where it's just just all of these people are so shit, and she comes in and just crushes, just beats the hell out person. of everybody, but <laughs> but is is still kind of just this this like B-list shitty superhero because of the people that she associates herself with. Mm. What's, uh, what's your vote, Devin? Uh, Mystery Man, I think Fuck. is is a better movie. Okay, I don't know. I, I got to go with Mystery Men as well. Hey, I'm sorry, fuckers. but it's kind of slapsticky. It's it's fun. It was an enjoyable fucking shitty superhero movie. You have chosen I, poorly. You no, me? never. That man had an experience. I'm invisible. Can you see me? Yes. Maybe you should put some clothes That's on. That's actually a good reference. <laughs> well, Indiana Jones of superheroes. We made that joke earlier, so there you go. <laughs> can we just can we just have a moment of silence for uh, Sean Connery's career <laughs> once again? Poor guy. Oh man. Yeah. I'm on the cusp. I kinda wanna Oh it's yeah. A tough feel one. It is a tough one. But Go he, for he it. is so purple. Go for and it. I get it. It's it'll hold its weight coming down. What? <laughs> yeah, what's no, I'm, I'm not vetoing that. No. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it. I, I there's a part of me deep down inside that wants to, but it's not gonna do it. <laughs> so right. Mystery Men stays. Yep. Phantom, Phantom is goes. out. Right on. Later, Billy Zane. <laughs> it's been fun your one like leading role that mattered the funny thing is how i remember billy zane to be honest with you is, is, thanks, to, is thanks to zoolander actually <laughs> first, it, zane. just because the fact <laughs> that he was yeah, yeah exactly like, that, that introduced me to billy zane after yeah, see i knew him as the guy who played the phantom <laughs> i remember billy zane as the guy who died in a farmhouse and critters look it up <laughs> yep. Yep. yep yep black mullet and all yep He's the only thing that's left dead in that movie, too, which is yeah. great. Oh, everything else comes yeah. back. I don't think anybody's ever <laughs> said later Zane and meant like they're going to see him later. <laughs> Coming in to replace the Phantom, mm. we have Tank Girl. Oh. Which Tank is Girl. a little bit of an acid trip yeah. through 90s culture. <laughs> like I really like Lori Petty in this movie. I, think she's, I like Lori Petty in, in general. In general, yeah. yeah. Let's put Tank. I just wrote. I was starting to write Lori <laughs> Petty. <laughs> let's Tank let's Girl. put uh, let's put Tank Girl up against Ninja Turtles. Why? You really want to get rid of Tank Why Girl? Not? Why yeah. not? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Well, well as great as Lori Petty is, like that whole musical number and everything mm-hmm. with her, like just like overtly, <laughs> almost like masculine sexuality in that scene. I don't yep. know why I'm actually physically dry humping my chair while I'm. <laughs> no, no, I get this. it. Yeah. You have to know. It's... Yeah, you guys know. I don't Go have on. To, yeah. <laughs> Let me show you on this podcast. <laughs> you guys watching? Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll release the video. Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't have to go with that comparison, by the way. I'm no, just you already it. said it. You, it. you already it. said it. You went it's in. Man. It's in. You can't take it That's back. That's what she said. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no fucking way. Yeah, I, I, wow, dude. Yeah, TMNT all the way. Oh, man. Yeah. Lori it, Petty, Naomi Watts, and Malcolm Yeah, Naomi Watts. Yeah. yeah, man. And they have they that whole moment where they're... Ice, too. Ice. Ice-T is in that body <laughs> count. He's a fucking dog. He's a, he's a kangaroo. He's a kangaroo, <laughs> Sorry. The other guy was he's, a dog. He's from that the Rippers, Lori. man. They all know jazz and shit. Yeah. And just like hanging around the table being like, we kill people in the desert. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Ice-T. He's yeah. like, fuck yeah. It's the best. Yeah. And then they're like waiting. or They have to go out there to rescue the what's-her-name. And, and they're like, you really want to take the Rippers? They're an army. It's like that's that's like her argument. It's like, yeah. while well, we need an army, they're an army kind of thing. God, I do love that movie. Like yeah. just down to the visual yeah. style of everything. It's kind oh, of it's it's so like cool. Mad Max a little bit, right? And they like, embrace the uh, yeah. comic 
feel to yeah. it. Yeah. Like the I opening that. credits is so fucking long, but it's the comic panels. Yeah. There's also a nude comic panel there, and it's so strange to see. You're like, oh, did I just see comic boobs? Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> I'm 10. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back to eating whatever I was eating and not be confused about life. <laughs> no, like, I, I like the yeah, idea I, of adding the random comic shots in between to cover up the parts where it's like, okay, we can't film anything that would work here. <laughs> yeah. So how do we make this situation like go from one scene to the next? Throw in the comics here. And it worked really well. Yeah. But against Ninja Turtles. Oh man, no, you can't do it. No. Nope. No way. No. Nope. Yeah, I'm 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 Ninja, Ninja Turtles. High praise for Tank Girl. Mm-hmm. High praise for Tank Girl. You could take out a lot of films in this if it had come in earlier. Yeah, absolutely. a lot of films. Absolutely. Face to face song on the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. digging deep. Yeah, for yeah. Me. it had some, it had a pretty bitchy soundtrack. It did. Well. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Bush, Devo, Hole, <laughs> uh, Ice Tea. Oh yeah, it had that Ice Tea. Kind of. I think that was part of the contract for him. Yeah. It came in at the credits at the very end. He's just like, yeah, word. I'm like, there it is. Word. <laughs> I knew it would be in there. Call me point. the ice. Just the iceberg. <laughs> nope, that's it. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Bye, it's tank, a deep girl. cut for me, guys. Are, are we unanimous on Ninja Turtles here? Yeah, yeah absolutely. No I'm sorry, Tank Girl. Sorry. Yeah, we love you, but <laughs> coming in. Oh, well, Lori Petty a... still won out the uh, um, sports tournament, so. A little bit of an <laughs> oddball in terms of, like, we talk about, you know, comic book movies. I mean, really kind of um, straying from, oh, from the from the standards, but Ghost World. Oh. Ghost I was World, hoping for something else there. It, it's um, Great flick. Not instantly great. recognizable as, like, an indie comic book movie. I was kind of surprised about that, mm-hmm. but... but very mm. yeah, I mean, very good movie. I don't know what love you, the flick, love the comic. I don't know what you would put it up against in this list. I mean, we've got right now on the table: Ghost World, Mystery Men, Hellboy, Dread, and Teenage. Let's put Mutant it up Ninja against Turtles. Dread. Yeah, I'll put it up against Dread. Ooh, sure. Ow. Well, let's not have nice things. <laughs> let's not have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I don't. Yeah, um, Ghost World to me was like a one of those pick it up in a bargain bin type things yeah. where I hadn't seen it hadn't heard of the comic book and I picked it up and I was pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. by the idea of like this coming of age story of two people living in a shitty small town and I'm mm-hmm. like man I really dig this and like that just that constant uh, like I don't remember too much in the movie to be honest with you but Buscemi's like, character is amazing yeah yeah he's, isn't he like he's the record guy yeah. Really. yeah yeah fuck he was good you're right yeah I, I do love this movie. and uh, <laughs> the, the racist poster that she takes to her art class for the chicken restaurant and no, no, it's not ringing a bell. I, I ha- <laughs> so it's Cook's Chicken in the movie. Right. They go, right? And, uh, and, but the original name of the restaurant back in the early days was. Yeah. Word that rhymes with cook that ends it in N. <laughs> rhyme with cook. You no, know, spelt the same as cook, I guess. <laughs> um, and there's this like really overt, mm. colorful uh, black it's, man. It's, yeah, it's not really drawn. It's, and, and everyone like loves it because it's so, you know found art in her weirdo art class like and that's what's other also great whenever i i'm making fun of my you know artsy friends um i always are like oh what's you know like all of the we know a lot of people that for example went to ocad in toronto or, mm. or you know study wherever and i know we made this joke when we were on tour and so forth as well but um the tampon and the teacup joke <laughs> you know uh, yeah, it's it, not. It, it's this the great, problem with this movie is that it's, it's not crushing my my brain. And Brad Renfro's a, a great character in this flick. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah, big time. Mm. And 
I really like that scene that's like right, right out of the panels of the comics where they're following the two Satanists that are like dressed in pink or whatever, and they're one guy's the goatee, and then he, they're they're they have a black umbrella as they're walking around in the sun, and they're following the Satanists, and that's how they come across Steve Buscemi initially. Out of negligence, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, and I'm gonna have to vote for Dread because <laughs> I do watch Dread. Yeah, they're both great. Yeah, I think it's the thing where I, I like. I want to vote for Ghost World because I know I really enjoyed it, but I had not watched it maybe in 10 years. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time, but that's why it sticks out to me because of the fact that I can recall so much if I'm really yeah. deep into it. Like, Whereas I've seen Dread multiple times, and I just know like, he gets to the top floor. Like, that's kinda... <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about, Now man? that we kind of got to that point, yeah. you know, I'm going to go with Ghost World because I know if I watch Ghost World, I'd be like, I would have actually just said Ghost World over Dread. Yeah, I, I, it's so hard. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I really, really, really enjoyed Dread. I really, really, really want a sequel. But for me, it's... And, like, you know, Scarlett Johansson's character is really interesting in the flick, too. She's just this, like, one note. She keeps wanting to leave town, too, yeah, right? On the bus? She wants to move in together. Yeah. No, no. Uh, that's that's uh, that's what screws me up. Yeah. I, yeah, I haven't seen it in so long, but I do remember some of the points. And I remember that kind of struck out to me because I was like, oh, yeah, kind of get it. Leaving. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't want to stick around. Yeah. That's why I have to go with Dread because I don't remember mm. the other one at all. Thank I, you, yeah, I, I can't remember shit. Yeah. About so we it. have the opposite problem here. <laughs> yeah. So it's 2-2, two, two, my friend. What are you thinking? Uh, I hate to do this. Yeah. Um, because I, I'm in the same boat where, honestly, I just don't remember Ghost World well enough to be able to judge it. Um, and I don't think that that should be a technicality in favor of ghost world mm. like just because you know i can't say something like well i i can only imagine it would have been a better movie from what i remember because i honestly don't even remember anything oh that scene by the way before <laughs> that is exactly before, what i just yeah. said yeah, yeah. <laughs> before we eliminate it before we eliminate it the best fucking joke in that movie is that scene where thora birch is um in the car with steve buscemi and they're at the stoplight and the family goes across in front of the uh in front of the car and the lights change and Steve Buscemi starts freaking out and yelling at them and the kid you just see the kids bouncing up and down with those fucking light up shoes and the one parent with them and he just yells out the window like have some more kids why don't you and then, like lays on the horn at this fucking family <laughs> it's brilliant like Buscemi is so fucking good in that movie just everything he does and when he starts wearing the jeans that his girlfriend buys him and he's it's like he's it's like she's making him put on a dress like the way his face looks it's like they're just jeans dude it's so great that's <laughs> so good All right. so yeah Dread stays Ghost, Ghost World gone. takes uh, takes the dive <laughs> not surprising because of the the panel yeah, we have here. Yeah, I just I don't know Ghost World either, but I know that I really enjoyed it. That's the thing. It's like I hadn't seen it in so long, but I was like, man, I really love that movie back in the day. What if, Devin, what do we? We're get? getting down to the the final few, aren't we, Devin? How many more we got coming? Absolutely. In? Um, we have one, two, three, four, five, six left on the docket. Jesus, um, I it was way in, <laughs> including uh, this next picture, the Rocketeer. Ooh. It's another blast from the past here. So on the table, we've got the Rocketeer, Mystery Men, Hellboy, Dread, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. See, I would have, if Phantom was still in, I would yeah, have put it up against Rocketeer. Nazis versus Nazis? Yeah, Nazis yeah. versus Nazis. So why don't Hellboy? we put, so why don't we put, Hellboy? yeah, I was going to say up against yeah, Hellboy. With Hellboy, yeah. Because Bond is in this film, <laughs> Timothy Dalton plays a wonderful last act reveal Nazi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the gum thing is interesting. 
<laughs> is it though? Is that it really? Sarcasm, yeah. Yeah. Real and scientific that, move. There. That's that's the like the twist at the end is like, ooh, the gum's not holding anymore. I'm, vote, I'm voting on the Rocketeer for the score alone and yeah. the awesome shots of like when the music comes in, he fucking rockets up and the you know the. And he's never really good at being a Rocketeer. No, he's, really he's fucking shit. bouncing yeah. around the whole movie. But I think that's what also makes it great is that yeah. he's just like he's just like you. He's just a, he's just a dude <laughs> with a rocket. Pack on his back. He found fucking flies. He found fucking uh, a rocket pack in the field and, and went to town on it. Bitchin', Howard Hughes is like bitching coat. It's <laughs> like, hey, because you found my rocket pack, have a fucking plane. Not to mention the mask. <laughs> not to mention the mask is super cool. Yeah. On the topic of movies with Nazis, um, how does this play out in Germany? Does anybody know? Because because I I know. Hitler was on the plimp. Very, very strict rules about hall about. Um, I think they're because World War II imagery in general. It's yeah. just is just like nope. vid- video games have to change the swastika, like Doom yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Have to change the swastika into like a square or like a check mark a, a, or like, like, like a, the enemy. a vaguely Nazi esque bird kind of a thing. You know, oh, okay. like a, mm-hmm. a just to to kind of squeak by mm. um motorhead has gotten in trouble before as well as i think other right. bands um going going over there um just due to you know they're they're using this imagery in a way that that is is totally um, subverting the the idea of 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 nazis being able to claim these things as mm. theirs you know but even then it's like well but you're still showing them so yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> Like, you can't come in. This is also a a Disney movie, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I think they're okay with it because of Walt. (laughs) 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 Sorry. I was on the same page. I mean, it's true. I think they're okay. They're like, it's a Walt Disney movie. Yeah. Take it tongue in cheek. (laughs) So he's like, they weren't. We don't want to. We don't want to. It's this era that I just find myself so uninterested in that the Rocketeer comes up in, like that that sort of pre World War Two yeah, world. Yeah, I, I think uh, I love the imagery and I love the like the. I think it's the thing that gets me is like I love that pre World War Two imagery mm-hmm. on the, just on the other opposite side because it has that um, like really cool. You're not in war times yet, but everybody's still kind of going through the Great Depression. Yeah, and like, how are you going to get out of the depression? And it's like, well, we're not going to run, run or run, run, run booze, Tom. Not going to do that. But we're, you know, I'm going to find a fucking rocket pack, and like, that's going to be my thing. I do love the scene uh, while we're on the topic of secret Nazis. Um, where uh, Timothy Dalton, they're they're acting out the scene, right? And Jennifer Connelly is there playing extra number 15 or whatever. Yeah, she's real good. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and he, he feels, Timothy Dalton feels that he's being upstaged by the other actors, so he just fucking stabs him for real in the scene and sends him to the hospital. <laughs> and, the, and the other actor's like, literally, he's bleeding to death, and he's like, you thought I was showing you up, didn't you? And Timothy Dalton takes the time to lean in and confirm this. <laughs> and then be like, take him to my personal doctor, which you know translates to take me to the guy who is going to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a good villain. A yeah. very, very good villain. Yeah. And I think that him being a good villain against who is the guy who played the Rocketeer who's very forgettable? Mr. Doe Eyes, yeah. number one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he is wonderful terrible. haircut. Billy Campbell. Oh, jeez. Oh, in, in, I think that like he's this, also in the killing, isn't he? He's the the fucking politician in the American version of the killing. I think so 
Um, I just yes, he is. God, yes. <laughs> and we're putting this up against Hellboy. He looks the same Hellboy. now, by the way. He's a fucking vampire, Billy Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't age, man. Uh, I don't know. He's got a real real flat face, though, doesn't he? Real featureless. Yeah, exactly. He's a safe... Beneficial as an actor. Yeah, I I, I see a biplane, and that's just a stop sign for me. I fucking turn it off, so I'm... You know they make new movies, Yeah, you know they make new fucking planes, guys, all right? Okay, yeah, let's get serious here. We've talked about the Rocketeer a little bit. It's going up against fucking Hellboy. Hellboy wins. Hellboy wins. Yeah, hands down. Rocketeer! Okay. Well, you've already got your veto in, <laughs> yeah. so we don't have to worry about your vetoing. Yeah. All right. So the Rocketeer goes out and replacing it. Mmm. Mmm. 30 Days of Night. Oh, this is good. What do you want to put that up against? What do we got left? This is a very polarizing movie, though, because I know a, yeah, lot, a lot of people, people who love really people don't like it. this movie. And a lot of them love the source material. That's why. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Niles can write a fucking comic. There's a couple... Yeah. The the fucking comic is incredible. It's real good. This movie takes away one of the most compelling characters who's like the supervillain, per se. And, and like, you know, it's just... I think uh, they were trying to do a one-off, and that was the deal. Like, they weren't necessarily thinking they were going to franchise this. They still made a sequel, but the sequel's boring. Um, Because they killed off someone who could have been the villain in the sequel. Yeah, but... Oh, what do you think yeah. we can put this movie against, though, in this mm-hmm. list? I mean, that's very difficult. Um, this is where it gets interesting, though. Mm-hmm. What do we got left? Just there's for record, there's also plenty of vetoes. Fuck this. Let's We've... let's put this up against Mystery Men. Okay, okay. It's gotta go. <laughs> yeah, this shit's gotta go. Okay, so Thirty Days of Night. One of I'll these films you, has to go. There's they're two, the weaklings. There's two things that I I really uh, that really drew me into this movie that mm. kind of made me. Um, Feel like a lot of the criticism is is a little bit mm. um, a little bit unfounded because I thought they were so powerful. Like mm-hmm. the um, uh, what's the name of the guy who uh, he's just like wandering through the the um, the oh, Ben Foster. The uh, yes, Ben Foster. Ben Foster. When he's in the jail cell, yeah, just talking shit to these people I about how badly they're going to die. And it is it is just so fucking frightening. Yeah, it's the best. That scene is, oh hands down, for a horror film, the best lead up to what's to come. It's like nobody yeah. believes him. He's fucking crazy. He's totally nuts. And he's just like, y'all gonna die. Oh, <laughs> so it's a, it's, a fair, it's a fair battle for me to put these two what's up the against other each one? other. Oh. The other one is the, the drone shot. Oh, yeah. Over oh, yeah. the town. Oh, <laughs> my God. When, when everything is just going to complete chaos. They've got this shot that just goes across the top of the town, and you're Powered seeing blood. all of these individual scenes of just brutal vampire murder. It's Can I just insane. say, like, what that that whole scene? The reason why I found that too compelling. Again, like, I'm a huge horror nut, and the reason why I love that scene so much is that you're watching families die. You're not just watching yeah. like an army being attacked. You're watching like mothers and kids running. You're watching a father with like a maybe a rifle trying to defend off his family while they're getting attacked by these just dark figures on a white plane fucking frightening man mm-hmm. and the way the way they do it too where in a lot of horror movies that would be cut 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 mm-hmm. cut like here's a hand coming through the window here's like you know a vampire slashing grandpa's throat or something and, and just like just but just no, no, yeah, cuts. Right. the fact that you're seeing it all happen at once is you have to just take like, it all in it all at once it's like you're at, you're getting that whole full feel of what's happening in this town it's no holds barred oh, man it's it's, it's frightening great. it's great yeah, yeah. I'd say for these also. Ooh, sorry. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, ahead. I would say for these two, the reason why it's a fair battle for me is that I haven't read either of the comics, mm. Mystery Men and fucking Thirty Days a Night. 
But I will say Three Days a Night is just like a... That's... At, my vote's done. That's mm-hmm. fucking taking the cake. It's the, too good. The My... One thing that bothered me about the promotion cycle for 30 Days of Night was the fact that they used in the trailer the please God and then Marlo coming in over and being like, no God. No God. That's a great fucking moment in the film. Mm -hmm. And they use it in every fucking trailer. Um, You know, and... And that was one thing that was kind of... Because they... uh, Because he was like the big baddie... um, Making him more more silent and more reserved in these sorts of things, and making all the other because he's a Romaniac in the comics, right? Yes, comparatively, yeah. Um, making him more you know reserved and this kind of like methodical stalker character kind of thing, having the first lines that he utters in the movie like in English, um, was really really strong. Yeah, super and, and wasting it in the trailer, um, you know. That being said, the third act does lose me a little bit, but it's still kind of, like I actually maybe like it better than the ending of the comic, <laughs> <laughs> which I know someone again that, is that like, huge grinder yeah, was, yeah. didn't suck. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so. right now is the, just telling the so, internet. Yeah, you know, oh, I shit. concur with you two gentlemen. I don't mm. think so. I, I'm going to wrap it up here before it even gets yeah. to Tommy or Norm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Thirty Days of Night is it for me. Cool, cool. Are we trying to win what's in the cup? (laughs) All right, guys. I'm sorry if this is going to be a tough one, but coming into the ring, we've got a real heavy hitter. Okay. 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 So put yourself back in, uh, what year was this? 1996, okay? 1996. What was the number one cinema fucking masterpiece of that year? The Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Two words. Barb. Fuck. Oh, boy. Pamela, Pamela, Pamela. Okay, admittedly, I've never seen this film. Oh, what? Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Bro, I became a parent. Okay. <laughs> but. Lee Bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> and and t- admittedly. Um, <laughs> Please don't defend this movie. No, 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 no. Veto, yeah. veto, whatever it comes. I do have my or... veto. Um, before we put it up against anything, I really want to see it now. As a result of my like my quote unquote research from earlier today, because I didn't have time to rewatch. Like there was two on this list. I was like, I can rewatch everything except for two. And which two is it going to be? And 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 what it came down to was like I had three on my list, and it was like, are you going to watch two that aren't on that we haven't announced yet, or barbed wire? And, and and so I was like, okay, we'll go with those three. I'm not going to rewatch them. I don't care. And so I just watched some clips of this one online because I've never ever seen it, whereas the other ones I've seen multiple times. And I, the one clip that I start with is the um, breakout scene. Where she smashes a window with her high heel and is like, turns to someone and is like, Have you ever seen Batman? And then shoots a fucking grappling hook out the window, clips it to her belt, and they, and it doesn't even, they don't even jump out. It just cuts to them rappelling down, and it is clearly two adult men in wigs (laughs) and like a skirt and stuff. 
doing this fucking grappling hook. And then it cuts back to Pamela Anderson and the other lady. And it's like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you didn't even want to spend the money for the extra stunt people. No. Like, that, that just, like, looked like your main character. Just use the same one that's doing the villain. What was the budget Put him in a this wig. film? Cause... The budget was, was a whopping $9 million. Oh, <laughs> grossed a whopping $3.8 million. Oh, yeah, 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 it did. It Do you think this time. movie, though, got her VIP? Oh yeah, yeah. People have been saying that to me all this yeah. week. Yeah, I'll go. Like, oh, you that. gotta see it because it got her VIP. And I'm no, just you don't like, oh, need well, to see well, it. You've that's, seen that's the... like have you seen VIP? Yeah. Then you don't have to see Barbed Wire. Yeah, even the right <laughs> yeah, amount exactly. of time. It's like forty five minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. So, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen this film, but after seeing that one scene. Uh, and then giving up all hope in life, yeah. uh, I I kind of want to see it again. Yeah, so, I'm, or see it for the first time. The barbed wire. Trips I didn't know there falls. was all of this like backstory. What the last you... free city of the United States oh, ravaged fuck. by the Civil War? It's because they left it out of the movie. <laughs> they didn't even like... tell you any of this shit. I... What? The fuck? Let's just get this out of here quick. Yeah, Let's put it up out, against TMNT. Wire. No, just get out. Just fuck off. The guy would use my. My veto just to use my veto <laughs> it's done i'm so over this i don't even want to talk about this movie with comparison okay to okay yeah we don't need to talk about this movie anymore any other, any other movie, movie. Yeah. <laughs> i concur okay okay now we have a serious heartbreaker on our hands okay, okay. for everybody at this table i know okay. because on the table right now we have teenage mutant ninja turtles mm-hmm. we have dread mm-hmm. okay maybe it's not a heartbreaker if that's what it goes up against we've got hellboy We've got 30 Days of Night coming into the ring. V for Vendetta. Oh. Well, you, I, you can put... I'm not going to lie. I, pro- I would say we could put it... You Honestly, for uh, for time, you could put that up against Dread, and I think we'd be unanimous on that. Because honestly, it'd be, I think it'd be, it'd be really fucking cool given the... Ones that are already yeah, left. Why don't, why don't we talk about how we're going to contrive the episode on air? I'm going to do this. <laughs> yes. We're, we're uh, running out. Oh, you've worked well. with there, it before. There are two coming up, <laughs> yeah. and it's debatable how contentious they're going to be. I Personally, my feeling is this is the last great movie on the list. Okay. This is the last really great movie on the list. But wait, we haven't talked about Time Cop yet. It's Time Cop. <laughs> oh, this is the last great movie on the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. What are we putting V up against? Are we? Do, are you? Are we? Are you putting that in the ring, sir? You putting it up against? I'd Dredd? say V against Dread. I want to get. I want to. I want this to get real interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, you were talking about uh, the validity of doing a comic book uh, movie loyal to the source material. Now mm-hmm. they they did push it up uh, two decades, three decades. Mm-hmm. Um. But other than that, so other than changing essentially radio to TV and making a little bit more friendly by making EV not a prostitute on her first night on the job, mm-hmm. pretty much everything is 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 very loyal to the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some other racy things in there. I'll tell you, um, we were joking earlier about how both our moms love Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. uh, the TV show. With Ron Perlman. Linda Hamilton. And Linda Hamilton, the great Linda Hamilton. The great. (laughs) (laughs) The great Terminator protagonist. Oh, man. Um, My mom has a very similar emotional connection to this movie. Uh, Not that that would weigh on any of our interpretations of it, but I just feel as though, like, for example, like, a woman with a grown son is not the target demographic of this film. 
and it transcends like what we think is cool like oh wow gunfire knife fights uh, you know cool mask shit guy fox history <laughs> bullshit whatever um this penny stuff. for the guy uh you know um kind of stuff and conspiracy theories and all um fighting against uh tyranny and all of these things it goes uh it's transcendental uh, transcendental beyond that point because there are things to connect whether it be something as great as as the cast which is is very strong you got john hurt as your your big baddie which is also interesting because of course he was winston in 1984, yeah, 1984 now he is the head on the view screen so yeah. that's kind of interesting um but again i just feel as though like there there's something about that film that that works for a really 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 broad audience and it's one of the wachowski's best and 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 it, it it's still watchable mm-hmm. unlike you know the, the second matrix and third matrix and every <laughs> other was, film to be made. honest i think it was their last good movie yeah it might it might be the yeah. only one that's not aging terribly terribly bad um Again, I think that's because and of the source I could, material. for example, we could never talk our mothers into watching Dread without like t- taking some like motion sickness medication. First. Crazy weird, weird mm-hmm. uh, personal anecdote here. I just had had the craziest, uh, vivid memory flash of I, I had my wisdom teeth taken out last year in November, mm. uh, and it was right around uh, the um, the uh, what is it, the fifth of November. Yeah, I remember there being it was like November. Uh, second and or, you considered blowing up Canadian Parliament? No, no, no. I, I was, <laughs> I was flying high on whatever they give you to start with, right? Yeah. Like it's not they they don't put you completely under. They right. give you something that just makes you basically forget. Yeah. Um, you you don't even necessarily not feel it. Forget me now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that one goes out to Michael Sarah, who we shit talked yeah. earlier. Still, but, for, uh, I'm still gonna shit talk. <laughs> I, I remember I I um. It's the the person uh, the the anesthesiologist mm-hmm. um, mentioned uh, mentioned the quote for the movie, and I was like, "Oh shit! I just watched remember, that the remember, other day," yeah. and we had this like. Like I just had a flash of like like maybe we talked about that movie for fucking too long. Like, <laughs> like I was sitting in the waiting room waiting to get my wisdom teeth taken out, and chatting I'm, with an anesthesiologist, like, flying <laughs> off my fucking gourd on, on <laughs> fucking painkillers, just having a long conversation about how amazing V for Vendetta was and how applicable it was specifically to the current political climate was was where it was going mm-hmm. um, uh, at the time. Like you know how. How quickly we we mm. how effective fear mongering is yeah too, and yeah. how how quickly our whole society could really just just turn into this you know mm. from from just allowing uh, you know fear to take hold and and giving too much too much faith to those in power you know amazing I, it's hugely uh, yeah the idea of speaking out uh, against it and uh, I can't remember his name uh, the television host from the film. Uh, well, he's the voice of London. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the comics, he's a radio host anyway. So yeah, but I mean, like them coming in and taking him in the middle of the night for mm-hmm. speaking out and like that idea. I kind of think that movie rings more true today as well. When you're looking at like you know American politics and things like that, mm-hmm. and you're just yeah. like, oh my god, is shit shit fucking happening? Like, is this Alan Moore's best comic or is Watchmen? 
I actually like this better than Watchmen. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. just because well, I feel like Watchmen. This is just my personal opinion. Of course, it's not like obviously everybody's, but um, people really love Watchmen, and mm. I think I read Watchmen first, and then I read V for Vendetta, and I was like, V for Vendetta to me is like because I really I'm really into 1984, so I feel like it's mm. sort of like oh, okay, like I get Brave this. New World and all yeah, that sh- and like I all love that shit, all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Aldous Huxley. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just having that sort of like. You know, there's always a larger power in an unseen eye that we don't really get. And when it comes through in film so directly... Uh, it and it works. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, this this really kind of takes a chord with me being like, yeah, man, like fuck the establishment, like mm-hmm. greatly. But like, I mean, really, actually feeling it and being like, this is this is very plausible. This could happen in mm-hmm. real life, like you were saying. And yeah, I think you know, not only the source material which I really love, but like this movie was very close. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I love it so much, I think, is because it was very close. You felt for every character. Before we, you know, it sounds like at least probably three of us are voting for V. I want to put something in there that might change someone's opinion. Not going to change mine, but <laughs> might change someone's opinion is the fact that the um, – I feel as though there's a, there's a very, like, deep childish part of me that um, feels as though the film – should not have changed the era it is in because there is some problems and Devin you brought up one of the big ones when we talked about Alan Moore adaptations on another show um <clears throat> and that is that say for example he's exchanging emails with someone that he may or may not be um you know opposed to the government and he's getting information this sort of thing but then he's worried about his office being bugged with audio for example, which would be much harder to do than just read your email, read a government email from a government email address. Um, like there's things that don't transition perfectly from era to era in the film. And I don't think that anyone would have been hurt if that was set when it originally was set in the comics. I don't think that, that would have affected the film at all. Um, but does it have any effect on my overall enjoyment of it? Not, not tremendously mm. you know yeah it kind of kept the same ideas yeah kept kept your head in the same place mm-hmm. yeah. yeah although they probably shouldn't have like built a train station right to fucking parliament like, a train <laughs> line that just goes right under parliament that was probably a bad it was idea supposed to be a secret <laughs> uh nope votes gentlemen Who wants uh, v. v yeah all right yeah so dreads out dreads dead Dreads dead. <laughs> Dreads Coming dead, in, Dreads dead. <laughs> the, the eponymous, the the much uh, much talked about at this table, yeah. time cop. Yes, <laughs> I'm fucking cop. Well, oh boy, this a, wasn't. Sorry, I was gonna say, man, that, it's fucking. Well, no, man, it's not. What's it going to beat what's, on the list? What's right time now? cop gonna beat? Uh, I'd be willing to put it up against Thirty Days of Night. It's okay. And but, see, let's let's see. I, I'm sorry. I love Time Cop, uh, and I'm yeah. still going 30 Days a Night. No, I, I'm 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 gonna go 30 Days a Night, and just because Time Cop was so it, okay, it was it was just stupid, but fucking fun because yeah. you know, like <laughs> they go back to the opening sequence, right? And then like that whole thing in the Amber is like there's two Jean Claude Van Damme's. Yeah, but the think- only difference is the mullet. Yeah. By the way. But if you think about it, when he's alone, how many fucking movies does Jean-Claude Van Damme have to be in 
with a twin of himself. Well, that's not a twin, to be fair. That's himself. Okay. Same matter can op- occupy the same space. <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> I was like, I was into that movie, and then it just, it was actually pretty boring. The bad guy's name I can't think of has a great moment with old himself that looks exactly the fucking same. Like, they didn't even shave the beard or anything. He's just like, lay off the fucking some food. Like, lay off the fucking chocolate or something like that. And you're like, you look the fucking same. <laughs> like, there's no difference here. Clearly, it's the nothing wrong. It's that. internal. And the, yeah. The other thing that makes this film so funny for me is that they have to do this elaborate, like, get into the machine. Yeah. And it's... then they go through, and there's no machine when he gets to the past, there's no machine. And then he doesn't come back in a machine. He's just like, boop, boop, boop. And just comes back with his watch. Yeah, we, we've joked about this one before, too. They get into this giant, like, space fighter thing. Yeah. And then he's like, see those, see those two, two spots on the wall? wall? They're the Volmer so, twins. Yeah, those are the guys that fucking, the machine didn't go through time. And so they just hit this wall. Why is there a fucking wall there? Like, what, what do you just just move it out like twenty feet? What are you fucking crazy? Like, what, why does this make any is it sense? Like, like, is, is, it, it? is it like Back to the Future that if you're going back in time, like you have to hit a certain point? But it's like yeah. they, they're literally like, look, man, we gotta have a safe code on this. We can just send anybody back in time. If you don't make it. You hit a fucking wall. Uh, zone, zoning restrictions. What are also, we gonna do? It's like, all there. What's also great too yeah. is that like their body is just all of a sudden out of the machine and then yeah. just right on the They're wall. Just walking. Like what happens to the machine? Every the, time the transportation device. The space fighter hits the wall, blows up 110 billion dollars. Yeah, and that's okay. what doesn't make any sense. So, so you're, so you're telling me that there's again. some fucking time paradox wormholes where there's just a fucking ship in the middle of They're nowhere just floating around. Okay. There's just a bunch of them, like a fucking ship dump. Okay, and be, beyond, it's amazing. I love this. Beyond that, we've also got a situation where these are time police who respond to to situations where people have gone back in time. So there have been enough of these situations. It happens frequently enough that somebody goes back in time yeah. and fucks with everything. Yeah. That that they have an entire police force dedicated to it, mm-hmm. and like you know, the amount of money that's gone into it to build all of these fucking <laughs> destructible time spaceships. Only two, but but how? Like they can only have a stock of two. How, do, how is there any consistency in in the in the present? Then, yeah. like it's just constantly well, in fucking flux because they're constantly catching up to what criminals <laughs> have already fucked up in the past. They just live in this Even, world where it's like Hitler won, Hitler lost, Hitler won, Hitler lost. Like every day, just over and over again. Oh, it's, it's so it's good. So absurd. Understanding the parallel universes of having two machines and so many outcomes when you blast through that wall. Like Four. Back to the Future explained that to me so well, where it's like, no man, if you blip off, like shit's gonna get real fucking crazy. There are universes out there, and you're like, well, not really. This movie just kind of squashes that, and he's like, save his wife. Exactly. And when he comes back, nobody knows what's happened. To the extent that, like, they don't even know, like, things that he knows that have happened in his reality and that were fine. Like, it's like, do you remember when you picked up milk on Thursday? No, no, no. I picked up milk on Wednesday. In the new future, I knew about the milk picking up earlier. Like, it's so fucking strange. Like, inane facts come up. So frivolous. But, uh, the ending and, doesn't like, make any sense either. Just hang on, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Before before we get to the ending, because the ending is great, and we'll and I'll let you go into the ending, because the ending is magnificent. Thank you. But okay, um, two things that involve the police directly. One is the fucking uh, 
opening scene where another time cop has gone back to make a bunch of money in like the roaring 20s oh, yes. and he's like fucking with finance a little bit because he's making like $12 in the past or something it's gonna make him a bajillionaire right <laughs> the equivalent yeah. thereof he made 12 bucks or whatever you know what I mean he, he he owns Sears I don't know in any case um, and then Jean-Claude Van- the punishment of him catching him and bringing him back in his future outfit, doesn't change to look like he's from the era or anything. Brings him back in, like, his fucking vest and everything. His cool 90s vest. Because we all wore vests when we were kids. He brings him fucking back and they're like, your punishment is to die in that era. So then they drop him back and he smashes through, like, this canopy and smashes onto the road. And he's just like a fucking body there. Of course they're going to, like, fingerprint him and be like, hmm, that's so strange. Like, we don't know who he is. <laughs> Like, we have no proof that this man ever existed in the past. Oh, and then the other He's fucking... really rich, though. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who all that money goes to. And he has $12 in the bank. <laughs> and so the other cop twist is that he comes back, Jean-Claude Van Damme, at one point after the, the, the bad senator uses the machine and keeps the software company or whatever. Yeah. Which is a great fucking fight yeah. scene. He comes, he comes back and his boss doesn't know him. And so... He just convinces him. It'd be like East. I come back in an alternate reality. I'm like, you know, we were really close friends, and I know all about all these things about you that really you could you tell everybody because you're proud of them, uh, and you'd be like, okay, fine. We're we're instantly like that is the convincing fact that we are immediately intimate enough so that you will like give your life for me. It is. It's I'd do brilliant, that for you, bro. That, yeah, you do that for a person who just tells you, like, you know, you really like Time Cop, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really, like, oh. you, you obviously really know me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, so, that, well, buddies. So I'll, I'll, I'll get shot to shit for you. Yeah. Who's but, after you? Throw me in the way of those bullets. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's brilliant, and uh, you know, I don't know, just. All the knot twists, and I, I love this movie because it actually creates more fucking plot holes. Just every time the story, like the next page of the script, is just like have ten more plot holes. You're literally creating is, your own movie while watching this movie. It, uh, yeah, the movie <laughs> itself like, what would be a better is in my head than what I'm actually watching right now. But East, but... please take us through the last scene. Please, <laughs> oh, the last for scene. Love of God. Oh, so my favorite part in the whole like fucking last scene is just. So let me get this straight, Van Dam. How. In this whole thing of watching the ending and or not the ending, sorry, like watching like the kill and whatever else that when you actually go back to your time by watching this movie, even in theory, you should know that your wife is alive and your daughter's alive. So why when you get home is it a fucking surprise? You've had it. In oh, fact, I thought you were going to talk about how useless younger one of him is. Like he's so. Oh, much, he's so fucking useless. Like, he's not even younger, tough at all. buffer. You know, like has an actual gun. Way more stamina he should have. <laughs> yeah, but he was just having sex and sleeping though. He slept since then. Yeah, no, yeah. he had a nap. So we got this time travel movie that has the big crescendo action piece in a fucking farmhouse. By the way, <laughs> and yeah, dubs. just just like what oh, is it? Uh, Nowhere to run. Another John Claude yeah. Van Damme oh, movie that fuck. ended in a farmhouse. Why couldn't it at least be? in a hockey arena the guy just loves his like <laughs> those are van damme tropes yep all right yeah i actually i really i i've seen time cop so many times it was like right in the heart I, I like i know it's fucking stupid i know it's so fucking stupid but it's so fun um are you voting time cop i'm voting time cop just because like like again 
I can go into that movie knowing it's ridiculous, knowing every single page is going to be just them committing to the worst script known to man, the worst direction that I've ever seen <laughs> in an action Sam film. Same Raimi, executive producer. Yeah, movie. I know. Yeah, man. <laughs> Look, I love I said, Raimi, but I didn't say he was good. <laughs> I didn't say he was always good. Yeah. Yeah. Norman, what do you got? Oh, it's yeah. V. Or, sorry, uh, 30. Yeah. Three days a night? Yeah, yeah I, I, um, I watched the movie Eraser. <clears throat> Not too long ago, oh. maybe four or five <laughs> Time years ago. Time better than Eraser. And I remember just feeling like, man, I really liked this as a kid. Like how disappointed current me is in yeah. the kind oh, of shit I totally that don't respect me young me, but I'm... me too. And Time Cop, <laughs> I, I feel like shit. it's in the same boat. It's like it it holds this nostalgic place, but in the same way that like Street Fighter the movie does. And it's like I would never argue yeah. with somebody that that Street Fighter or fucking eraser or any of that any of that shit that was just like action for the sake of action really holds a candle to to anything else. Mm-hmm. I never defend that to somebody else. Like it's just like, yeah, it's shit. It's shit that I love, but it's it's shit. Like yeah. I, I'm But a not... lot of people say that about thirty days of night. That's... Say that exact same thing. I would... It's shit comparative to the comic, which I love. I, I would, I, yeah. Well. Like I would watch Thirty Days a Night over over a lot of films, and the thing is, I almost like never put Thirty Days of Night on. No, because it's still I own it. I've watched it twice. The thing is, it still frightens me though, man. Like it's actually a frightening film visually. Yeah. It's sort of just like you have to kind of be in the mood to watch that movie. Yeah. Like Time Cop, you could throw on, fall asleep, no fucking problem. <laughs> like I could do that with yeah. Time Cop. But, like, 30 Days a Night is, like, an experience. Like, I know that I'm going to get a little frightened about what's going on on screen. There's a lot of, like, really solid uh, performances. Danny Houston's just insanely scary in that movie. Oh, he's fantastic. And me watching him just being like, fuck, like, this is what it's about. So, yeah, I I would never go against 30 Days a Night with Time Cop on this one. I can't do it. (laughs) Even for nostalgic sake, I'm just like, 30 Days a Night is still, to me, a very frightening movie. Mm. And, yeah. All right, Time Cop. So, uh, where are you at, Norm? Oh, it was 30. 30? So yeah. we got three 30s and, and two time cops? Two time. <laughs> Better put my name down on this veto list. Time cops! Oh. Oh. No way! Oh, man. Really? Really? Danny DeVito the hell out of that. I guess you don't have much left to use it on, and I should have figured that. Yeah. Next up, we've got the black mask. Ooh, we're going to have a big <laughs> argument over this one. I don't even fucking... Ain't that trips. Oh. Never seen this movie, unfortunately. This I sent you that the... screen cap from it the other night where the girl makes some, like, you two boys are gays, aren't you? Or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. What a terrible translation. Oh, man. <laughs> or you two are gays, aren't you? That's what the line is. Um, it sounds so, like... Rednecky. Yeah, we talked about this film a little bit. I, I actually, the action is amazing because it's yeah. Jet Li. Um, yeah, young Jet Li. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's very limber. Very. And <clears throat> I've watched this film a handful of times, more so than Thirty Days of Night. <laughs> um, which I, you know, I apologize to any listeners who are just like, "How could you do that?" But I think it's funny, so fuck you. Um, <clears throat> but uh, with with this flick, it's like. There, there's this weird, weird thing where there's two female characters, dude, uh, dudes, and one we talked about it before. Yeah. One, all that she wants is to find a man, and the other is like a stone, cone, stone cold killer. The girl from Rumble in the Bronx, actually, the uh, love interest of Jackie Chan. She's really good in in, in both flicks. I can't think of her name. I apologize. Um, and that's the other character, and she's a villain until 
in a fight sequence, she falls in love with the black mask and then ends up, you know, uh, letting him go. Literally, it's a close up shot of her. Uh, it cuts between their eyes locking and her finger squeezing the trigger and her hand shaking. And then slowly her finger releases the trigger and doesn't pull it. And then it's just this moment of intimacy and respect, but they don't actually like do anything. Um, That's how I have always wanted to fall in love. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, like I'm about to shoot you. And then I realize I can't shoot you. Like, and then and, I just dropped to one knee. Yeah. <laughs> so like this person who's literally been just like going fucking through like bodies after you know yes. they're just piling them up but they can't kill the black mask and it's great but other than that i can't even understand what the fuck's going on in this movie it's like <laughs> just it's it's a it's a fucking hilarious mess i love it but it's it, there is nothing on this list that it can beat even time cop yeah <laughs> <I agree. laughs> all right okay, so should we just drop it yeah drop it. i would drop yeah. it all right, so we're down in the ring to Time Cop V for Vendetta, Hellboy, and Ninja Turtles. Shit. All right, <clears throat> let's, take a, let's take a let's take a break. One more break. Is that cool? Real quick, and uh, we'll come back. And I can cross that out. Sorry. We'll come back and uh, get into our final five, and and also figure out who who won our our cup contest spoiler alert yeah. it ain't me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right and who's still got here. their vetoes left tommy's got a veto and oh, no, so does veto, norm yeah. okay so hopefully they use it in the final five. Oh, it's coming yeah, yeah. 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 all right <laughs> all right we're back shit wow I've, i don't think i've ever heard devin do an intro i i don't Generally, <laughs> that sounds like me introing for fucking our show. Oh, it just it doesn't happen, but it is uh, like, um, uh, I? It's, like it's, like, it's like it's like Garth in that scene in Wayne's right. World. I'm having fun. We got not. <laughs> what do we have left? In we the got ring, four sir? left here. All right, so we I got we had five. Uh, no, 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 we just knocked off uh, Black Mask. Just oh, came okay. in and oh, right. left. Um, okay, so, so we've what... got Time Cop, V for Vendetta, Hellboy, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, the final now, four gentlemen. Okay, let's 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 knock off the nostalgia picks first. In my opinion, um, I mean, V for Vendetta and Hellboy, I think have they they are in a different place than Time Cop and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In my opinion, I don't know. Okay, Fair. now that's a fucking conversation and a half. I right wouldn't. There. I wouldn't. Okay, sing us off, Beast. Huh? Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, first of all. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, yeah, it might not be, and this is, again, you said it yourself, like, it gets kind of like, this is like it's a class war right now, yeah. is what it is, because those two movies are in their league of their own, however, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, that is like your, that is like a, it's a textbook, how you do a fucking comic book movie, like, it's a, it's, it's tech, it's very textbook, and not to mention it fucking does incredible hats off and it looks awesome and honestly you probably wouldn't have hellboy if it wasn't for so fucking mm. some of the makeup work and shit on turtles T you know what i mean T-L-E power and <laughs> like there was a lot like you gotta understand there was a lot of work that went into uh, turtles shit, that if, if you didn't have it you wouldn't have hellboy so to be quite honest, I'm gonna put fucking turtles in at least like the top two final battles. Like it's going fucking time cops gone, all the gentlemen. Way. Time cops out. Yeah, time cops yeah, out. Yeah. Time for sure. cops gone. I'm surprised it made it that far. 
I may Dave have had a reason. You may have had a reason. Does anybody <laughs> want to veto the time cop going out? Because there are two vetoes left. Yeah. No, no. No, I, I think no. Uh, okay. we're down to the final three. The final three. Okay, three on the table. V for Vendetta, Hellboy, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Excellent. Who right. are we going to put against two? Norm, nominate, nominate something for us, sir. Well, for this one here, I'm going to go with, uh, let's go TMNT with Hellboy. TMNT with Hellboy? Ooh. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You just you, you talked a big game with it, you know. Hellboy, it, it led the way for Hellboy and everything. But I still say, match. regardless, you've got TMNT holding the candle. First time in the show. Yeah, once, I get these once in a while here. No, <laughs> personally, I Turtles feel, is the shit. I feel like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did build the template that most other superhero movies mm-hmm. are based on today. But I think Hellboy borrows from a lot of other uh, types of of. of cinema than than just than just the the sort of the superhero movie i think you could say that about ninja turtles versus like a modern day spider-man or something like that um but i don't know if you can say the same thing about a movie like uh you know like like hellboy that's that's but it paid the way so but it paid the way for Hellboy, and you can make the exact same fucking argument with Turtles because I it's don't a... feel like Ninja Turtles has to craft a universe, though. Ninja Turtles doesn't have the I job think... of crafting a world that we have to that we have to make a big jump over to. It's just New York. It's a very good point. It's just New York, except there's Turtles. The idea like... is that these two people have to exist in a world in which we have um, existed in already, and I think that's sort of another thing too is just to take on our world though, and being uh, these outcasts, these you know. They're deciding to fight for our world, and that is sort of the – I think what Ninja Turtles does is sort of takes the idea of, like, the youths um, coming up in a world full of crime, full of, uh, you know, like not knowing where to go, where to look, and there is no other option. So you join the Foot Clan. You join mm. this, like, you know, huge conglomerate of evil that is not really sell, sold to you as evil. It's like – you want to stay in a yeah. place? Cool. Do what you want to do. That yeah. kind of thing. Whereas You're like, here because the outside world rejects you. Exactly. <laughs> this is your family. Like, I <laughs> am your father. <laughs> that, <laughs> that that idea to me is is almost so much more like it's it's so. Uh, rooted in reality whereas you're right like Hellboy has to craft this giant universe and make it believable which they do but the other idea is like can you take your reality and make it an altered reality and can you make it that much more believable too and I, I, don't, I don't know if it's because I watched it when I was a kid but watching it later on in life was, I was kind of on the point where I really enjoyed watching Ninja Turtles again because I understood um I understood the characters more in the sense of like they're just goofy kids and they're just like taking down this you know. I want to I want to point out uh, a reaction mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. a moment ago that I think uh, really illustrates this this uh, a lot more than I than I could. You make the quote from the movie, yeah. and we all laugh at the quote in the movie. Right. <laughs> we aren't we aren't take you know taken aback by how powerful that quote was yeah, it's, it's funny it yeah. is funny it is we, funny we went on a camping trip uh, a few years ago uh, and we were all absolutely hammered yeah. at like uh, lying around that giant fire that we made mm-hmm. um and uh Sean Smith just starts uh quoting splinter just doing the whole thing somehow like he had watched the movie i guess recently yeah. and is just going through line for line 
the entire uh, splinter. Uh, you um, yeah. yeah. Well, you came <laughs> from. <laughs> yeah, and just like telling his back, slashing his katana, uh, slashing his katana, and striking my ear. <laughs> we are just laughing our asses off. Yeah. It's so like because it's it is so it's. It's Jim Henson's fucking creature shop. It's not fucking. Okay, but be careful. He yeah. passed away after this film. So yeah, no, but I, but I'm saying rest it's, in peace. It, it's 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 levity. It's not like a believable retelling. It's just like okay, hey, but let's I'm not so overstep funny. the you, potential of like it's funny of Ron Perlman with giant horns that he shaves off and a fucking flaming crown. Yeah. And that and that's the final act, and that does look a little stupid. Also, as I already said, Russia's greatest sex machine is the villain in this film. man. In my mind, it's um, yeah, it, it's it's very black and white. Turtles uh, is laid a president mm-hmm. that, like, even culturally, um, you know, Hellboy hasn't able to. Yeah, you're talking. Yeah, exactly. Like it made touch. you feel. Yeah, it touch. made you feel. And not to mention laugh. that scene when fucking uh, Splinter. Speaking of fucking crying, when Splinter is talking to Raph and he goes, "I don't know." He's like, essentially just being like, "I don't know why you're angry, my son." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He's yeah. trying to reach to him, and then Raph just fucking cries because he's like got this pent up anger, and he yeah, understands that his old man's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, to me, that was like, like that is they got feelings. That man. is a Ninja Turtles. I didn't feel suit. anything honestly like that, though, except for maybe when Dad dies in fucking yeah. Hellboy. That's pretty much it. The, um, and, and if anything, you can argue it's a fucking Ninja Turtle trope that they took. And the last yep. uh, point that's worth noting, and you started to say it, and I thought that's where you were going, mm. is the fact that you're talking about 40 years as one of the most recognizable franchises in the world, particularly media-wise, mm-hmm. versus... If you walk out on the street and as much as Hellboy is loved, it's loved by a niche audience. Like you can't talk to an 80-year-old man and be like, you ever heard of Ninja Turtles? They know what it is. You ever heard of Hellboy? Yeah. But it's but not it, like my grandson's into but that, it's not a or something fair like that. Or, because look at look at how much Ninja Turtles was sold yeah, but this to isn't, us for our entire lives. I understand in that, but that isn't. In, this isn't an art house film show. But at the same, but at the same, but at the same time, Devin, you can like you can argue that that movie fucking like cemented. That fucking I legacy. Can't pick we're t- over we're talking either one of the other films in the top three. I'm sorry, I can't. We're talking about we're talking about film versus film, though. We're not talking about franchise versus franchise. No, Otherwise, and that's we wouldn't fine. have the sequel separately here. And you said and right to, off- and to, to make the argument of recognizability is is not valid in my opinion. That's what I'm saying. Is not. I'm not. I'm not are, are, saying are that the, that's okay, a mark you're, against. You're that. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You're right. You can't. You just can't say that more people would recognize the Ninja Turtles. Of course they would, because we were force fed that for like a decade. But there's like got to be every a, okay, form of media. But it's yeah. still. It's, but it's, it's not like we weren't like, accepting it. And it's so it's not. It's not completely uh, irrelevant because. People force us all kinds of things. You see a lot of fucking biker mice from Mars shit around anywhere. You see a lot of fucking street sharks shit. You see a lot of, like, there's all kinds of... Naming stuff. three like, of my tattoos. Star Wars <laughs> has that sort of power, and it was also force-fed to us by 20th Century mm-hmm. Fox yeah, in and, every form. And what I'm saying is... is so you go out on the street and ask people if they remember biker mice from Mars or Hellboy, they'll probably remember biker mice from Mars more, because it was just... It was a... It was a 
blip on the radar. Blitzkrieg through every media avenue. Just and they get also, kids to buy fucking my, mice who fucking all ride I'm, their bikes. All, <laughs> this is our. This all is I'm our, also saying is you, goal, right? is you also have an you have an independent comic book movie that single handedly laid the foundation and like. And was doing independent comics before anyone else was yes. doing independent um, comics in a lot of ways. Comic book movie that laid the president for every single major comic book movie afterwards and set a heavy fucking president mm-hmm. in it, and it was an independent comic book movie. I, that's all yeah, I'm I don't saying. know. I don't and know if I can agree I'm, with that, but I mean, why, I, why not? I just, I, I just feel like you have things like Batman that came out before uh, Ninja Turtles, which was, again... One year. One, being, still, I mean, also looking at things like Superman and... Yes, but very few films of modern right. era look at... Right, the the Superman and, model because no fucking audience would watch it because we yeah. have the attention span of a fucking gnat. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying. That I mean, it's when a you're powerful looking, film, when you're looking at characters though, um, Ninja Turtles as being superheroes, right? They do follow along this that line. A superhero being, panel? No, it's not a superhero <laughs> panel. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking panel did you bring me on, man? <laughs> hey, you called me. Um, no, but this uh, the, just the idea. Like, I, I think. As it is, a, it's a good film. I don't think that most people are looking at the Ninja Turtles film as being like the essential gateway into all other uh, superhero movies because it totally is how to do it on the cheap. It totally is how to 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 say for example, X-Men all would these, be nothing without turtles. Well, even these fucking like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I don't remember any Guardians of the Galaxy comics having like choreographed kung fu sequences in them golden harvest style although not as fucking good because they always cut before the blow which Fair this enough. film doesn't do it stays even though all this bullshit you know like you want to talk about okay it's a kids franchise blah blah, blah it's still like a lot of the cutting is is in line with what a man a grown male you know of like the 1970s loves about kung fu movies loves about bruce lee movies where so even though say for example you're in a giant rubber suit so like it's not as fucking powerful when you like jumping spin kick somebody or something like that but uh the way it's shot is still very true to other genres that now a lot of people are borrowing from you know and this is because we didn't have daredevil and because the next daredevil was fucking uh a pretty fucking dog shit until the the series that we have sorry ben yeah <laughs> you ruin everything ben and a lot of martial arts didn't work in comic book movies even like batman it's like one front kick because i can't turn my head you yeah. know the, the sort of thing you know that's that's and and the like you talk about you talked about it earlier devin the the wide angle panning fight sequences um yeah absolutely didn't look like new york but yeah. uh, th- that's okay you know um there there's a lot in the first film that still works for for a person of any age because they recognize it as something from like it really is kind of a stew which is very much what ninja turtles is so it's you know that's an interesting element it's not a benefit for or against really but you know there's there's kung fu movie great kung fu movie choreography and style in it in terms of how it's shot um you know there's there's the fun jokes the fart jokes for kids whatever uh, uh, and me and and Tommy <laughs> stuff like that and, and you know I love Hellboy and like I said when I watch Ron Perlman in the role I buy in immediately you could have him 
literally in an all-black room with just a light shining on him, smoking a fucking cigar, narrating the entire film. And I'd be like, mm, that was a pretty good Hellboy I think they movie. did that in the director's cut yeah. where it was him and Guillermo and they basically yeah. had that just, exact scene. So small corner. What do you vote um, on? What do you think? But, I'm, I, but the, like, unfortunately, they both suffer from the exact same thing where there are little, little CG in Hellboy and then like animatronic shortcomings in both films. Mm. So again, that negates each other. And what I, all that I have to go with is the lineage that precedes it and how it honored that and the lineage that succeeded it and how it's honored that it's honored that piece. Um, so in terms of, you know, um, borrowing from existent film culture, if we're going to get all art house and like this and that, then, then I'd have to go with, uh, my love for Kung Fu films and, and, uh, and the, the style that I, I recognize, um, and, and go with turtles. Turtles. I, I think that's an insane uh, decision. <laughs> um, and I respect that. I yeah. do. I mean, like, I, I, I think, I think I, I'm, I'm really trying to do my best personally to take um, nostalgia or things that I, things that aren't related directly back to the film out of my, my decision-making process, because I don't think it's fair that for my entire childhood, Ninja Turtles for NES was the video game that I played or, you know, I owned like 300 Ninja Turtles fucking toys. Like, yeah. you know, I had the turtle blimp. It was the most like probably the most I've freaked out about any like Christmas present ever. Mm -hmm. uh, and we popped the blimp like day one. Yeah, Everyone fuck that blimp. Oh, like, <laughs> it was the worst. It came with two I, patches and those things went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but none of that really has to do um if we're talking movie versus movie, in my opinion, and I mean, Ninja Turtles was, uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I worry that we're giving it way more credit than, than, than it, it deserves. Like it's the rosy lenses of nostalgia. It really doesn't matter here. to I mean, me because it's already got more wins than anything else on the panel. So I've got my point out of it. I veto I, Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> there I said it. Can I veto Hellboy? Veto? Is it. No, you can't do it in the same round. Oh, yeah, right. you mean you mean you're taking Hellboy out? Yeah, I'm taking just, Hellboy out. Oh, you're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Uh, no, I, I gotta get something here. Like, all right. My vote was for Hellboy, but I guess it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got to drop a bomb on it. I can still find stuff in Turtles right now. Like, I've gone back and watched it, and every time I do, there's something else that I've watched and I've enjoyed out of it, or I didn't pick up as a kid, and it still gets you pulled back into that universe. To believe that there, like, we know there's no fucking Turtles being raised by a goddamn yeah. rat, we but you know, know what? I, I enjoy that. You can enjoy the family that they created Which... out of that. And there's a brotherhood between them. I mean, Raph and fucking Leo at one point there. Tell me that you weren't thinking about your you – know, if you had a brother or something like that that, that is, you can think about. Which I don't. I do. See, <laughs> you know, I have you a wish brother, your brother could be and like I fought that. with him a lot. You know what I mean? Like, this is shit that happened. Mm -hmm. And you, you like still this? had your family aspect. Yeah. Your father. Did that... you ever watch your brother bathe, though? That was a little weird. <laughs> yeah. I bathed with my brother. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you did. It's, it's, it's melodramatic. Depends on how much water we right. in the basin. So TMNT up against V for Vendetta, our final matchup of the Oh, TMNT. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. That's All what right, I'm that's going a, with. So we've got two strong votes. Devin, what's your argument? I feel for Vendetta up. is an incredible fucking film, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a fucking... Incredible. It's, 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 it's like... It is an incredible film. It's like the definition of just like a, a fucking cash grab. Everything about it. Even looking back <laughs> on it, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's like what fucking things is a kid 
like six to ten years old gonna fucking respond to teenagers hey, mutants yeah we ninja, gotta jump ninjas down and second. turtles it's it's like it, it's it's like a a caricature of itself mm-hmm. i don't know it's 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 uh, uh go ahead. versus versus something that that honestly i feel is like on the level of of like 1984 like borrows a lot obviously from it but <laughs> but i would say i would say it's like in in terms of my enjoyment, mm. reading through uh, V for Vendetta, which I have on the shelf here somewhere uh, around, I'm sure. <laughs> That's gonna be a fun bottom edit. shelf there, and uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and and, and reading through 1984, it 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 got it got things a little bit uh, a little bit better in in my opinion, and it's and it's it's it like yeah. no nostalgia here whatsoever. We're talking about a, a, you know, a movie about turtles. You you can say that there's there's so many layers to it. There really aren't that many. Um, there's a, a kind of a a forced uh, brotherhood between them where where Michelangelo and Donatello kind of sit back. They don't even really get their their characters fully realized from from. Okay, Don, Donatello is a, is a genius that okay. builds okay. a You know what? I've had, I've had, you know what? You know what? There's, okay. Fucking enough is enough. not here. brought yeah, up whatsoever. Leonardo and Raphael are the only two turtles that even get much screen time in the movie. The, the other characters are not fleshed out. Um, Casey Jones, I would say, is like the, 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 the real fucking, the, it's like the only uh, genuine feeling character arc in the entire movie uh, the, Norm, are you going to stand for this? You got your one. The end of the second act. We know he's going to use it. It's horrible <laughs> when they're, wants, when they're yeah. out of the farmhouse and they're they're I don't like no, yeah. I don't think so. When they're out that of the scene, farmhouse, though. it's just so dull. And it's, I love and that. It's I love that fucking scene. I, I love that scene. The alphabet is fucking face. Where she's drawing his like like lifeless body on that, you know, sleeping on the porch and just being like, you know, we had to get out of the city and. Cause Get off the grid for a while. Yeah, I love that. I love that sequence. I thought that was so good. Oh. I loved it when I was a kid. I I, I still like I it cannot today. in good conscience. Put I it love watching a hero be defeated. A better movie. It's May I uh, just point out right off the jump in your argument? I have to just dispel this just for the point of um, you know avoiding a, a really nasty email from someone. Hmm. I understand that you're mounting an argument because you want V for Vendetta to win. I, I don't disagree with you, but um, just for the record, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, while it was probably something that was very cool, it's also pretty much one of the most violent comics of that era. Like, there is a, there's violent graphic killing on the very first page, and also you said that this film was sucking into that, which it did to a certain extent, except for the fact that if they were going to do that, they could have literally just done a carbon copy of the colorful, bright cartoon, and they did wind it back a lot and take the advice of essentially the original creators who were on set every day mm-hmm. um, and and take a lot of input that way and, you know, and make a kind of a hybrid. So I just want to acknowledge that. I'm not saying that you're right or wrong. I'm just saying I don't want a bunch of fucking nasty emails about how 
you know. I'm going to say this. Yeah, one, but we didn't defend any of the other movies that way. We're talking about movie versus movie here. We're not mo- talking about... No, I know, about, but you said, like, these are the five things that kids will very much like, and that's... Yeah. I'm sorry, but this yeah, the target demographic kind of, feels of like. Teenage Mutant... You're saying the name. The target demographic of this comic was not children. Yeah. And, the, and of the first 3,000 copies sold... The, the large majority, because again, it's a comic that I know a fair bit about because we've done a huge like three hour fucking panel on it, um, is is the fact that that the the largest uh, demographic is men over the age of 18, like 18 to 30 was like 99% of the comics sold mm-hmm. um, be- before the it was finally pressed in like a large quantity. In 1986, Dark Horse Miniatures produced a set of 15mm, approximately <clears throat> 0.6-inch lead figurines. In January 1987, Eastman the show's already on the, the offices of Playmates Toys, a small California toy company. They wanted to expand into the action But we're talking market. movie Literally to movie. Already years, sold from, the television from rights, two years dude. after... The, the the comic series was released. Yeah. They were already making toys. Yeah. Action figures for kids. They were approached by uh, by uh, that toy company, by the way, just to be clear. Mm, um, yeah. He doesn't specify, but... I've seen that documentary. But, but regardless, <laughs> regardless, film versus film here. But you just can't make that as an argument. That's film, all I'm saying. You can't ver- be like, this is targeted for kids, so it The movie it negates- was targeted for kids. Okay. No, there's there's and these still... are five things. But it's shot like a kung fu film with a kung fu fucking... film crew. <laughs> this, this this argument, let's face it, it's it a, had it's, the sexual it's overtones a, in there too. With it's it. a four yeah. on it's Katie a four Jones on one. I love sexual overtones. Yeah. I, I love me for Vendetta, and I'll accept turtles. And I'm fine either way. So I'm totally. I gotta go turtles. It's I'm turtles. fine either way. And I only gotta go turtles because uh, I need something uh, on my list that's in the Tim Hortons cup. Yeah, mine too. I need. I'm not doing for the list. Somebody already, somebody already vetoed the fucking crow. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know, right? I'm just going to point this out because I know what's on that list. I know what I put in there. And if nobody was, likes Spawn, but fuck off. If okay? it was Charlie Guizamo? If, if it was the crow versus turtles, this would be a totally different conversation. I beg to differ. I would still say be the turtles. I'd be, still I'd be, be on the turtles. Turtles, yeah. Heroes anyway. in a half shell, guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And okay. also, turtle power was... You know, my last name's Power. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't say no to this. I have no good reason for why I like it more than better movies. Okay, I yeah, just yeah. know you guys that I have no good reason. I have no. True. I personally have no good reason as to why it is. Why Life it. isn't fair, Depp, and I'm but sorry to is, tell you if you didn't already know. This you know, is because of the crow, isn't it? it is. I'm being so hard on you right hey, now because is. of the fucking crow. <laughs> and I know that. That's fine. Devin, Devin, you told, Devin, I'm being hard on you for the record because you told me to shut up in the episode earlier. <laughs> which, so I let you intro a fucking <laughs> segment and you go, okay, <laughs> we're back. Okay. <laughs> Silence. Devin... Die Hard, bro. Oh, yes. Welcome to my fucking club. <laughs> Die Hard. And with that, adieu. Okay. So it's four to one turtles. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. So East has to take off. We're going to come back from the break uh, and, and tally who won in this contest. Also, Norm retained his, his veto throughout the competition. So if he is tied with someone, he'll win. Um, you know. Because he didn't use it. He didn't have to use it to manipulate the contest. But we'll see how it goes. Maybe he just, he's SOL to begin with. All right? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Thank you, boys. I 
I didn't mean to make that so fucking tough and go on so long, but it's like, come on. It's like I'm taking it fucking was, crazy pills man. here. It's ever. All right, gentlemen, so we're back, and East is in the wind. Yep. Disappeared. I am. Took it on the heels. <laughs> but that's okay, because he came in dead last. Yes, he did come in dead last. <laughs> I can almost hear him faintly across the sea right now saying, yes. fuck this you. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> okay, so East is, first of all, the only, uh, only one of two people who's... Um, kind of like lame duck pick didn't make it oh, to mine. where they needed it to mine be. Mine got slaughtered. It just needed one victory. Oh, really? And it, that would be your lame duck victory oh. right there. <laughs> um, yours as well, Tommy, did not? Yeah, absolutely slaughtered. <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and then East also had the Crow in Sin City, which didn't, uh, didn't register in the top five so he was immediately an emil- uh, crow and eliminated was on his list to say. yeah man that must have really hurt <laughs> <laughs> so much. you veto the crow with sin city he's like oh i still gotta win but fuck <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> and you know tommy if you would just put mystery man as your you know yeah. underdog pick and then not picked spawn we would we'd be having a very different conversation right now. But sadly, the only thing that registered in the final five for you was uh, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that went there. Um. So that that brings it down to myself, Devin, and uh, and Norm. Now Norm retained his veto, and that was how you got into the finals. To be clear, because also you only had two films uh, on your list that that made it through. So you had. Yep. Uh, your actually, so I was wrong. Your uh, pick for a, a sleeper uh, did not make it through. Also, Mystery Men, uh, or actually, it did yeah, it did because it, it won around. Mystery yeah. Men won around. Cool. Yep. Um. So you uh, you were in the lead coming out of this round because you also had or no you all you just had TMNT on your list. Yeah. So there's the two me. points, and then and then you have uh, one veto point, obviously, because you retained that point. Cool. Yep. Um. Devin and I both had uh, two films in our top three. Uh, he had V for Vendetta and Hellboy. I had V for Vendetta and TMNT. Okay. So at that point, we went to total rounds in the competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so total rounds on the entire scorecard for you, uh, Devin, was 23. Excellent showing, sir. Mm-hmm. So 23 rounds, your four films made. But not as good as but not as, good. <laughs> as your picks, I imagine. <laughs> With the way you are announcing these. <laughs> Subtle undertones yeah. of you lost. <laughs> uh, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, seriously. You lost. <laughs> <laughs> So it was down to me and Norm, myself and Norm. Yep. Which is the name of our upcoming uh, NBC sitcom. <laughs> I'll direct the first episode. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you, my friend. This was very close, sir. We were yep. only four points apart. Four rounds on our total card apart. Um, and the winner, yep. and I'm grinning here. <laughs> <laughs> Despite my grin is not me. It's Norm with 38 Oh, 38 shit. rounds won. <laughs> Everyone's got a bow down to yes. Mystery Men. <laughs> to my 34 rounds won. Congratulations. It's an honorable sir. mention right you. there, man. <laughs> oh. the, the, the gentleman who, one, did not use his veto, and two, stayed 
quiet in many rounds when we all flipped out <laughs> on each other, mm-hmm. emerged victorious. We said some mean shit about films that we really like, and we praised some films that we fucking hate yeah. to try and get them to where we needed them to be. Norm just sat there and grinned <laughs> until you went after TMNT, and then yeah. his fucking claws yeah. came Don't out. Don't pick a fight with I you. I kind of feel like turtles. this is a moment, like, you remember in 13th Warrior, yeah. when Antonio Banderas is sitting there, and he's learning the language, and then one of them says, how do you know what we're saying? He's like, I listen. <laughs> and it's like, that's exactly how I feel about you right now. It's like, you were sort of listening to the language. You're like, okay, yes. And then you're like, fuck it. <laughs> I win. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Kind of a mix of that and Ned Flanders. You know, I just sit there grinning more on Elite, you guys. It's, it kind of worked out in my favor. And, just don't whip out your diddly, pal. And you know what? Let's let's be real. I mean, there are a lot of of um, of movies based on on comic source material that we didn't even have on this list. So yeah, we what eliminated we have for here various reasons. Are yeah. all pretty great movies? I mean, mm. I don't think there's anything that we wire? went past that was complete shit. <laughs> barbed wire, except maybe barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. Time cops, nothing like the comic for, for yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he is still kicking. But but what I'm saying is the movies. You should you should. Probably take a look at them all because yeah. honestly, it's, except barbed wire, you don't, don't watch that. You one. Don't need to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> just maybe cowboys and aliens too. I don't know, but like, don't even yeah. think yeah. it's okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that much money and that much crap. I mean, come on, come on. Yeah, I, I would recommend League to people that hadn't seen it, just because I feel like that's an experience that you have to have. It's an extraordinary <laughs> one. <laughs> it's like watching JFK getting shot. It's like you need to. See- you need to see it for the historical context. Back and to the left. Back and to the but, left. <laughs> it's like this is the moment where Sean Connery's yeah. career dies. <laughs> you see his heartbreaking right here in these five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the moment he realized he signed up for shit. Yeah. <laughs> what the ever living crop is Well, didn't he turn down um, Morpheus in the Matrix? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, but wow. can you imagine? And he like, did this. He, he probably read it. Alan oh, Quartermain. <laughs> All the way to the bank. I can, I can only imagine. unemployment line. Yeah. I can only imagine the amount of uh, he, like string work, line work that he could have not been through in the Matrix. Oh, yeah. He never would have been able to He probably got that. to like yeah. age two and was like, what the fuck is a computer? <laughs> and that was, and throws it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you, you know, he's, he's kind of like, why would I quit my job to follow nobody around for doing absolutely nothing? I'm not quitting my job. And then he quit his job. <laughs> did he really quit, or did he just get fired? Oh, he not quit his job. Anymore. It was he, probably it was probably the leather. The leather was the deciding. This factor. is a guy who did Zardoz, okay, and he quit oh, acting yeah, because of this movie. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> Just gave up anyway. <laughs> All right. So the moral of the story is, I don't even know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Watch barbed wire. Don't watch barbed wire. Who has an hour? Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot of fun, gentlemen. Thank you for helping us open up Comic Book Month this year. For any of you who haven't already went over and subscribed to Drunk with Power, uh, do so because Tommy, Norm, and East are. 
addictively funny. Can I say that and not make it sound like moderately like sexy undertones there? I don't know. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I like the sex all, undertones. Yeah, I think okay. it's the dick and addictive. Yeah. They really do put the dick in a dick. Got me going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's consensual. (laughs) Really, though? I don't think Anne consents too often to it. (laughs) And uh, your Twitter, gentlemen, DWP underscore gang, is that correct? Yep. Yes. Yep, cool. That's the one. Do uh, I know Ant? Uh, Ant. I never call him Ant. You guys call him Ant. You, now you got him, me yeah. going. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I can't even do it now. East's Twitter is at Ant East. If you yes. want to check him out, yeah. you guys have individual Twitters or no? No, I just I just moderate the hell out of the DWP account, and by that, that I mean moderation. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe once a month I'll post something. Right on. I think, I think I'm Norm 2000, but yeah, I'm not really tweeting much out there. Okay. <laughs> Devon at YR underscore homeboy. The Excellent. domain name I recently found out is available, so Ooh. don't uh, don't jump on that one. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at not Brandon Fleet. You can tweet to the show at Mermel Podcast on Twitter at MRML Podcast. You can send us an email at show at moviethroughmylife.com. You can also send gentlemen from Drunk with Power, an email at uh, dwpgang, no underscore, at no Gmail. Underscore, no. no underscore, yeah. At dot Gmail. com. Yeah. Um, it's actually dwp.gang at gang? Uh, gmail.com. Okay, perfect. Uh, you can subscribe to either show on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, um, Google Play Music for both. Yep. Uh, this is getting really confusing, but whatever. <laughs> um, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can let any of us know and if we're not there we'll get there for you and uh i don't know reach out to us this month because it's comic book month all month thank you again for starting out the month with us you you ended with a bang last year a lot of people really dug you guys on the comic book month episode uh for superman so i'm, I'm glad to have you back and so thanks for having us guys devin's not so much yeah, well, <laughs> um <Vito> the crew <laughs> veto the crew <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about it. So thanks for hanging out with us. Slam evil. <laughs> <laughs> fucking phantom. Phantom? Yep. I never stopped laughing after I saw that. I guess I'm like, well, I have to watch it now. <laughs>